Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to our humble abode, the FanDuel Thunderdome. On this Thursday Night Football, Thursday, December 29, 2022, this sports show starts right now. Football is heating up, isn't it? Oh, yeah. We're talking about real meaningful football right mm-hmm. in front of us. Obviously, on Saturday, the college football playoffs. First, in the Fiesta Bowl, in the great state of Arizona, TCU will take on Michigan. Then after that, in the Peach Bowl, in the great state of Georgia, in Atlanta, most specifically, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Georgia, will play host as the number one seed in all of college football, the reigning national champions, to take mm-hmm. on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Big weekend for college football. Oh, yeah. Who will go on to try to top the mountain of college football? We will find out on Saturday. Then obviously a new year comes in. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Rose Bowl on Monday, what? January 2nd. The big one. The parade. Mm-hmm. The observed New Year's holiday. It'll be fantastic. But week 17 of the NFL season kicks off this evening. It does. Huge. Wow. Huge. 18-week season. The 17th week kicks off tonight. Let's cherish these moments. Let's cherish these games. Mm-hmm. Let's remember that although you can't name a lot of the players that are playing for the Tennessee Titans tonight, no. they will be playing host to the Dallas Cowboys in a 13-and-a-half-point spread Damn. on a Thursday night football matchup that Kirk and Al will be calling live from Nashville, Tennessee. Who knows what the weather will be? It'll probably be a little bit warmer than it was last week. Mm-hmm. What we don't know is who's playing for the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry is doubtful. He's on that graphic. The quarterback <laughs> on that graphic, Malik Willis, do we know if he's starting? There's been some rumblings oh, that it might whoa. be really? Dobbs time. Really? Oh, shit. Wow. That's right. The astronaut from the University of Tennessee who's been on the Steelers and most specifically the Browns this right. season. He's yep. bounced around. Now he's on the Titans. Is Dobbs going to play tonight? Is it going to be Malik oh. Willis time? Damn. Because Tannehill out and what does that mean for the game that we're going to watch for them playing against Dak Prescott just two weeks ago there was people saying Dak is whack Remember, that was like a whole thing oh, yeah. this guy sucks this guy sucks yes. they get a massive win over the Philadelphia Eagles just four days ago CD's there T.Y. Hilton's on the team Micah Parsons doing his thing Tony Pollard questionable still got Ezekiel Elliott that's why you want to have two horses in the stable of the backfield you're in a good spot all arrows are pointing to a Dallas Cowboy blowout yes. of the reeling Tennessee Titans, who this game literally means nothing to. Let's get healthy for next week, because if we win next week in Jacksonville, we could potentially make the fucking playoffs, even though we've been Whoa. playing terrible yeah. as of late. So all eyes are on a blowout this evening, but it's 2022 NFL season. That's right. Exactly. We have no clue what's going to happen. Is there such a thing as a trap game? And if there was, would this not be the perfect example of it mm-hmm. for the Dallas Cowboys with this reeling Dead, what? unknown Titans team? Huh? Feels like it. Yeah, but we got to sure. take into account that this season has been nothing like seasons of the past. This has a five-year low in scoring. Upsets are happening on a more regular basis. Teams that we think are good aren't covering at all. And teams that we think stink have somehow come into full-fledged dominance. Shout out to the Jags. Shout out to the Lions. Mm-hmm. These yeah. two teams have been the laughing stock for the last decade or so. Lions for like the last five decades. Yeah. The Jags for the same amount of time since fucking Fred Taylor left down there. Mm-hmm. Right. They have been bad this year. They're good. What does that mean for tonight's games? We shall see. The Toxic Tables here at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt. One half of the hammer. Done. Cowboys Taron Diggs is here. Oh, you, oh, you got a Benzo hoodie on. 
Damn, Tony. Oh, wow. This dude's wearing F1. A, this guy's made it. That's a Benzo. Is that a uniform for like an F1 uni? Sir Hamilton. Sir Lewis Hamilton. Damn oh, right. so that's like his jersey. Like yeah. You're, if you're going to buy and support, like yeah. his oh. merch is like buy the Benzo hoodie. Yeah, I mean, you could be a front runner with the, the fucking Red Bull boys. You know, you could do that. But, you know, I respect fucking Sir Alex Hamilton. Sir Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> say that's not his name. <laughs> yeah, Alexander <laughs> Hamilton, much different than Lewis yeah, Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> Similar. Same last name yep. and money, when you, when you, money involved with when both. When I drop yep. into that voice, I automatically, Alexander Hamilton is yeah. where I normally go. Yeah, and curling Maddie Hamilton won yeah, gold right. for the United States, obviously. Yeah, this is Jersey. The old 4-4. I love the oh, fact, though, that you said, like, the Red Bull boys are the front runners in, like, the snobs, and you have a Mercedes-Benz hoodie on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is, Rich. That is <laughs> obviously <laughs> amazing. Great cowboy hat. Hell of a week for you, yeah, baby. Tony. He's wearing that because it's different when you hit bets like Tony's hitting them right now. Yeah, and we will dive into that in a second because it is bowl season, and we bowl have to take bowl what? season for what bowl season is at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we have to do that. But before we get to that, let's talk about a man who's always cool, has had an incredible run. You have to be pumped at the light at the end of the tunnel, which is the football season <laughs> is nearing for the year that you've had. You've crushed the entire thing, not only hosting a man-to-man podcast every right. Monday, Thursday, live at YouTube.com forward slash man-to-man podcast. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag M. 2M. Do we know? We don't know. Tier two. <laughs> then he comes out here, hosts everything DB. Yesterday hangs out with us every single week for 17 weeks he's been doing this. Then he'll fly to Philadelphia to go to NFL Films to film NFL matchups for ESPN ESPN Plus. Then he goes down to South Florida. Fucking hey. On a 16-year-old wearing Crocs yeah. on holiday, <laughs> and then put that on repeat. You've had a hell of a season, Darius J. Butler. Hey, you go, G. Butt. Hey, this one the games mean the most, though. So I got I got more juice. Yeah. Well, we know that. Hell, hell yeah. You've been probably injecting that yeah. juice. No, yeah. That same yeah. juice yeah. into your brain. Yeah, I saw- offered you the only juice that I inject in this body. Yes. Too many carbs. Too many carbs. Yeah. <laughs> Too many carbs. Fucking Connors. Hey, Too much. Hey, Watch out, Pat. <laughs> Connors being out. a good friend. Just fucking yeah, just out. Here, man. Just like you were saying, though, this is the most important time of year. Let's remember, when we get down to Radio Row, those are our biggest shows of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. Okay. And we're, we're trying not to look super fought this year. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, or oh. super jock. Fucking so tighten it up, pal. Jacked up, it's going to make us look stupid. No, no, you got to catch up to, you know, he can't drop to our level. That is not how great organizations are run. <laughs> Fine. Good point. We can't lay up. off the juice. What, we got six weeks till Super Bowl week? Darius Butler can't lay off the juice. <laughs> Jason Kelsey's too old. <laughs> oh, man. We watched that speech yesterday. Jason Kelsey wearing the, uh, what's that outfit? Oh, God. It's some. Uh, Mummers. Yeah. Mummers, there it is. Wow, Wearing a Mummers outfit. Cutting a promo to the entire city of Philadelphia. He's already lost his voice because he's been screaming and boozing all day. Fine. As he should have been. And I think we know him now a little bit more through the New Heights pod where it's fucking epic. That is a great show. Him and his brother are awesome. Out of Cleveland, we've seen him drink beers. Wide. We've seen him bartend. Wide. So we're going to assume during the Super Bowl parade, he was partaking in the festivities more sure. or double than everybody else. Yeah. Absolutely. Because that's, that's, he's off at, uh, offensive lineman, naturally going to happen. From Cleveland type of guy he is, probably going to booze a lot. I've only had a beer with him one time down in Houston. Great dude, hilarious, big fan. Let's say he was, this guy was fucked up when he was giving this speech. Yeah. For sure. And it's at those moments, you know, people say, well, uh, drunk lips tell the most truth or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessarily true for everybody. Because there has been people that I've been very good friends with who get a little booze in them, and they say some things where I'm like, Hey, there's no way you meant what you, <laughs> what you should that? probably apologize to, blah, 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 tomorrow. What, I I, what happened? 
Oh boy. This I don't want to quote it exactly because I don't want you to feel too uncomfortable. But you said ba 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 ba. It's like there's no way you've been there, right? No, you said it. You need to go. <laughs> so I don't think that's true for everybody. But I think whenever he started cutting that speech, a lot of truth was coming out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Through Jason Kelsey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he was basically talking about how everybody on the team was told that they were either too old, too fat, or not able to do what they were able to do. There was one particular part, though, that sticks out because of the news that just came out about Lane Johnson, where I don't know if we were all talking about it, but Jason Kelsey goes, Lane Johnson can't stay off the juice. <laughs> and then just moves right to the next one. I'm like, Lane, jo- get off the fucking juice. Excuse me? <laughs> Lane Johnson's on the juice. We all kind of had that moment there for a second. Lane Johnson is a dog. Mm-hmm. Three years straight without giving up a single sack. Allegedly, he's going to come back a lot sooner than they thought he was with his appendicitis type mm-hmm. situation where I guess it wasn't as strong or his hernia situation mm-hmm. where it wasn't as bad as they thought it could be, but it will be very painful. He's back there. This team is a team that I fucking love watching. Oh, yeah. this photo. And I think it's because of all the characters. But nonetheless, I, this guy has to get tested more than anybody, especially after Jason Kelsey's tweet uh, yeah, speech. Sure. Uh-huh. I, I would hit a I hit kickoff out of the end zone, like in the stands, hit a big punt. I'm getting drug tested the next day, naturally, uh, randomly. I would assume that Lane Johnson, after Jason Kelsey cuts a promo about it, he's getting tested every single day. Look at this fucking guy. Yoked. This is what they look like these days in the NFL. This is an offensive lineman in the NFL. Okay? Athlete. So I understand why people say, oh, this guy's got to be cheating. I don't understand how this happens either. This is a fucking actual gorilla walking around. <laughs> this dude stares down a bear. The bear's not happy about it. But that's not how every human looks like. No. Uh, but Lane Johnson's a dog. Hope you get back to... This is what Darius looks like, though. So, Darius, no. how much juice are you Definitely. on? Yeah, you you trying to give us that carb juice Just question. tell us. Take your shirt off right now. Don't do that. What's that? How many carbs do 30. 19, I think. 19 30. grams. Who's that? That sounds like it's two-thirds of the amount of carbs I'm trying to have. I wish I had that problem. I wish I had that. 19 carbs? Come on, man. It was yeah. good for you, man. Good I was in ketosis. What are you? Ketosis. What are you? What are you? It's different. It's what God put here. Fruits. Wide. Vegetables. Wide. Wide. Peppers. Wide. Wide. Dons. Do you know what God also put here? What's that? What's that? Well, that pig that showed up for that bacon that I was And then whichever bird that created the first ever egg that created the chicken Mm -hmm. so people you know can't do the chicken and egg conversation i think both answers are right yeah i think there was another bird that was first probably safe assumption that laid an egg to a chicken and then chicken showed up and then guess what that just started Uh probably probably twins in that too so the brother and sister chicken started fucking then it was basil adam and eve yeah but but with chickens Bingo. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve were brother sister or no? I don't know. No. No, they were uh, No, they, they weren't supposed first to touch man, that apple. First woman. Yeah. yeah. Cut from the same jib. Yeah. Someone's rib, I believe. Yeah, Eve yeah. was made from Adam's rib. Bingo. I'm actually I'm not even, I'm so I'm not talking about that. I'm talking it's kind like of feminist. egg with two it was twin chickens in there. Right. Yeah. Two two double embryos. So they came anyways, God had all those things created too, and that's all I eat. Uh-huh. That's all I eat. Chicken, so, eggs, so bacon, no fresh, sausage, squeeze, wide. But bacon. Well, not the sugar-laden fruit. <laughs> fruit yeah. is natural sugar, man. No, so, no. The reason why you're drinking every day is, and we saw you eat your French toast and your pancakes yeah, and right. your whole thing. But Butter. you dump. What's he dump in there? He he, bu- he dumps that liquid cane sugar in yeah, there. Yeah, just like, teaspoons so, of sugar in there. So it tastes half a good. cup full of sugar. Natural but anyways, sugar, what are you on? <laughs> and there's any way you could just yeah. maybe just say it. Just give us the juice, freaking turmeric shots, everything ginger. juice. You're doing oh, great. You're doing, I thought this season was maybe <laughs> with the way your schedule looked. 
And I said the same thing to Herbie because I had done a similar schedule a couple of years back, and I gained 70 pounds. I was excited. I was, I was not ready for that all to happen yet. I didn't even have a treadmill within my house, I don't think, yet at that point in life. And I didn't prepare for the pizza being so prevalent in <laughs> New York every single Sunday night and Monday. Had to every do it. single one. Every single one. And when you're in New York for the entire football season, I was real. on football. Sunday. Wendy's on every single plane ride. Yeah. Because it was the only one near the airport. Right. Restaurants in Philly. But I gained, so you're in Philadelphia, a lot of Italian food there as mm-hmm. well, which Absolutely. could definitely put some weight on. I thought you were going to become a fat ass this year. Yeah. I was kind of excited for the end of the year to be like, hey, t- everything, o- slaw. everything okay? <laughs> Is everything okay? And that's not the case at all. You, you got in better shape somehow. So, D-Buck, keep going. You're an inspiration. Thunderdome, the Hawk House. It's helped tremendously. Speaking of the Hawk House, AJ Hawk will be here today. He missed yesterday because he was coaching his daughter's basketball team during a holiday basketball tournament. They did run into a tough team, from what I've been told. Oh no! Oh no! Yeah, I guess there was a a tall tall girl on the other team, and the other team took advantage of her size on a regular basis. And I would assume that the Hawk team was trying to saw. The big tree down. Sure, sure. But this was also another Ohio team, I believe. So they, it wasn't just tough gal. Normal. Yeah, this, this isn't just going to be, uh, hey, you bump around a little bit and they're going to tap out. This is Ohio basketball. Yeah, Ohio's going to make sense. Coach Ohio. Hawks got to make some adjustments. There, well, right? we will certainly have to ask him why <clears throat> they didn't take him the Golden Net tournament. I think they're in another tournament though. So oh, wow. Jeez. I think they qualified for another one Double. because really? of where they were. So I think the team is good. So this is like footy tournaments was just never ending. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of them. I got into it with a guy from uh, from London. Was he from London Town? Was he from London Town? Would they put UK on their thing or no? London Town? No. They might. Because that's the four different countries in the UK. I still never Anyways. wrapped my head around that situation. Power is teeth. <laughs> they, they have bad teeth. Because that's London Town. I do think he did kind of have like a fucked up girl. Yeah, okay. London. Though. But that could be anywhere. Yeah, Wales has some. I don't have like teeth. the nicest teeth in town either, so I can't wow. judge them too Doesn't hard. Look like you're chewing on rocks. Which does happen sometimes to some people in all countries, but certainly the country you're referring to. Mm-hmm. And, and we all watch Austin Powers. Obviously. So I know exactly what you guys are talking to be about. Wooden. But he, me, and, me and him got into it about, you know, I was trying to inform people on how important the World Cup was. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a soccer Lombardi. Yeah. This is a big one. And then I was reminded while we were kind of jousting on Twitter, which makes the world a smaller place, and he didn't have any accent on there, so it's kind of a little bit of a bummer. Tough to know. But I responded with, you guys have soccer tournaments every fucking weekend. I'm just trying to let the dumb Americans know this one actually matters. Right. This one's Lombardi. They're right back into it. Oh, yeah. They're, the soccer's doing the super – another yeah, – back, yeah. Pape just scored a goal in, like, 95th minute last yeah. Yesterday. Win a yep. game. Yeah, that's a whole not- – they're in another tournament Great. already Wait. right now. Yeah. That might be what this girls' basketball team is like for A.J. Hawk. We'll talk to him in a bit. Joining us now is a man who's become an absolute superstar almost overnight, not just because of his hair being fantastic. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. But because he seemingly is always open, and a guy named Joe Burrow, who everybody thinks is one of the coolest dudes on earth, loves throwing him the rock. He graduated from Stanford. He was on a practice squad for a few years. I have no idea how he went undrafted and nobody decided to pick him up. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the newest sensation for the Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver, Trenton Irwin. Yeah! Hey, man, how are you? I mean, I'm doing good. We just got done with a walkthrough. Just chilling, get some lunch, and get ready for practice. Were you guys in the practice facility in the indoor? Where'd you do the walkthrough at? Oh, we were in the indoor today. Uh, but I think we'll be out there because it's not supposed to rain or nothing. So I think we'll be out there for practice. The weather's gotten a lot better over the last, like, four days for us. Are you the same over there in Cincinnati? It was fucking it's cold, cold, dude. It was cold it was as hell. Yeah, that was cold as shit in the game. And it's <laughs> supposed to be like 60 this weekend, so that's – I'm from Cali. 
I'm not used to that, but that's that's what you got to do with. Okay, so you went to Stanford. I assume you had offers all over the place. You just had a big brain, so Stanford was the place for you. And Coach Shaw said you're supposed to be a Stanford guy with your personality. Is that what happened, or how'd you end up there? So my mama was my teacher actually growing up. So she, uh, academics was a big focal point, and uh, I actually was between ASU and Stanford growing up because my my quarterback of since seventh grade went to ASU. So those were my two schools I was really picking. But I had a good twenty offers or whatever, um, and so wow. my mama. T- Going to Stanford, so we, we made that one happen. Okay, well, congratulations. Not easy to get into Stanford. Yeah, no. Not easy to get into Stanford. And I'm not saying that Stanford football has been as dominant as we had remembered at times, but they'll be back. Oh, hey, yeah. they'll be back. Yeah, Stanford has dude. things that nobody else can offer up there. You got people that created Snapchat sitting in class with you. You got geniuses everywhere. You got Olympians falling out of trees over mm-hmm. there. Stanford will be back. Trenton, how come you slipped through the draft, go undrafted, then you survive on the practice squad. How many years were you on the practice squad? Uh, so last year I was active or inactive for most of the year, but two years for sure, and then part of three. Then you show up, and it's like, how has this guy not been on a team for so long? And I assume you always had to have belief in yourself, and you had to work hard in practice squad. You know, it is a great job to have if you're just comparing it to, like, bricklayer or accountant or anything like that. But how many different moments were you like, I think I can make it in this league, I should make it in this league, and why is nobody plucking me off of this practice squad and signing me for four games anywhere? What was it about, you think, and how happy are you now that you're getting an opportunity to showcase to the world how good of a football player you are? Your football IQ is through the roof, pal. Man, I mean, I always told my buddies, you know, my guy Stanley Morgan was on the practice squad the first year with me, and he's been special teams guy for us, doing great things. Uh, but we all, you know, getting out of the mud type of thing, just waiting for opportunities. And um, we've both been here for, uh, this is year four for both of us there, so we always talk Ooh. about getting out of the mud. We always talk about on uh, practice squad, our game day was Thursday because that was third down day, and we got an opportunity to go against the, the number one D and, and try to show something, try to, you know, catch someone's eye there. So it's just a matter of staying patient and just waiting for opportunities. Do you think uh, whenever you got there, was there anything different? Like whenever you became like a focal point for the offense, were you prepared? Were you ready for it? Mindset day-to-day going into the uh, building different? Or are you still that practice squad guy and will be forever? I think I'm still that practice squad guy, just grimy. I just got to be grimy day in and day out. And, you know, you can't get complacent. You know, you can't let success uh, stop your work ethic there. So I'm, I'm just trying to have some fun with it. Make some plays whenever they come to me. You know, I don't um, my position in the game, and I don't know when it's going to come, but like in that play right there, you know, we got a double double, and you know, I'm going to be single if they're doubling two people. So, you know, there's there's a lot of weapons on this offense, but I'm going to win my one on one when I get my opportunities. Hell yeah, grimy Stanford guy, love that. Yeah, yep, love everything about it. Ready. That sounds like a superpower. To be honest, what has it been about uh, you and Joey Burrow that have made you click so much? Have you guys got a lot of work in uh, the last few years as being together whenever we didn't see, like, in practice and on the field? It seems like you guys are on the same page all the time. Why is that, Trent? That's a good question. Um, I honestly don't know exactly why. I know, I mean, he's the best quarterback in the league there. He just puts the ball in special places. Um, and, you know, I'm, my job is to create separation, and I, we've we've had a little click there for – a while, even in like when I was on practice squad, I get a rep or two and he throw a deep ball to me here or there. So I don't know if I have an explanation for you, but I'm happy with it. I'm just going to keep it going. Yeah, no needs. Hey, let's not talk about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a big brain Stanford guy. Things are going great. Let's keep it going. Darius has a question for you, Trenton. Hey, Trenton, how's the body feel? Obviously, it's a complete different ball game. You know, been on practice squad, like you said, game days, Thursdays, but now you're actually going out there, real game, real action. You got that whole week. So how's the body feel right now going into a week 17? 17 already. Shit. <laughs> yeah. It's 
flew by. Uh, body feels great, actually. Body feels great. I'm, I'm blessed for that. Week 17, like you said, to have the body feeling good is is a big blessing. So body feels great. Um, you, you do know, anything you weird? Are, you do anything weird? Weird. I'm a big stretcher, so I definitely stretch a lot um, just to try to take care of my body. I'm, I'm also a big believer that your body talks to you. So, like, if you're willing to listen, it'll tell you what it needs, you know, whether it be hydration, stretching, yeah. sleep. You know, I'm big on my sleep. I get at least eight hours a night. You're doing so, it? I mean, any old school shit? I know both your parents were uh, athletes at Stanford, right? Uh, no, no. So uh, my mom – no, you're cool. My mom uh, graduated high school, but she didn't go to Stanford there. And my dad was uh, went to Western Michigan. Okay. But uh, no, nothing too old school with it. Just really just trying to listen into my body, see what it, what it needs. It's always going to tell you. What type and of music you listen to, Trenton? What type of music? I've been on a lot of Lil Wayne lately. Okay. Uh, my pregame with Lil Wayne. Uh, I, I dabbled in a little T.I. just because initials. I was like, you know what? Let me see what the guy T.I. more T.I. lately. And I'll throw on some pink a little bit. I like pink, actually. So That's amazing. So you're an anomaly, <laughs> huh? You're a unicorn. You're an alien over there. I'm excited for you to continue to grow, dude. This is a fantastic addition to the NFL, I believe. Trenton, you should do more of these. Yeah, I he, think- was on, he was on everything. <laughs> Let me know. As- he was on everything DB a couple weeks ago. I just remember that. On the Fleet Flicker. Yeah. 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 Right yeah. Side of yeah. Yeah, a gun. dude, he's always open. Always open. You got you, you. literally feel like you're always open. I watch you. The first couple of weeks I saw you playing, I think I sent into the group. Long haired fuck for the Bengals. This guy's unbelievable. Yeah. Killing it right Sweet. now. I literally I sent that into the group. <laughs> Long haired dude is killing it right now. Who is this guy? Then we started doing some research, and I found out you were on practice squad for a few years. I didn't know if it was accurate or not. The in- internet. You never know if it's right. And I'm just thinking to myself, like, there's so many teams right now that have just been looking for weapons mm-hmm. for so – like, that's the new thing in the NFL. We need – you need weapons. You need depth at the NFL posi- – at the weapon positions. Have you noticed anything in your first year here going against NFL defense that you didn't expect from, like, practice squad going into actual games? Are people covering you different? Is there people doing different stuff against you? Have you noticed anything? Well, you know, I haven't really noticed the whole time. I mean, I'm you know, going against our DBs – I got to see through the years of our development of bringing in new guys, and I think the best DB I probably got against is Cheeto, um, who unfortunately is hurt right now. But um, you know, I mean, you know, usually I don't get the top DB, which you know, one day I will. But it's you know, right now I usually get the third or fourth guy, get to have some fun, and you know, make some create some separation, win some one on ones, and that's much fun. <laughs> one day you will. This guy's going to be a fucking number one. Let's go. Ty, your question for T.I. Yeah, Trent, we were looking at your Wikipedia, and it says in, I think, 2005, you were on an episode of Sports Kids, Moms, and Dads on Bravo. (laughs) Did uh, your teammates know you were, like, a fucking big-time actor when you came in, or what was that about? So they always love to pull up the – I also on a Velveeta commercial, so that's the one that's um, more accessible there. But Sports Kids, Moms, and Dads was a reality TV show about actually parents training their kids too hard in sports. (laughs) Ironic situation now. It ended up actually being on Oprah and, uh, quite frankly, with Stephen A. Smith. So it has some publicity, that show there. And uh, um, my dad did acting, so I always – you know, I just hopped along. It was sort of the family thing. Hold on. So you made it to the NFL, so they weren't too hard on you, right? Yeah. Do we have a delay? So, Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Trenton, you mentioned you know becoming that guy who gets the number one corner. When Jamar Chase gets drafted a couple years ago, was that kind of deterring to your mindset, or were you always just kind of in the lab working hard, and then eventually when Jamar got there, you knew, like, hey, I can contribute with guys like Jamar and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd? 
Well, I mean, right now it's just focus on every week trying to find a way to win, you know, whatever that may be. If it's, if it's a third down catch for five yards and we move the chains and we allow, you know, allow this offense to keep rolling, uh, right now we have a ton of weapons. You know, obviously we have Jamar, T, TB, uh, Samaje, Joe Mixon. I mean, we have a ton of weapons and places that ball can go. And uh, so I think, you know, right now it's just trying to find a way to win, you know, every week and just taking it week by week. And um, we've done well with that lately and just trying to keep that on a roll. I think so, too. Did you play any preseason games? Did you play in preseason? I did. I did. I played preseason this year. Um, all three of them. Or, yeah, did, all three. A little bit less than the first one because I had a shoulder injury last year that I had to recover. But I'm just wondering how you stayed there. I don't, I don't yeah. know how you survived. Like, Didn't get plucked. There had to be numerous times. Was there ever a time where you thought another team was going to sign you? Did your agent ever say, like, hey, this team's interested, this team's interested? Or has it always been just like, it's going to work with the Bengals, this team knows me best, and this is kind of, we'll figure it out as we go later? You know, it's been a little bit of a tease here and there, you know, getting opportunities. I had a couple games last year, and then it sort of fell off. Um and, you know, it's just been a patient game. But, you know, I'm just trying to have – I mean, I, I love the game. I love the practices of it. I love my teammates there. And I love the organization here in the whole. So, I mean, you know, the, the being around good people is always what I want to be a part of and be a part of something bigger than myself. And so the team, you know, has a lot of good people, a lot of chemistry, and, and just having fun with it every day and whatever it may be. I don't know how he wasn't a Colt. I mean, how are you not a Colt two years ago? Oh, yeah. We haven't had any. We haven't had enough. For, imagine Ty with this guy running in the slot. We would. We wouldn't. It's unfucking believable that your story is <laughs> happening right now. I just want, with the way the internet is now, yeah. oh, with yeah. clips and spread and the communication amongst coaches, I would assume in practice you you had a couple good practices where you were cooking. I assume you've cooked before. Oh, sure. we, yeah, we had some fun there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because we had like Griff Whalen. We had Griff Whalen. He was cut, put down, put up, put up, yeah. put down, put down. And there was a couple different offenses where Griff was just like acting. I think it was like New England. Mm-hmm. Hey, we need you to be Julian. He had 10,000 yards yeah. that week. I mean, he legitimately option routes. Mm-hmm. Him and Hasselbeck are running. And it was like the biggest. I'm like, why don't we do that with like. In the actual game. game, why, game. Why, why, don't we, why don't we do that with the group? Was there any of those weeks where you just saw. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I was looking forward to those weeks when you were like, you know, I mean, Julian Edelman was actually a great week, speaking of that. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it'd be Amari Cooper. You put the number two on, or it was that week, and you're like, I know I'm going to have some routes, you know. I mean, third down, you're going to have some routes, have some cool stuff to create separation, get open. So there was definitely a practice squad time where I'd be looking forward to what receiver we're going to be so we can make plays and, you know, progress and get opportunities there. Did you pick anything up from anybody else's game that you had to study as you were acting like them? I mean, I love watching their game in general. I don't know if there's anything I could say that's, like, specific, but just seeing how they – I always say, like, they lie with their feet type of thing, you know. Like, they're able to manipulate and and show – you know, leverages and, and just cross people up and what have it. Um, but I love watching just, I mean, they're artists, you know, I mean, you know, whether it be Diggs, Keenan Allen, whether it be, you know, Devontae, they're, they're artists out there on the field. So it's, it's cool to see them create. That's awesome. So are you, pal. Tone has a question for you. Yeah, T.I., so, like, have you now walked into that wide receiver room with all those guys that you mentioned and be like, this is my fucking room now? <laughs> yeah, you're the oldest, right? You've been there the longest? I'm having fun and doing well. But uh, these are my dogs. Like I, I love every one of them. Uh, we we mess around on you know we compete and everything. So we just go out there compete, have some fun. But it, it's been cool to be able to have more uh, more of a contribution there, you, and and just have fun with it. We've been winning, so that's fun. You have the longest tenure in there, right? Don't you? 
Uh, close to it. TB's, TB's the one who's been here the longest. But other than that, I've been here <laughs> the longest after that. Well, I can't wait to see what you end up doing next. I have no idea what your contract status is, but there's a team not that far from Cincinnati that needs your services stat. So do what you got to do. Hey, do what you, I, we got nothing but respect for Zach Taylor and the boys. Mm-hmm. That's right. Love them. Love them. Hey, love everybody over there. <laughs> Make sure you take care of old T.I. He's been a hell, hell of a weapon for uh, the Bengals this year. Your story is one that people will look at in future generations and draw inspiration from, so that's incredible. And we just saw a picture of you in this Velveeta commercial. You are built for the camera, pal. Is that yeah. you right wow. there? That is me. That is me. Dude, you look like Brad Pitt eating on yeah. camera. Warm you look cooler warm. than anybody ever, T.I. <laughs> Man, good old days. That was a fun one. Was, we shot that for hours, so yeah. I had a little bug in everything, but that was fun. Well, you know, if your dad was in the acting business, um, they love just wasting fucking time. Uh-huh. They shoot, you uh-huh. shot that shot for how many hours? You probably got it on the first take. Let's do okay. another seven hours of wasted time. <laughs> Ate so much, Mac. So cheese. we can just run up the bill here. Yeah. Just run up the bill. <laughs> we need to change the light, don't we? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, well, you're changing the light. I'm the camera. I'm going to go. We'll go hang out for yeah, an hour and a half, yeah. two hours. You did great. Your patience paid off, not only in the Velveeta commercial, but also in the NFL. Uh, we're very yeah. thankful you made time for us today, and good luck the rest of the way. It's already week 17, man. Let's enjoy this. Yeah, week 17. I'm with it. I appreciate y'all having me. Right, ladies and gentlemen, Trent Irwin. Yeah, yeah, Trent Irwin! Colts don't got a shot, man. Not just, a chance. He just scored two touchdowns against the Patriots. You know where he'll be as soon as he's up. Yeah, he might be Probably. going back to New England, you're saying. Yeah, definitely going back to New England, especially <laughs> if what he said, hey, look, I act like Julian Edelman. I'm scoring, you know, I'm catching 50 passes in a day. So Griff did that same thing against us. Were you on the team then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't want to – I don't want to necessarily <laughs> throw you under the bus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But Griff in Hasselbeck, the week we were playing New England, he was Julian, had the 11 on, the whole thing. And it was option routes. Mm-hmm. And Hasselbeck and him like knew each other good enough. Hasselbeck was a good enough quarterback yeah. where it was like, all right, I can wait this one out and kind of sense it. And Griff was Griff won for fucking 30 touchdowns. Like, no shit. Literally look over the next – the only thing we see is Griff running. Look over again. Griff running. Oh, it's happened again. Griff running. Jeez. And then the natural conversation is like, why don't we do this? Can we do this? Why don't we do this? You on Sunday. Yeah. Hey, Coach, can, can we do this? This one seems to be unstoppable, but there is some of those, I think, honestly. Yeah, and, and, I, and you know, practice is different, especially, yes. especially week week 15. You know, your yes. legs, you know, you got heavy legs. And Thursday, like like T.I. said, that's their game day. So it's like, man, they out there full go. And you want you want a good look, You want especially on third down. You want some people look. get pissed off, though. Yeah, I want oh, good yeah. West 56 All-American. You yeah. Know, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you want a Fred, you want a good look, third down, red area. You want shit full tilt and – Griff, Griff gave you great, gave you a good look every week. So that was a bad motherfucker right there. Griff was honestly, and that's yeah. why him getting buried for that whole fake punt thing. I'm like, can we not? Like this dude literally did everything <laughs> yeah. for our team. Mm-hmm. Hard work. He's been cut like 25 times. This guy. If he would have sat in a different side of a room, he would have been one of the founders of Snapchat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Facts. That's what happens at Stanford. Doesn't yeah. happen anywhere yeah. else. That's why you can't go there. Hey, on this class, this is all you for this semester. All you have to do is create a company. We will try to help you out as much as possible. Mm-hmm. You'll be judged on your business at the end of the semester. However you want to meet, cool. We'll see you in three months. And then if he sits down here and he gets with this group over here, see, he sat up here. They did something. Probably got a good grade. Good, good idea. Good. Down here, if he sits down <laughs> over here and just happens to be friend of these guys, 
Snapchat. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually going to drop out after this semester. And, yeah, uh, we actually created a business. That <laughs> great is, class. Oh, you're giving us an A. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you for the A. Thank that, you. that means a lot. Now we, uh, we're going to take that A, turn it to a B, a lot of them. Uh-huh. And we are going to get out of here and just go become billionaires. That's Stanford, though. That's like those... That's why whenever I went up, we went up to see Stanford. We yeah, were up there. Beautiful campus. It's fucking gorgeous. And then you start listening to some people that go to Stanford about how their classes are and what happens. It's like, oh, that's why anybody would want to go there. Because if you're a great football player and you're super smart, it's like, okay, you go to one of these other schools, you'll be able to get through easily. Yeah. So you're literally just playing football. Don't really have to worry about anything else. You get through. So guys that choose to go to like these academically challenging mm-hmm. places, I'm always so flustered by. I'm like, well, if I knew I was going to make it in the NFL, I'm going to focus. That's going to make me more money now, and then I can go back and get the degree to go do the other stuff or whatever. So after seeing it though and hearing the stories, it's like, oh, if you could experience Stanford, you, you fucking go to Stanford. You go check it you, out. You, you you go do the thing. Olympians just literally stumbling out of the bathroom and hitting. Oh, that's the fucking best. Oh, that's the best swimmer. Yeah, yeah, probably going to win five gold medals. Yeah, on the planet. Just, that's what Stanford is. And then there's just bazillionaires walking around in there as well. What a place. That guy had to be awesome on that campus. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. But to your point, too, I mean, I, obviously Joe Burrow probably helps it out quite a bit, but it is crazy that that guy's just been sitting on a practice squad for four years. Like you would think, you yeah, know. How's that happen? The entire NFL knows everybody that's on everybody's uh, practice squad. That's just a known thing. Somebody gets signed to a practice squad, boom, it gets sent over. It goes on the board. This is this practice squad. These people are available. Practice squad players are available. Mm-hmm. Just because they're practicing yeah. in another building, they can practice and play in yours tomorrow, and you have to activate them for four, four weeks if you sign them off practice squad. So I guess that's what kind of holds some people back. But a lot of guys just stay on the same team, and teams are trying to hide guys too. Oh, yeah. Like they're trying to sneak them in, mm-hmm. into the practice squad when everybody else doesn't know it or like whenever an active waiver is happening, like let's sneak them in there so we can kind of hang on to them and hide them. Hey, there's a lot of that going on. I don't know how that guy. Bullshit injuries. Stanford guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That happened to Darren Waller too, right? Waller was yeah. on the practice squad, yeah. and then Gruden just saw, saw him, him working out before a game. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get, <laughs> give me that guy. Right now. What, what is, is that? Yeah. <laughs> what is that right there? What is what, John? What you see him? What the fuck is that thing right there? His hands he was are at the Ravens, right? Yeah, yeah. He was at the Ravens. He was at the Ravens. Can you watch film of practice squad? Like, if you see a guy go on there, can you like request film? So. so that's why I asked him about preseason. Yeah, I was like, did you yeah. play in any preseason games? Because that entire time I was talking to him, I don't know how the conversation went. I assume it, it was good. He yeah. had a great personality, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. The only thing I was thinking the entire time was, how the fuck was this guy sitting on a practice squad for three years? That's tough, though, because even like Priest talked about it yesterday, like playing receiver, especially, like you got to be who the the fuck is throwing the ball, who's protecting in the preseason. You're running the most basic, simple offense, so you're not really getting to see, um, you know, their real strengths. And then you may be hiding them because he may be doing You may be waiting for him to develop and get ready to play. And now it's working out for the Bengals and working out for him, too. Mm-hmm. This time of year to be making the plays that he's making when the top guys are going down with the top quarterback, perfect spot. You heard him say the Julian Edelman weeks are fun. Oh, yeah. So they got oh, yeah. him. Yeah. And with Joe Burrow, the way Joe Burrow is, yeah. with how smart he is, mm-hmm. they just got to be on the same page. Like, all Griffin Hasselbeck that week had to be was on the same page. Mm-hmm. Hey, you seeing the same thing we're seeing here on this defense? Yep, I'm doing that. Trenton and Joe Burrow, both incredibly high football IQ, just like everybody on that team, I would assume. But Trenton Irwin has displayed this very quickly. Yeah. And he's a Stanford guy, so we just assume he has a big brain to begin with. 
him and Joe can start fucking being on the same exact page without having to say anything to it. Yeah. That's just another weapon yeah. that the Cincinnati Bengals have. That were sit. That was sit. He could have been on the team last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They were just sitting there, and now they just bring him up. It's like good development. Bravo for finding him. Bravo for somehow being able to keep him mm-hmm. and then dropping him in and him doing his thing. Great work by him keeping yeah. himself prepared mentally and physically. Yeah, I got to remain grimy. You know, we're the yeah. practice squad boys. I'm still a practice squad boy. Like, that mindset will be forever, it yep. sounds like. And that will continue to be a chip on his shoulder. I hope he goes on to do great things, and I hope the number one DB is covering him at some point yeah. in his career. Because in my head, as soon as I heard it, I'm like, oh, this dude wants to be a number one. Yeah. Too. This guy isn't like, uh, yeah, I'm second option, yeah. third option. Mm-hmm. Slot, I love where I'm at right now. Jamar gets a lot of attention. Obviously, Boyd gets a lot of attention. And Higgins gets a lot of it. And then you got Joe Burrow, who's going to obviously take a lot of attention. We got a running back, two of them, Mixon and uh, P. Ryan, which I would have never pronounced that name correct. So, some Samaje. Samaje P. Ryan. Mm-hmm. They put that up on the screen. I was like, oh, I know that guy's name. And then I heard it be pronounced, and I was like, <laughs> I did not know that guy's name. <laughs> I did not know that guy's name. They're loaded. Mm-hmm. It, they are absolutely loaded. I'm incredibly pumped for that Bengals team. Once again, though, they're going to have to find money to pay all these people. Yeah, absolutely. They're going to have to find money. To pay. Are they going to sell off a percentage of their team, I wonder? To Burrow? To get Burrow. Or to get to a keep new owner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, they should be. Just give it to Burrow. They should be raking it in right now. The, I don't know. The Super Bowl run, they, we would assume they make another playoff push this year. How much money? We're, we're, we're assuming they make, what, like hundreds of millions a year? Yeah, have yeah. to. How much for a home game would you estimate? So 20? Dallas Cowboys is seventy-seven million. All that money is out there. Yeah, and I think the Patriots as well. 50, they are. 50, yeah. Is that just tickets or concessions? That's the, everything. Because remember, if a non or non-vaccinated player caused a delay or cancellation of an away game, mm-hmm. the owner of the team that was visiting that same would have to refund the owner Shit. of that team a full day's operation and a game day operation. And those numbers had to be submitted for that ruling. Because remember, it was non-vax players, causes cancellation, mm-hmm. I'm losing out on. Dallas Cowboys was like $77 million. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Patriots were like 56. Then there was teams down there that were like 10, I think, uh-huh. 15. Uh, so it's all yeah. like how you go about doing it. Remember, New England owns the entire square. Mm-hmm. Right. That is around the stadium. Jerry owns the entire area that's around the stadium, so he's counting all that money as a game day operation. Go ahead, Tone. I mean, this is from the internet. It says $114 million was the profit in 2021. Okay, so $114 million, that isn't yeah, less than 10. That's not that's enough nothing. money. That's not enough money because you've got to put that money into escrow, yeah. let alone run the business day to day. And that, that's just us acting like they have no other money other than the money that okay, they yeah. But OTV. they might not, though. What about yeah. TV, merch, all that shit? I th- well, I think that's in the that profit. profit. That's included in that, yeah. But I don't know. That was just an internet number. Who knows the fuck that's right. Internet report. Like you said, though, Burrow is going to, I mean, whether. They have to put all that into escrow. Whether, yeah. And then it's not just him. Whether him or Burr, Burr, I mean, Herbert gets the highest. Con- like Chase. Uh, Chase is going to reset the wide T. receiver so market. T. T. Higgins is going to be probably a top five paid receiver. Like, that's not counting anyone on defense. Trent Irwin's are in his fourth year. I assume his contract. Probably up. Probably, uh, They're going to let him go. Mm-hmm. He'll probably I'd be like a restricted free agent, maybe. Which they shouldn't. He's really good. But yeah. if they want to, they're going to have to pay him. Yeah. Do they extend Bates? $8 million, $7 million? What's yeah, that? He was a holdout. Did, did, he end up, did Bates end up getting an extension on I defense? Think he's on, I think he's on a tag. I yeah, yeah, he wouldn't to. sign the tag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And then he, he did sign it. I did. And then look at 
<laughs> said that he just tells him every day, I love you. Yeah. I'm so happy you're here. Thank Who's you. Who's the Judy? He talked about yeah. Lou talked about him. Everybody talks about him. He talked about that Bengals. So, so they're going to have to sell. I, I'm thinking. To. I'm, gonna, I'm thinking they're going to have to sell like 30 percent of the team so they can get money in hand so that they can put in an escrow to guarantee all these contracts because they should want to keep this because they're experiencing more everything than they have ever experienced before. And I think this new generation, the younger Brown generation family that's running it, I guess they have to see the profits and they have to put two and two together and be like, "Oh, our team's good." Oh, people will buy the $8 beer now yeah. and not be, like, pissed off about oh. it. Oh, we'll sell this place out. Oh, we'll be on TV. So kids that aren't even from the Cincinnati area want to be Bengals fans, and their parents have to buy them Bengal. Oh, so we're going to invest in our product. Oh, that's how you make money. Oh, that's a business. Oh, I think a lot of that's going on. Oh. And how are they going to be able to keep all that? They're going to—I think—they're probably going to have to sell some shit. Yeah, because who knows when? I—I I mean, I don't know like what their sellout streak for home games is currently, but I assume it's you know way higher than it's ever been. You lose three, four of these guys, and kind of you like you'll have Burrow, but if you go back to being mediocre, like you're not selling as many tickets as you are right now, all that kind of stuff. What we're gets saying frozen. is, what we're saying is, it's easily doable. Yeah, even though they haven't been the most business savvy team in the nfl ever not at all (laughs) ever yep they don't even have to be but they can start new and prepare for the future so this never has to happen again and it's like congrats to the Bengals and the fans who have been through a lot over there terrible remember there was a time carson palmer you know team was pretty good Mm -hmm. carson palmer's i'm I'm not fucking doing anymore okay i'm getting hot dogs and sloppy joes Mm -hmm. for lunch here yeah okay i'm down there mop bucket skyline Exactly. They got Skyline for breakfast. Then I get the leftovers of breakfast for lunch. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing stories about down at these other facilities. They got a five-star restaurant. People are eating their chicken and steak in the building. You got smoothies being made. We get hot dogs, and then we get egg McMuffins in the morning served to us in plastic bags every single day in a mop bucket used to mix the water together or whatever. Like, that's what was happening at one point for the Bengals. Long time ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Long time ago. Ten plus. I'm not saying that is now, but that is what the Bengals have always been, it seems like, in a lot of players' eyes, in a lot of people outside of Cincinnati's eyes. And now, here we go. We got Paycor. Exactly. We got the indoor facility that's sponsored. Yep, so yep. teams getting better. And we're making money. With the white jerseys that we're, people have been ooh, wanting for doing a long some time. New merch. We're fucking going. Let's go, dude. Congrats to the Bengals. That's fun. Uh, that, that has to feel good to be a Hootie fan. Stinks to be a Patriots fan. Sounds like your team is dead. Well, I don't know Colts about team that. team seemingly dead. We talked about that a lot yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, the Russell Wilson story uh, continues to build over there with the Denver Broncos. It, is, it appears, after what Russell Wilson said, that he is not the one who suggested or was a part of Nathaniel Hackett being fired. This is what Russell Wilson said about Nathaniel Hackett's firing just yesterday behind a podium whenever he was asked about it. First of all, um, you know, uh, obviously, you know, devastated by Coach Hackett because I think he's an amazing man, amazing teacher, amazing father. Just watching him and his kids and what he's been able to do and how he's taught the game for us. Um, you know, this season has been uh, a season that we never thought it was going to happen the way it did. Um, and uh, he was a guy that spent all his time, all his effort um, into us as, as players, as staff members, everybody, coaches as well. And so, I think that he, um, he's going to be an amazing coach, um, one of the brighter minds that have been around. And, um, I think also, too, you know, it's been a crazy season, tons of injuries, tons of everything else, but 
the reality is is that you know I, I wish I could have played better for him too you know and see wish I could have played nice. at, the, at the standard really level nice. that I've played you know I've always played at and know how to play at so um, but what I do know is uh, he's resilient he's going to be a tremendous coach like I said and um, you know love him to death and everybody you know, misses him for sure see wow. no wow no what this guy is so disingenuous. Can't have that. Can't have that. It's not even funny. What? It's what do you think? He was shit. reading a Come script? On, Basically, yeah. I actually am at the point What is now, your problem? I'm at the point like now that. where he thinks in his mind, okay, what does everybody want me to say? That's what I'll say. And that's exactly what he just did. I'm so sorry. I wish I had played better. The guy fucking sucks. Think just I hate that, that guy. This, <laughs> see, this is what I'm talking about. This is the problem. Okay? Well, um, what? And this is what we've been saying this whole time. And anybody that's been in the league has said this. And a lot of people who cover the league have obvious, obviously said this. Winning just cures all. Yeah, absolutely. This was Russell Wilson the whole time. Yep. And they were winning. Go Hawks. And Seattle wasn't really talked about much. Remember, we got attacked by Seattle Seahawks fans a lot for not talking about the Seahawks as much as we should talk about the Seahawks. And the only time we would talk about the Seahawks is when something dramatic was happening with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. It almost became like Major League Baseball for us, the Seahawks. We only talked about them whenever drama was happening, Mm -hmm. never about anything else. So we own that. We apologize. But nobody really talked about the Seahawks. The only thing that was talked about is Russell Wilson. This guy's never won an MVP. This guy never won an MVP. He deserves to be in the MVP. He's always saying the right things. He's always He's doing the right things. This guy is the picture-perfect quarterback who wants to be remembered as a top-five quarterback of all time. Let the fucking guy cook. Whenever he's cooking, they win. Then he starts losing. Mm. And all the same press conferences, all the same sentences (laughs) are viewed in the complete opposite manner. It is a wild time to be Russell Wilson. I wonder if him and his team, which we know are loud and we know are proud. Yeah. Right. Team three from the rooftops when team proud. three is on a rooftop. They are proud to be a part of team three. And they're not scared to say the tough things that three won't say. Mm-hmm. And that has got them into the situation in which they are in right now, yep. we all believe. Yep. He has to know, though, right? Like, as that's coming out of his mouth, I don't know. do you think Mr. Dangerwitch is thinking all anybody's going to do right now? Don't. Please. I caught me off guard. Yeah, me too. He's right over your fucking shoulder. I mean, I don't know what. Yeah, Zito just popped that thing up there in the middle of my speech. Mm-hmm. Fucked me up. And uh, fucked me up too. But that's why Mr. Dangerwitch, yeah. they have to know that everything he's being said right now, nobody's buying anymore where they used to buy it. And do you think there has been a thought of changing maybe him out of the movie character, Russell Wilson, and just being real-life human? Mm. Russell Wilson, is that even possible? No, nah, I think he's in it too deep at this point. He is a movie character. <laughs> yeah, I think That's why when people judge him, they don't feel bad because they feel like they're they're judging something that isn't real. Yeah, this guy's not a human being. Like, it's a fake thing. Yeah. And, and go ahead, Darren. No, nah, it, start, it started for me, probably a lot of us. Um, I know the mic'd up. One of the mic'd up. I heard him talking to his teammates. Um, the the Mr. Unlimited. The, 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 before the Steelers the, game by himself. No. Yeah, so that's when it was like, oh, okay. But once again, if he came to Denver, like most what? people assumed he was going to come there and make him a, a contender, nobody would have gave a fuck. But at this point, everything is looked at under that microscope. It's disingenuous. It's, he's acting. He's playing a role. But you know what? That's, that's who he is at this point. If he's in character this long, hey, True. I hey, wish I would have played better for Hackett. I believe him. Me too. And he... he he said that in a tone, right, that I think even the voice experts would say, <laughs> Russell dropped down a couple octaves there, mm-hmm. really showed his emotion and his soul bearing through there. No, he didn't. 
<laughs> this is why I think it's funny, though, and I'll get attacked for this because they'll say I'm judging them. I'm not. I like I enjoy watching how people act. You know, yeah. like I, I enjoy yeah. watching the reaction that people get to people. I think that's why I'm a wrestling fan. I enjoy like the immediate reaction to somebody's arrival. Like somebody walks through the curtain, you see people. I enjoy watching people. Congrats to this person yeah. for whatever they have accomplished. That as soon as the music sounds that they are about to arrive, an entire arena is like, fucking yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's a cool thing. So watching the Russell pop, that's called a pop in wrestling. Sure. I believe there's probably other terms for popping. Like if you start laughing, like any noise made or any situation is pop. The pop that Russell used to get, remember? Yeah. Unbelievable. He was the guy. The guy. Now, literally every single thing he does, complete opposite reaction from everybody. Oh, fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Literally, as, soon as, that, as soon as that video got sent into our group text, the amount of bullshit, bullshit, yeah. bullshit, mm-hmm. bullshit, yep. bullshit. There isn't even a thought that the guy's being genuine and cares about Nathaniel Hackett. That's a tough image PR-wise to turn around. He's become quite a heel. And I don't know if he knows that. And if he does, is he ever going to try to become face again? Or does he think he's doing that right now? It's a fascinating... This Russell Wilson roller coaster of public opinion has been insane to watch unfold here over the last, what, eight months probably? Yeah. Not uh-huh. even? Probably seven months? Mm-hmm. Full term. Since he walked into camp with his own jersey. Yeah, and I did... I guess I kind of called a spotlight to that, too. So I ain't never seen somebody... Well, you got to tell it how you see it. Yeah. Yeah, and he had that big truck behind he him. He did. Too. The truck was awesome. Remember how cool that? There it was. There it is. Mm-hmm. Trucks. Sorry. Yeah, went, he, went, he went, has a couple. Right. Right. Those oh, are his parking spots. Those are team three. No, no. I think that was his there on the and right. Then, oh, that's the somebody else's on the left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who's the leader of team? Escort. Jesus. Jesus Christ. Who Come makes on. the decisions for team three? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like, obviously, we but which, which member of team three speaks to Jesus? God. No, his spiritual advisor. Yeah, which is. Do we know who that is? Is it, uh... And does is it Pope Joel Francis? Francis? Does, oh, him and, does him and Sierra have, Sierra, Sierra have the same exact team running things? Or does she have, does she have a team, too? She's no, on she team three. Team. She's team three. Sierra has her own team. Yeah. She has to. Yeah. I assume Sierra has a seat at the board of team three. For sure. For sure. She certainly has input yeah. in team three. Maybe. But people still like her, so... There's that cool video of team three picking out the suits that he's going to wear for a game. Maybe that... that. Have See, this is what it? we're talking about. Yeah, that's right. He does that let when they're winning. When, hey, exactly. He does that when they're winning. People are like, look at Ross. That's what I'm saying. Some of the shit. A lot of the shit he does is corny. But all of it? if you win. Oh, a lot. A lot? You said, I didn't hear what you said. What, he cut out. I, didn't know, I heard AL and then a T at the end. Sleeping? A lot or all of it? What'd you say, honestly? I said a lot. A lot. Okay, not uh, all okay. of it. You could have said, said all of it, and that would have worked, too. Well, but all, all of it's corny when you lose it. Yeah, true. But then some shit is cool when you win it. That's why I feel like this was kind of always bound to happen. Because, like, even when he was in Seattle, like, it was Seattle fans who were like, oh, we love this guy. It's not like fans of other teams were like, oh, Russell's awesome. It's like... This fucking guy's corny. Jesus Christ. No, but that was you. That, you no, have always, it was not just You me. have always been very... I have. St- and then, Nick, Nicky Nuzini's on his head, and he, you and he chatter, I think, more than anybody else, off the microphone with you. He, This guy, his feelings towards Russ... Yeah, were, but I flipped. Did you? Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Start yeah. Of the season. Big time. Start of the year. I was like, oh, okay, this is just who this guy is. Oh, yeah, we did the Tebow thing. Yeah, exactly. exactly. But, like... It really wasn't, though. It wasn't just me. Like, I mean, some people may have liked him, but this was kind of always the sentiment. Is like, 
God, this guy just can't get out of his own way. And it doesn't matter because they're winning, they're going to the playoffs, mm-hmm. he's in the MVP discussion. But then, you know, when when you don't even have your own fan base to have your back and you're doing the same type of shit, like it's like an avalanche and it is just yes. gonna I mean it's gonna it's gonna drown you. Yeah, these are the suits uh that he's thinking about wearing game day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Guy over yeah. his left shoulder. Yeah. 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 No. no. Rush can't do he it. He likes that one, though. The, I mean, there's a lot of that, though. Yeah. There's a lot of team-making decisions that take place in a lot of high-level places. Sure. But it is, um, that is a very valid point that you bring up. The so, Seahawks fans always go to battle for him. They did. They would always go. He doesn't have any. No, no, no. There is a couple of people, though, that have ch- chimed in because Lombo yesterday goes, um, <laughs> listen, Ross. Your entitlement ruined the whole team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. like, we don't know if that's true or not. Obviously, outside looking in seems to be the yes, case. right. But that is Michael Lombardi, who's been around the NFL a long time, has friends around the NFL everywhere, and that's him just – that's his natural mm-hmm. – congratulations, Russ. Yep. Your entitlement ruined the whole team. It's like there was people that got offended by that. There was people that did come out and say, we don't know if that's true. We don't know if that's the case. And it's like, well – Optically, it appears to be. For right. sure. Optically, it appears to be the case. So much so that everybody believes it whenever that's said. I don't know how they fix this. It. I don't believe that. Me neither. That hour, it's his play. It always goes back to Because you can be entitled as yeah, fuck exactly. if you play well. And it's not like he was. At that position. Uh, not yeah, every position. Yeah, it's not like he was a top five you know, draft pick. Who, like um, Zach Wilson. It wasn't like he was Zach Wilson who just came in, was entitled, and had a certain air about him. But you come in, we expect you obviously got paid a shit ton of money. But we expect that high level of play. Whatever else comes with it, we don't give a fuck in that locker room. I don't care what you do away from this locker room. Could you imagine how much we would gas up that video of the suit pick? I w- <laughs> if I was in that locker room, I'd go, Russ, <laughs> suit game clean, mm-hmm. huh? Walks in, like, yes. Yeah, Russ, I was on your side, it. too. That I, It was that one suit, right? Yeah. I would have said yes. That's bullshit, Russ. That's good shit, man. And then he walks into his meeting, and then it's like somebody said, what are you talking about? I'm like, you haven't seen it. You should use Check it out. Check it out. Not to mention the We Care A Lot video, too. <laughs> that was Owen's awesome. a banger. That was a great video. Faith. Family. Is he ever in the locker room? True. We care a lot. <laughs> yeah, hey, that. Is it say what? Go ahead, my fault. No, no, no. Please, please. Please, please. You say it before me. You say it before me, pal. No, I'm just thinking it's the same with coaches, too. Because coaches, you get up there regardless of what their personality is, you know. Um, if you're winning, all that shit's cool. But once you start losing, even like Mike McDaniels, like a lot of this shit that he does, little quirky shit, the T-shirts, the facial expression, all that shit, it's cool because you're, you're, you're producing at a high level. He's funny. You though. come out and you three and eight, all that shit gets real old real quick. Like, you know what I mean? And it's hey, like enough with, with the jokes, huh? So yeah, yeah, like, hey, tighten up. Let's spend a little more time. Let's get more production. So it's always, it's always production first. I agree. And then whatever your brand is outside of that, we can give a fuck about can that. Can they win? Yes. All right, let's look at some odds here. No, they Sean Payton odds have come out on where he's going to be end up coaching next Everybody year, I think did. is what yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Next year uh, at PMS odds, obviously, this is Bruce Branovich's uh, mm-hmm. baby. Any change in the odds on FanDuel, he'll normally report them on this Twitter account. Sean Payton, next team odds via FanDuel Sportsbook. Not available to bet in most states. Nope. 
a lot of regulators do not allow um, yeah. future bets because this, like this technically you could have an insider that could give you yeah. for sure and sean mm-hmm. payton could but some regulators mm-hmm. but that's basically i mean you can make that argument about a lot of things for everything that get yeah, yeah. Right. so it's just like whether or not the regulators in that sport can, a lot of states regulators like no nope, that there is a couple states i think you can bet on saints plus 200 this is because the league circles report yep. by mike florio just yesterday mm-hmm. about him and tom brady doing what they were going to do for the miami dolphins doing it back in new orleans and can't guard mike is even reporting about it. So obviously the team would be very pumped about that. That's assuming that Tom Brady doesn't want to go out like he's going out this year. He has a little bit more time on his hands. He's not in the middle of like five different lawsuits because the cryptocurrency stuff, (laughs) and maybe he wants to end it a different way and not go to Las Vegas with McDaniels, who has a bunch of weapons and an opening at the quarterback spot, and he was potentially going to go there before whenever Dana White had a deal lined up for Gronky and Tommy to go to the Raiders. So there's a lot on that. Saints plus 200. I don't know why they're in the lead here for Sean Payton. I just don't buy this. Uh, Colts plus 300 on FanDuel Sportsbook. Broncos plus 1,000 right there at third. Mm. And allegedly, Sean Payton has already picked up Vic Fangio to be his defensive coordinator. He's already creating a mock staff if he was to get signed somewhere. Is that to gain leverage among you know, interview processy and how much it's going to cost because of who he's already recruited to join the staff and the team doesn't have to help him do that after getting the job. Maybe. Vic Fangio's defense is incredible. Sean Payton's offense is incredible. That's quite a good tag team. Could you get Vic Fangio to go back to the Broncos after getting fired from being at the Broncos as an assistant coach as opposed to being a head coach just a year ago there? I don't, that's what a lot of people bring up. I have no idea. Well, isn't, so if he already has Vic Fangio as DC, wouldn't that kind of take the Saints out of it like that's what I'm thinking because what is he going to go back and fire Dennis Allen a guy that he was you know who was on his coaching staff for how long like that just doesn't really make any sense to me yeah. Buccaneers plus a thousand Panthers plus 15 hunch Cowboys plus 15 hunch Texans Cowboys you think they're gonna can't fire Mike big Mike, Mike? big Mike have a 12 win season they go and trick it off in the first round again oh Jerry will do some shit they will get yeah. loud down there yeah for sure we haven't worn a – I'm thinking of Michael Irvin. Wait till Big Mike ruins a – doesn't call a timeout or something like that. <laughs> no, Big Mike's gotten better at game management. Yeah, yeah but wait better. until he does. That has been a massive flaw in the Big Mike system. It has. The Big Mike blind, si- blind spot mm-hmm. is game management. Yep. Builds up relationships. Fine. Empowers people. Oh, yeah. Be loved. Great motivator. It, Fucking smashing watermelons, mm-hmm. rest in peace to Gallagher. I mean, he's going yeah. bananas for the team, whatever he's got to do. That thing he just can't figure out has been game management. Yep. When to call a timeout, when to go for it, when not to go for it, and all that stuff's being speculated upon more than it's ever have in the past. I don't think he's fucked up this year, though. I no. think he's fixed well, it. I've heard, really. Not I, think really. He's got to, I think he's got to figure it figured out. It was early in the year. There was one or two things, but they've been fine for the most yeah. part, especially in this important stretch. And like for him to go too. undefeated with a backup. I like him, too. I like him. I like yeah. Did you, say, did, you say, did you hear what he said about Dak Prescott? He, I did not. He eats adversity for breakfast. Oh yeah. Is what Mike McCarthy yes. said. Uh, maybe lunch. Certainly a meal. <laughs> Certainly a meal. For lunch. Says that he had adversity. Yeah. Adversity is something he eats for lunch. Big yeah, Mike he, McCarthy said about yeah. that. I have though. Arby's. But Says Calvin Watkins. Oh. What? That's what he, that was the. What's your problem today? He said he had. His name is Big Mike. What do you want him to do? Lose 100 pounds? Lose his whole moniker? Yeah, I don't no, think absolutely so. absolutely not. That's not what he said. Well, oh, hey, average sized Mike McCarthy. Can't have it. No. Won't have it. That's why I'm just telling you what he said after. I'm Wait until he retires. Anything. This guy's going to look like fucking um, 
Baltimore Ray Marshall Yonda. Yeah, sure. You think Alan Fanica? I was Alan I was thinking like White Goodman from Dodgeball. Jeez, more than Alan Fanica. What's at the your end, problem? At the end, yeah, eating all the chicken. Chuck Norris. Yeah, exactly. Uh, for all these NFC teams, are the Saints just automatically? Would just like to get back to it. Big Mike, fucking love you, buddy. Yeah, keep it going. Hell yeah, we need Big Mike for the good of Pittsburgh. Yeah, Yeah. and the same reason we need MCDC. You need football guys to succeed. Agreed. Uh, All these teams, right? Panthers, Bucks, Cowboys. You know, maybe even the Cardinals. Are the Saints just going to ask for two first round picks? Because we're also just assuming that they're just going to release his rights. Like that's not up till twenty twenty four. And who don't they have somebody else's picks too? They, they Saints and Eagles made a trade. I can't remember. Yeah, they gave the Eagles. The Eagles have the Saints' first round pick. Right. Oh, okay, okay. So this would be a good way to get one back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe two. Sean Payton. I think you could get come, uh, some of these new owners, especially with the way Sean's floating. Like yeah. Vic Fangio. You heard this name before, right? Yeah, he's really good. New money in the league. You got me. You got him. Allegedly, there was three things that he wanted if he was to make a return yep yeah sean payton is taking at least a year off from coaching but it seems like a foregone conclusion that he will return at some point if and when that happens there are a few things payton is expected to prioritize at his next job an associate who is close to payton told barry jackson jackson (laughs) barry jackson of the miami herald that the 58 year old will be looking at at least three must-haves warm weather all right okay i'm old i like looking at the beach broncos Mm -hmm. are out a competitive roster Broncos are out again. <laughs> and control over personnel decisions. Mm-hmm. So he wants to have a little bit more say in the GM role. He wants sure. to be the head coach, and he wants to fucking live a nice life of competing for championships while being able to look at the beach, seemingly, is what he's looking for. But if one of these new owners, like let's say the commanders, who Bezos, McConaughey, Jay-Z, <laughs> and who else are getting in there who have more money than anybody on earth and would like their team to be good, are they going to be able to sway him and say, hey, boom, how about the Waltons with Penner in charge over there, CEO no. of Walmart for the last 15 years? Sure. Why wouldn't they say, hey, we want our team to be good now. We don't have the beach for you. We do have a roster that you can control. And also, you have a quarterback that you're going to have to fix. So mm-hmm. you'll look like a hero. Very mm-hmm. Drew Breesy. This guy's very Drew Breesy. Very much. Right? Yeah. Mm. No. Nah. No. I mean, Drew Brees was... <laughs> Different animal. Different. What, what Sean Payton's offense is run game first, timing, intermediate routes. Like, you know. Isn't that what Russ is good Russ at? Russ has never been a, 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 a timing quarterback. Like, let me get to my fifth. Let me get to my seventh step and hit this guy oh, two yards good. outside of the hatch. I mean, he's a get back. If it's there, it's there. And then I'm going to create, which, you know, that, that can be a headache for a lot. And what, he's been in the league for a long time, too. So you don't want to completely change um, his stripe. So it's. It's tough, man. Yeah, right it's, now it's he sucks at everything. Like, they're really out Decision making's not good. Yeah. But allegedly, nobody knew the offense, right? Offense sure, coordinator right. just got yeah. fired. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> so, who knows if it was a coaching of the offense, the offense itself, or whatever. I just, as humans, I see, like, there's times Drew Brees was looked at as maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But again, same deal was that. The Saints were going, you know, eleven and five every That's year. That's what I'm saying. Right. Well, there's a couple times where he didn't do great, and everybody's like, "Oh, this guy's corny. This guy's the worst. This mm-hmm. guy's this. This guy's that. He can't oh, yeah. throw." And oh, then yeah. the next week, he'd be breaking some other NFL record and throw for six <laughs> touchdowns. Yep. And then he would do bad, and Production. then him. It was like playing wise. I think you bring up a great point there because 
all Richard Sherman was yelling about early was like, he's not the guy that needs to throw the ball every play. He's the guy that needs to run the ball and utilize play action and everything like that with the weapons that he has. Mm -hmm. Sherman's like, run the ball, run the ball. They need to run the ball uh, to fix the Broncos. That's what he was mad about. So that's why I thought like Sean Payton and him could be good. Undersized too, a little bit. Sure. Mm -hmm. Russ can move, I guess not as much as he used to. People are saying he was not fit. Did yeah. you hear that? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Tubby. Who, who did yeah. say that? He did put on some. That was, was that you? Look, no, it wasn't me. Ooh, ooh, was, somebody said it. Uh, we, uh, it was somebody. Might have been Lombo it. yesterday. No, no, it was, no, yesterday. It was two okay. weeks ago. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. been Lombo. Uh, let's get to a break. AJ would be joining us on the other side. We'll con- I'm sure we're going to talk more yeah. about this. The most damning thing, and it'll continue to be, in, is until his teammates come out and say something. Because at least Michael Thomas came out and, you know, hey, I tried to rush back from an injury so I could play for Drew Brees. You haven't heard anything even from, even from Seattle's people. What is happening? Is Michael Thomas, is he playing? Produced, man. He's been hurt, you know, so I never want to, you know. He started you know, the year yeah, really he, good. He did. He Every did. time he's on a football field, yeah, yeah. yeah. really good. Extremely really really productive. Yeah. But um, he pissed some people off, obviously, with his opt-in not to get the surgery and that mm-hmm. shit. And then, you know, when you when you don't come back off that and produce, a lot of people going to look at you sideways. But um, still young. Still got a lot of tread left in the tire. We have some breaking news. Oh, shit. In the NFL, before we get to this break, it is official that the Titans will be starting Mr. Dobbs, a University of Tennessee astronaut who has been around the NFL. We thought this was potentially going to be the case, but Justin M underscore NFL just said through Tom Pelissero that Josh Dobbs will be the starter for the Tennessee Titans as they take on the Dallas Cowboys in a 13-and-a-half-point uh, favorite game. Will the line move with Dobbs being announced? We actually have a couple plays of Josh Dobbs just in case we need to remind some folks of him. This is who Josh Dobbs is. This was in this preseason, this past year, with the Cleveland Browns. Josh Dobbs. Drops back against the Eagles. They're taking him down. No, they're not. His legs keep driving. He turns the corner. He withstands the push. He stays in bounds. He jukes it to 15, down to the 6. In a certain sack play, Josh Dobbs makes a play. Not like any run. He's fucking tough as shit. Yeah. Look at this guy. Just throwing dudes off him. Get off me. Oh, and the team needs me in Tennessee where I went to school. Hey. I'll go up over somebody. Oh. Josh Dobbs will put his life on the line. We know that. And then can the guy throw a ball? I don't know. Can he throw a ball? I'm not sure. Can he? You tell me. Oh. Seed. Dark. Window. Josh Dobbs starting Ooh. for the Tennessee Titans tonight. First career start. The astronaut out of the University of Tennessee. Congratulations. Get him, Josh. Oh, Josh. Tonight's the last Thursday night game of the year. That's right. Wow. The Amazon slate is wrapping up this evening in Nashville as the Dallas Cowboys, who were 13.5-point favorites about 30 minutes ago. Since that time, Josh Dobbs has been named the starter of the Titans as opposed to Malik Willis, which a lot of us thought. Has that number changed? We don't know. It's been a good run for Amazon. Yeah, it has. Been going wrong for Amazon this year. They figured out some of the sound things around yeah. the stadium. Had some good games. Kirk and Al did their thing. Yeah. Uh, Miss Hartung uh, did her thing on there. The kickoff show. Yeah. Hey, Carissa. What? Fitzmagic. What? And Wit. What? And Sherm. What? And Cold Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> Crazy. Mm-hmm. Had a hell of a run. Good run, Amazon. Good year. Good year. 
Year two will probably be just as much fun as year one. Yeah. I can't wait to see what all you change. Remember the Amazon Stat Prime cast yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. The watch-alongs that happened? It was a good Thursday night run. Tonight it wraps up. Let's enjoy it. Joining us now is a man we enjoy chatting with every single day, except for yesterday, because yesterday he was leading his girls' team to a basketball championship. Hell That's right. right. Ladies and gentlemen, college football national champion, Super Bowl champion, Ryder Cup champion, video game shitster, NBA pundit, COVID survivor, A.J. Hawk. Yay! AJ. What's up? What's happening? How'd we do? Did we smack the floor? Hell yeah. Did we uh, smack the ground in this? Oh, no. We did, we did not win the tournament, no. But we, oh. the girls played hard, man. They played hard. It's tough. Every once in a while, we, there's a couple teams we run into with a couple big gals, and we're trying to front them and double them from the back. It's just, you know, we're, we're battling. <laughs> we're battling hard. Yeah, I heard you guys fought hard. And honestly, as a coach and as a dad, can't help but be proud of those girls. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they will take these lessons. Long into Rest their lives. Carry them for I mean, it, is, it was fun, though. It, we had some feisty games. Like, they were, we had some aggressive games. Both teams were getting after it. It was fun. So, was it nice to see your uh, kid, like, show a little competitive spirit? A little aggressive? Like, is that something I bet that is – is this not the first time this has happened? That's all, no, it's not – no, definitely not the first time. But that's all any parent wants. Hey, how does my kid get more aggressive? That's what every parent's trying to do. I don't think – Hell, yeah. Parent, I don't think every parent yeah, – In Ohio. If your last name's Hawking, you're from Ohio. Yeah. I'm not saying, like, bad <laughs> bad aggressiveness. Like, you don't, we don't want you fouled no, out, but we want you to get every rebound, every loose ball. Yeah, hard. yeah hard work. That's yeah. right. Yeah, let's go. Hard work, hard work. I, I understand that – I understand that I, I hope that for my child as well. You obviously do for all your kids and every. Not everybody feels that way, though, I don't no. think. No. I mean, there's promos going the other way. So, it's nice to hear that Be that's nice. Happened. A lot of that. Yeah. A lot of that. Sportsmanship triumphs, guys. Share. It's going to be hard for me not to be like to. Uh, Shut up. Gr- listen, Everybody's a winner. Listen, you're going you're gonna to hurt some feelings today, okay? Yeah. It's going to have to happen, though. This it just comes awesome. in it. You don't mean any ill will, okay? There's no harm. They're going to get you if you don't get them. So what we're going to need to do today, we're going to have to put 10 goals in today. Kill or be killed. Okay, let's go. Let's <laughs> do that. I, that's, I, I've already thought about those conversations and how do I not sound like the biggest asshole of all time? Whenever my kid certainly tells that story to somebody else someday, but it's—I'm uh, happy to hear you're involved. I'm happy to hear you're coaching, and I assume you're a great coach. So uh, that a baby during the holiday season. Yeah. Good job, AJ. We did miss you though, AJ. We did miss you. There was a lot of conversations. We had a convo with Lombo yesterday, where he said, "Congrats, Ross. Your entitlement ruined the team." <laughs> he said that with like a straight face in the middle of a sentence. It was picked up by some people who were supporting Russ in this entire ordeal, saying, we who, don't, "Who's supporting Russ in this situation?" There was like three Twitter guys. It was, it was three reports on the internet, and then there was a couple. Uh, I saw a couple of responses to that. So each. Each one of those three had their own, like, kind of soldiers <laughs> yeah. underneath. There was, like, two the of them. So it was, like, six people probably <laughs> in the hole that were really leading it all. But there are people that are on the side. We don't know what's true and what isn't true. But optically, it looks bad. We spent, like, 45 minutes talking about it in the first hour. And mostly because it is, yeah, Thursday. I mean, there is some news coming about. Josh Dobbs sure. being the starter is a big mm-hmm. deal. But this game literally does not matter to the Titans at all. Nope. The only game that matters is next week. And they're seemingly playing with... Nobody that we know. Right. Derrick Henry was doubtful. Who knows if he'll play? Josh Dobbs is starting. Let's go. I'm excited to see what the fucking astronaut does. Yeah. Okay. Dobbs. Back in Tennessee for the Titans. Cowboys sh- should run away with this thing. They might. We're putting together a boost because it is the last Thursday, and obviously we knew that when the show started. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. We knew this was the last Thursday night football game of the season. We knew that, AJ, right? Didn't you text us and tell us this morning? Yeah, I think I put that in the group chat this morning. Yeah. Last one, guys. Yeah, so we didn't find that out like five minutes ago. No. No. We didn't. No, we knew this. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, certainly it does. And as soon as, <laughs> as soon as that statement of fact was said, maybe, like, hey, last Thursday night football, mm-hmm. by Connor, actually, we should probably do a boost for this. And I was like, oh, week 17 already. I didn't even 
think about it. I didn't even think you about it. I feel like it's week 17. But then it makes sense. Like, yeah, it's obviously fucking over. Next week is the last week of the season, and we got here. Darius, what you do you think is the big storyline of this season thus far? I know we're doing like a look back almost as week 17 is kicking off, yeah. but we're at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. We are at the end of the season right now. Yeah. We, we've seen some people, maybe the last football of all time. Yeah. yeah already. For sure. Great. It's been a good. What do you think the storyline of the year is as a whole? You know, the defense has showed up this year. Mm-hmm. I think big this year's defense. Yeah. Run game became much sure. more prevalent. There was big-time trades. There were some bad teams that became great. Mm-hmm. It may be becoming a legacy team of being good. What about up there in Detroit out of nowhere? Yeah. Jacksonville yeah. out of nowhere. I mentioned that yeah. earlier, but those are two big storylines I think we should take away from this year. Ushering in all the, the new young stars at the quarterback position. You know, the old heads. Transition a- here. Yeah, A-Rod's been the... Back-to-back MVP, Brady had MVP year last Young year. DBs making a, yeah. making a splash Wide early. Receivers. Yeah. Shit, receivers too, yeah. yeah. Justin yeah. Jefferson should really be in the MVP conversation. He's uh, on the brink of history. So um, I guess those have been – Isn't that awesome to think? Nice. Justin Jefferson, first wide receiver long time, who's getting, like, accolades for MVP talk. And it just so happens to be, who's the quarterback? Kirk Cousins. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Kirk Cousins is like, man, can I ever get a fucking game? <laughs> Who <about> me? <laughs> any time, any other time in the history. And, what is he, like 12 and three right yeah. now? Yeah. <laughs> Throwing all these yards of Justin Jefferson and other people. He entered into like an absurd stat, too. He's one of the like five or six quarterbacks that have eight straight seasons with 25-plus passing touchdowns. Jeez. It's like oh, yeah. Manning. Him, what? Brady, what? Breeze, what? Montana, what? I think, like in wow. Kirk Cousins, and no one really talks about it. <laughs> no, all anybody says, they can't win with Cousins. Yeah. <laughs> underdogs this week, too. Yeah, yeah. underdogs, yeah. yeah. It's a bananas. It really is a wild thing, Kirk Cousins. And I'm sure he talks about it every once in a while. It seems like he has the self-awareness to make jokes about these For types sure. of things. Or maybe he doesn't care and he just moves along. But I fucking enjoy the Kirk Cousins story, too. There's another storyline a human that could change mightily this season. Yeah. Just like old Russ is doing mm-hmm. the same thing. Yeah. It's like piecing all these different stories that were supposed to be going into the year versus what they are now kicking off week 17. It's impossible to predict what the fuck's going to take place, but there was a couple we knew. Yeah, for sure. Chiefs is the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Bills. Right? Yeah. Bills is the Bills. Right. Yep. Von Miller not washed. Damn shame he got injured. Mm-hmm. He was a big piece. He was a big part of, like, what – the time of year that's coming up was the reason why he was paid so much money to come to Buffalo, AJ. I know. I mean, yeah, I, I guess, first off, I do want to ask Vaughn next time we speak with him if he has started shadowing the GM. Is he, are we having him today? Today, 210. Nice. I think, I think 210 today. Love yeah. talking to Vaughn. Me too. Yeah, Love. I guess I'm trying to think like the rest if the rest of the league. The Lions have to be a big storyline, don't they? Uh, Lions and the Jags yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you we take knew. Hackett out first-year head coaches too. We knew the Patriots' offense was going to stink. Yeah, that's not true. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I held on. Remember all that? I don't know. I had hope that. on that in, the, in training good. camp. Remember who's yep. going to call the plays? What are you going to do? And look, it turned out beautifully. What did Orschlovsky <laughs> did? Yeah. What did Orschlovsky say? That was his biggest worry going yep. into the season. Let's one. freaking go! Hey, he kind of hit the nail on the head there. <laughs> hey, Dano <laughs> needs to remind people because Dano reminds people of other takes that he has, and we're mm-hmm. like, Dan, come on, come on, Dan. You know, that's one that he was. His number one worry. Uh, Mac Jones had an incredible first year. Looks like a guy who can really grow and become great mm-hmm. with the proper coaching and the right play caller in his year. And play calling, he even gave a full take about how play calling isn't just like pointing at plays. Lombardi said yesterday, it looks like they're calling plays, not calling an offense. That's a big deal, especially for a young player who has so much promise. This is what Dan said. Mm-hmm. Number one worry going into the year 
was who was calling plays for the Patriots and ruining Mac Jones. Hey, Dano. Had a baby off. Dano. Good call, Dano. Dano. Oh, baby Dano. AJ, do you have anything I mean, to say about Dano? Two players. No, not about Dano right now, but he was spot on with that, but it got me thinking. Mac Jones, Russell Wilson. You talk about Gosh. attitudes changed towards how we view these quarterbacks. Hasn't that changed drastically over the season? I would say. And then yeah. let's add another one. Zach Wilson, you know. Oh, yeah. boy. Coming yeah. into the season, that story had just been released yeah. about yeah. his oh. uh, extracurriculars. Right. Yep. And his dog walking uh-huh. around his mom's friend's community. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And everybody's like, Zach Wilson, this guy's got talent. He's got to make plays. He can make plays. He can make every throw. Look at a couple of plays. Then he started winning a little bit. It's like, Zach Wilson's a guy. Yes. Holy shit. There was a Zach is bad <laughs> headline yep. when Zach Wilson came back from injury this year. And then now he's booed out of fucking New Jersey mm-hmm. on uh, prime time last week. And then Strafolsky comes in. They're cheering, standing up cheering for him just Going in nuts. spite of Zach Wilson. And then Salah's sitting there. Well, we got a lot of plans for Zach Wilson in the future. Jesus Christ. Like, what a terrible situation <laughs> I'm in here. It is uh, – that's another one. So you throw in Mac Jones, Russell Wilson, Zach Wilson. I mean – We got high expectations for Derek Carr. Yeah, I was going to say you can I maybe mean, even throw oh, him no. in there. Matt Ryan. We, we had, had Matt pretty Ryan. high expectations for Matt Ryan, too. All right, before we get into Matt Ryan, and we will definitely get into Matt Ryan, and I'm not distracting just because my name's mm-hmm. on the show – and uh, it's the Colts. <laughs> we will certainly get back to that. The Derek Carr situation is something we have to talk about. <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. There's a Derek Carr situation happening right now that is pretty wild and will be judged for a long time. Now, if the Raiders go on to win, just like every other problem in the NFL, nobody will yep. talk about what is taking place right now. If the Raiders go on to lose, what is happening right now will be chatted about. about that's when the Davis family lost the Raiders. Yeah. That was the day that the Raiders were no longer the Raiders. Once again, both could very easily happen, especially in the modern NFL with the way it goes, with injuries and you know stars coming out of nowhere. It has allegedly been agreed upon in a fashion that has been reported by numerous people. So we can, we can I guess we can drop allegedly. Sure. Derek Carr and the Raiders have just agreed. He's not even going to the building anymore. Nope. He's not even in the building. Doesn't even go to the building anymore. Hey, you just stay home. Go home. Don't even worry about it. Gather your thoughts. You've been here for nine years, ten years, whatever it is. And uh, you've been through cities. Yeah. Regime yes. changes. A lot of them. You have a lot of records here. Uh, we're not going to play it because the obvious reason, we don't have to pay $40 million. <laughs> We don't. Uh, you know what I mean? That's a lot of money, dude. You, th- no you think we want to pay you $40 million? Obviously. We don't want you in the facility. We don't want you tripping on the steps walking into the facility. That's why we don't want you oh. in here. Yeah, yeah. So stay home. Okay? Do whatever you need to do. Don't even come in the building. This is obviously. And I think that's how it was reported by Rap yesterday. Due to obvious reasons or something like that, <laughs> mm-hmm. the both parties have agreed to avoid distraction or something. I forget the exact wording of it, but it was like, Derek Carr is doing them quite like Derek Carr is being I, I assume he could feel offended like oh you guys think I'm gonna do like insurance fraud to you guys think I'm gonna walk in the building run my head into a wall so that I can't play and I can't pass a physical by March whatever it is so you have to pay me 40 million dollars Derek Carr could take it that way right he could sure. be, but they're saying he mutually agreed to him was just like yeah no worries I'll just get I'll get out of your hair here that's fucking wild, isn't it? I mean, that is a wild scene. Starting quarterback, what, nine, ten years starting quarterback? Yeah. In this franchise? <laughs> yeah. Basically. Like, they're not, I don't, yeah, the fact that he's not, that he's just not showing up, and that, hey, we're good, we mutually agreed, that we're just, he just, he's basically, he's not here anymore. Thank you for your time, see you later. Like, that's, that's the business of the, of the sport, that's what's going on, but man, it is a, 
It's a reminder. Okay. It happens pretty quick, doesn't it? Yeah, Jeez. it is. Hey, you are a piece of gum. Okay. Oh, yeah. When your flavor runs out, <laughs> and there is another one that is packaged, ready to be opened, it might not taste as good as the piece that you were. It might not last as long as the piece that you were, but we are going to try it mm -hmm. and see if it can be. Boom. And then as soon as this one tastes like, <laughs> hold on, come on. And that gum is always going to be there. And that's the thing about the NFL. That team has uh, existed long before you got here, and it'll exist long after you're here. And you need to remember that every single day you walk into that office. Yeah. So whenever players make business decisions, though, fans can get pissed off. And we understand why you get pissed off, because you're like, you're lucky to play in the NFL. Why aren't you giving your all to the team and things like that? It's like, well, it is a business. This is a cold, hard mm -hmm. business yeah. at the end of the day. That's how the decisions are made. That's why the people are in power in the places that they're in power. It is a business. This is a for-profit operation. And this is how it's going to be run. And if you don't fit in, you can get out. Mm -hmm. And it, is, it can happen to anybody. I saw Peyton Manning get cut. Exactly. Yeah. I saw Peyton Manning get cut. And I'm like, whoa. Holy shit. Yeah. Derek Carr, don't even come in last two weeks of the season. Eh. You know that whole garbage bag routine at the end of the season? You guys have been doing here early. Long time. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, do that now. Bam. Right after, like, you'd be like Santa Claus taking all your shit out of this building. <laughs> been here. I mean, that's, that's wild. It honestly is. I think it's just and how long have they been thinking about this? That's another question. How, like, okay, what if he's – I don't – yeah. Well, his contract. the last couple games were different? Well, I don't know. I know the contract situation is 100% what's going on with 40 mil. 40.3 in, in yeah. or something. Yeah. But he also like, – it feels like he kind of signed that contract with the knowledge of, like, hey, I yep. know this is a proving year for me. This is a new regime. Like, mm -hmm. they have no loyalty to me, and they shouldn't, and I'll go out and prove it to them. Yeah. And that's why the cap hits only $5 million if they cut him. And then, obviously, look at Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs just went through it at the beginning of the year. They were yeah. playing him in the Hall of Fame game. They didn't, you know, pick up his fifth-year option. He was playing without a contract. He was on a prove-it year. And then he, you know, he proved it, obviously. he's, and a he's captain. Rush. And he's captain now. And they're still letting him in the building. Yeah, so seeing that for Derek Carr, and then, you know, it's kind of, you do have to kind of look yourself in the mirror like, yeah, hey, they went out and got Devontae Adams, they extended Waller and Renfro, I just didn't hold up my end of the bargain, and now I have to get the fuck yeah, out of here. about week 17. That's wild, yeah. though. I, I'm interested to see how that, how that agreement, you know, came to, came to pass. And then you're not, you're not going to get rid of the distraction for the last two weeks, and now everybody yeah. else in the locker room has to, you know, talk about it and answer about Devontae it. Devontae talked about it. He mm -hmm. actually, this is, I think we have the video of Devontae having to talk about the Derek Carr uh, benching, sending home situation. Did it in a Fresno State Bull dog uh, hoodie or zip, you know, which is obviously where he and mm -hmm. Carr went to school together and became best friends. This is what he had to say about Carr's benching. Uh, obviously, I don't think anybody was excited about it in here. It was a hoodie. You know, him being one of, one of my really good friends, and, you know, the reason why I came here in the first place. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here right now if he wasn't, uh, you know, if he wasn't here. So, um, I think everybody knows how I feel about him, and, and you know, with that said, there's a, there's a process of how things go, and I'm not going to sit here and, and go on and on, but obviously I support my guy, and, uh, you know, I... You know, we, we got to finish the season out, you know, the best way we can possible with, you know, all things considered at this point. But, uh, yeah, any, anything else that you guys got, you can, you can leave that for, for culture. Yeah, so you can now for the last two weeks of the season. I don't want to fucking hear about it. Don't <laughs> okay. talk to me. Okay? Don't. There's no – this is all I'm going to say. You ask me, I'm going to go right <laughs> back into the same answer again if we can move on. 
And to your point, he was trying to get ahead of that already. Yeah. Like, man, I do not want to have to talk about this every single day. After the next game, however Stidham does, mm-hmm. Stidham, remember, comes with uh, comes with McDaniels from New England mm-hmm. in there. Now he's getting his opportunity. Definitely a tryout. If he plays well, who knows what the future holds over there for the Las Vegas Raiders. Honestly, I assume they're going to want to win. They spend money. They've gone all in to do as such. But, yeah, they were, Devontae was pretty excited to kind of put an end to that, mm-hmm. I think, I believe. And Derek Carr, man, obviously – off the field, you know, we talked about the move, but everything else that, that took place last year, you know, Gruden, Ruggs, Shit. 10 out of 10 as far as, like, leadership and all that stuff, intangibles. I know the locker room probably loves him. Makes complete sense business-wise, you know, benching him these last two games so he doesn't get hurt. Yeah. I just – I'm not a fan of, like, just sending him out of the building to, to end his tenure there at the, at the Raiders. Oh, you know, we seen Matt Ryan. He – got benched what twice this year yeah that's a human side you're saying yeah it's like Mm -hmm. i I, I don't like that but maybe it was Derek carr who came to the team and said hey i don't want to be a distraction i don't want and they agreed with um but i don't like i don't like for it to end this way for odc yeah i was gonna i mean like you know we've i've had a lot of fun you know making fun of him for crying and stuff like that but it does it's like just such an unceremonious exit for like i mean in the last however many years you know since rich gannon like yeah he's been the raiders and he like say what you want about him like he fucking cared. He put everything on the line for Man. them. Yeah, week in and week out. And for them to to just kind of send him off like that, like that does kind of yeah. suck. It and was then interesting. De- and then Devontae, like, I feel like, he, yeah. talk about getting bamboozled. You know, it's like the, old, the whole reason he left Green Bay was because he didn't know what was going on with Aaron, you know? And yeah. I'm sure when him and Derek Carr are talking, he's like, hey, you know, for the next five to seven years, like, we're going to replicate what me and Aaron did in Green Bay, and boom. Like, what you think he would have fucking went there if he thought – Jared Stidham was going to be throwing him passes? Like, I don't think well, so. Well, we don't know. We I don't doubt know it. About Jared I, doubt it. I, I think he would have taken more money and stayed in Green Bay probably. Well, I, I Green Bay allegedly offered similar amount of money mm-hmm. to keep him yeah. in Green Bay. Let's, let's chat with somebody who's obviously an Emmy-winning host. Yeah. Hell yeah. Somebody that has mm-hmm. as diverse of a portfolio in the entertainment business as anybody else on earth. Now the host of the Up and Adam show on FanDuel TV, spokesperson, I believe, for Dick Sporting Goods, mm-hmm. and the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals, and mm. yeah, there's one other, uh, numerous other things. She's everywhere, as she should be, ladies and gentlemen, Kay Adam. Yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, happy new year. Hey, we were told you're on vacation and working from vacation this week to do your show up in Adams. You're kicking ass. Let's go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are kicking ass as usual. I like that I'm a spokesperson for the Bengals. Do I am I supposed to get a check for that? Because I haven't gotten one. Darius, uh, you were the one that mentioned that. I assume that's because you go on her show. She's always talking about the Bengals, and I believe the Bengals fan base yep. expects her to go to bat for them too every single time. Absolutely. Right? They love her. She got the white helmet in the background. So yeah, spokesperson. Person of the ba- get, get that check. Yeah, I don't know if you're yeah, gonna get that from the Bengals. So. <laughs> the Bengals need to keep know. those I, checks. I'm still, Pat, I'm still trying to find a flight out to that game. Monday nighter, Bills, Bengals. Ooh. I moved to LA from New York. It was easy to get to Cincinnati. There's no direct flights. There's literally no flights available to get there, so I don't get to go to the game. You love LA? You know, I, I've heard people move from New York to LA that yeah. love it. I've heard people that move New York to LA and hate it. I, I think I hate it. <laughs> and I thought that I, I, I'll be, I'll be totally honest with you. Much tougher adjustment than I thought. New York, I didn't have a car. Everything's like beneath my fingertips. Really convenient. I knew that would be a change, but I just really haven't gotten to a rhythm of. I just don't see outside of the weather that big of a deal in moving there. Liking, I just don't. And I'm waiting to be convinced. It's just not happening. I'm not an LA girl. I don't kind of look like one right now, huh? 
No, yeah. Well, right now you're currently in Mexico, we do believe. Congrats on that. You've earned a vacation. But also, yep. ah. hey, let's not give up on L.A. yet. No, no. Come on. Okay. Maybe it'll win you well, over. I'll have to yeah. figure it out. The weather's nice. City stars. Gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's raining for the next 10 days, and then Ooh. people don't know how to act. So Rain? Yeah, there's that. That's not L.A. Oh, my God, Kay. All right, let's dive into some football here and let you get back to your enjoyable beach views, we'd assume. Hey, this Derek Carr situation, we were just chatting about it. I don't know if you've chatted about it on Up and Adams. We might have missed it. They're basically saying you're not allowed back in the building for the next two weeks. Uh, Derek Carr, his tenure as the Raiders quarterback kind of ends quickly, unceremoniously. What are your thoughts on that, and what do you think this looks like going forward? I think he dealt with every bit of adversity any NFL quarterback could ever be handed through his nine years. Nine years, almost a decade in the organization. I heard you guys talking about it before I hopped on. It's just not a cool way to leave things with a quarterback, and I look right away of course to Devonta Adams and you guys use the word bamboozled he you know when you make a move like that as an NFL player as anybody anybody making any career decision you make that calculated risk of how long is this going to stay it's not news to anyone that Derek Carr you know had a short leash or whatever but this is a career worst year for him and it's a career year worst for him when you're running back to you know Josh Jacobs is leading the NFL in rushing which nobody talks about so it's not like everything's broken in Vegas it was a, it's a weird move I hope it was all on good terms like yeah I won't be around everybody I won't be around everybody uh, I loved Devonte Adams fu post with his you know middle fingers to the world because we, I just really love and appreciate loyalty from players to other players uh, in a world that doesn't have that enough so what I happened I didn't see it whoa 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 didn't he put he put up a post and he said that's my brother one of the most disciplined and loving people I know got my brother's back through whatever and if you can't respect it excuse my language okay (laughs) middle finger emoji fuck you you love you bro hell yeah yeah. he did say fuck you didn't he twice yeah time he said fuck you you he (laughs) let it eat excuse my language though he did say Pardon my French here. It's a fascinating thing what's going to happen out there. There's a lot of the business side of it. Are they thinking that he, Kay, do you think they thought he'd maybe run his head into a wall in the practice facility so he couldn't pass a physical so they would owe him $40 million? Do they think he was going to run, like, off of a stair right. well to tear his ACL so that he couldn't pass a physical so they'd have to pay him $40 million? I just wonder how the conversation I, took place. I wonder how it... Agree, and I think it's so ugly, and then to spin it even further, I don't obviously don't have those answers. I don't know what they're thinking, but what does Josh McDaniels want? Like, what, if he does, if it's not Probably. Derek Carr, like, is it... You know, I was talking to Tom Curran, who covers you know the the beat for Boston up there and with the Patriots. He Josh McDaniels loved Mac Jones, loved him. And then I asked you know Tom Curran, I said, well, what about Jimmy G? Jimmy G might be available because they have pieces there in Vegas to roll to make something happen. They do. They need a quarterback. So like McDaniels very much wants his guy. He wants the guy who's going to run the offense. He wants, and it might be Brady. Pat, is it? Yes. Is it crazy to think that Brady? who, you know, is trying to find a coach that handles things the way he wants to and at the, the level of vigor uh, and passion. Like, is that something that potentially could be a fit down the line? Like, that's certainly a storyline looking forward. Hell yeah. Okay, that's the interesting. Staying in the quarterback realm, Russell Wilson out in Denver. I don't know, like, do you think – I don't know if you how many contacts you have out there. Are we going to see any of his teammates in Denver or maybe some of his old teammates from Seattle, like, come and have his back a little bit in this whole situation? 
I mean, I, if we haven't seen it yet, I don't know why why we would now. I think some of us, you know, his old teammates that speak up do so and would in any any interview that they're asked. If you look at DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf has nothing but love and respect for him uh, and, and in that locker room, and okay. he's really probably the most vocal he is about anything. He is about his relationship with Russell Wilson. Uh, I think Russell Wilson needs to come out and speak. That's what I'd love to hear. I don't know, you know. We see teammates oh, can, can and, and obviously look at what other guys can Kay. say, but I need Russell Wilson to come out and talk. Kay, Kay. What? Every time he talks, isn't it at this point, and I, I've got nothing but faith that Russell Wilson's going to figure it out. It is very hard yeah, to, yeah. it is very hard to make it to the NFL. It is very hard to have success in the NFL. He's a great football player, has a resume that is certainly worthy of great conversation. Everything he says. Everybody just listens to it and goes, hey, this guy's full of fucking shit. Like, literally everything he says. He said about Nathaniel Hackett, he was devastated, complimented Nathaniel Hackett, said he wished that he would, play, would have played better for Nathaniel Hackett. As soon as those words came out of his mouth, Boston Connor here, who represents a large portion of a lot of sports fans, whether people, he goes, bullshit, yeah, that's bullshit, mm-hmm. that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. That's where it is with Russell right now. I wonder how he fixes that, Kay. I think you would know better than me. How does he fix that, you think? Well, a lot of quarterbacks say a lot of bullshit. People don't like Russell Wilson. He's playing like shit, so he needs to come and talk to Pat McAfee. That's no. really the solution. Yeah. No, I love the no. PR. What do you mean? You're going to get out of him. Totally, Russell yeah. Wilson just comes sit with you. Because it'll show, you're going to ask him real questions. He's going to have to deal with it. And that, that to, I'm being earnest with you. That would be the solution. Yeah. And as far as coaching for him, I was talking to Mark Ingram this week on my show. And Mark Ingram said, you know, she, she doesn't think Sean Payton would go there because Sean Payton likes draft picks. And he wants, you know, they don't really have that to offer. And that's what Sean Payton wants, sort of total control in that way. But he said Sean Payton's probably the only guy that he thinks, at least, you know, an 11-year veteran in the National Football League, that could get the best out of Russell Wilson again. I don't know if he's totally washed or whatever, but I do think, would you not want him to come on the McAfee show? Uh, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't want to fuck. I mean, that would be certainly an interesting conversation. I don't ever want to force anybody to come on. If he wanted to yeah. come on, I'd love to have him on. You know what I mean? I, but if he came on... I mean, I have no idea. While you mentioned that, I was running through a, just one quick brief situation <laughs> and how it could have happened. And if you watch this back, my face starts to light up just at the thought of these two whenever I ask a question. And they go, like when you, boom, and like when you, boom, and then tone going, oh, and then that one time you did the. Uh, you remember. Like it would just be. It would like be like an episode of Intervention. It would yeah. be tough. Yeah, I, I don't know if we're the right place for hey, it. But he, I might, d- he might come out of it on the other side then. Yeah, but we think he's a movie character. Yeah. I don't know if we're the right place for that particular thing. You could save thing. him, Pat. You could save his career. You could save his life. Shut up, Nick. All right? <laughs> Nick, I don't, I don't need any of that. All right? Everybody needs to relax. Let's move <laughs> along. Okay? Let's move along. You know Sean Payton well, I think, if our understanding of... birthday. Happy birthday, Sean. Hell yeah. Yay. Hell yeah. Happy birthday, Sean. Hell yeah. And how about this, Sean? We're actually just going to, for your birthday, our birthday gift is... We're going to um, showcase more of why you have leverage over everybody right now mm-hmm. and why you can set a whole new standard for what coaches should be paid because there's a lot of very, very rich new ownership coming in that are trying to win quickly and haven't been able to, and you seemingly, with Vic Fangio by your side, are setting up a leverage campaign to get somebody to fucking break you off in a way that you deserve. So congratulations to Sean Payton and happy birthday. With that being said, what do you think he's looking for? He wants executive control, so what does that mean? Like the Los Angeles Chargers, they make the playoffs. Everybody's saying he wants to coach the Chargers. Is that going to be available? Do you think there's going to be an ownership group that's going to kick a good coach out for Sean Payton? What do you think that looks like, and do you think he's definitely coming back this year? 
if the Cowboys don't make it very far, and then you can part ways with Mike McCarthy. Good coach got you into the playoffs. You win a playoff game, let's say. Mike. But you can have Sean Payton. Well, your fan base, would it be acceptable to be say, great. we're almost there. I have not a lot more shots at this thing. Let's rip the Band-Aid and bring in Sean Payton anyway as an upgrade to what okay. we had. Is that is that a, a crazy notion? It, is that a rhetorical I, I'm just, those are the things I would think. I know what, I know, I think I know what he wants. I think he's been super candid, not with me on my show, but everywhere. You know, and you see what he did with the Saints. You have any Saints player in that locker room, and Sean Payton had his handprints all over it. I mean, what it smelled like, what it looked like, what, you know, the little things, the Christmas cards they would send out, like every little detail is him. So he has to go to a place where he's allowed to have every one of those details. I think that is not Dallas, because I don't Jerry. think no matter how, you know, how much Jerry wants to win, I just don't think that that's a place that's going to give him that sort of control. I think he wants draft picks. He, weirdly, on my show, has downplayed how much the quarterback matters. He thinks you can sort of find what you need in a quarterback, which I thought was super counterintuitive. But you guys have to get Sean on and ask him yourself. He's pretty open about it. But, yes, he's going to get broke off for sure. Are you booking for our show? This is awesome. Who we got Russell? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. You yep. know these people. Hey, we yep. got Sean on you. Here we go. Thank you, Kay. Hey, up and down. <laughs> Thank so, you, guys. I appreciate that. Ty has a question for you, Kay. Yeah, Kay, we were talking a little bit before you got on about kind of just like a year in review. What uh, has surprised you most, whether it be like a team or a player, about the NFL this year? Oh, man. I think that, you know, the fact that we are looking ahead at a potential – Brady, Rogers, NFC Championship game <laughs> is a little surprising just given how they started their respective seasons and some of the off the field stuff with Brady or what's going on in his personal life. To be where they are, we're like legitimately in the NFC. I could see it happening uh, at this point. And you guys, I know, have Aaron Rodgers on all of the time. He just looks healthier than he's ever looked. And I, you know, it, it might be a, a, a slap to say that I'm surprised by all of this. But Brady and Rodgers still doing it and they're going to get into the playoffs and make it happen it is crazy yeah it's because the fingerprints of the gods that's True. right that's why aaron looks better <laughs> than he's ever looked that's right ain't that right mm-hmm. 525 page book a long book sorry 545 575 page book mm-hmm. that'll get you healthy that'll get you playing football well <laughs> yes it will they're 40 years old Kay. 40 years old. Crazy. That's, that's crazy to think about taking a hit, oh, getting yeah. up, being a 40-year-old. There might be on something, though, you know, just living that super clean mm-hmm. life, working out real hard, just like this man, Darius Butler, who takes no performance-enhancing drugs, no, no, but no. has somehow gotten stronger, more fit, <laughs> and better over the 17 weeks of this season. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, Darius Butler. Also, um, feature uh, panelist panelist yeah. for up and adams yeah and like i told you on tuesday what it be like you and i grow up okay just take a trip at cabo in the middle of the season working too hard this season can't do it but uh this uh this postseason obviously kirk kirk cousins uh, minnesota vikings <laughs> what do you think about their chances of running the table in the playoffs outside of the old heads on the nfc side relax pat I think Ro- I think Rogers beats them this week. I do, I do, I do, and I know that. Yeah, the Vikings have been a bit of kryptonite, and he hasn't. Lo- I mean, the, the Packers. I don't think have beaten the Vikings 
in like 800 something days, something absolutely outrageous. And the one win they got, it wasn't Kirk Cousins, it was Manning out there. So there's certainly something there, but I think when he's up against Duval situations that, that Kirk Cousins, great as he is and as many close games, I can't get into the close game heart attacks. I just personally have a vendetta against that team a little bit because I, I don't need the up and down. I don't Hard need yet. the heart rate stuff. Like mm-hmm. Eight times, ten times, how many times are you going to have one possession games and, and almost lose and then win them? It's the same with beauty, but is it sustainable when it's playoff-style football? I don't think so. Well, I think, you know, those close games really build something, though, out of you. You know, a team that yeah. learns how to win, and I think the Vikings sure. have done that. That cardiacness, though. Our Colts team was like that every single year. Every year, every game, nightmare. All right, not going to be a blowout. Should be. Seems like it could be. Every game, fine. But you start looking at the NFL, there's a lot of that. Yeah, feels like there's been a lot of parity this year, Kay. Kay, it feels like there's some teams, like you look at the Lions, you look at the Jags, they're seemingly out of the shit storm that they've been in for decades all It feels like one good Uh year. There's been teams that have kind of come out of it out of nowhere. The Vikings, I guess you can also say that because they're cementing themselves atop the NFC North now and Aaron Rodgers is still there. But how do you feel about the Lions and the Jags having these years out of nowhere? Good for Doug Peterson and MCDC, Dan Campbell, Kay. And it's good for Jared Goff and Trevor Lawrence. So Jared Goff, at points in the season, has looked as good as any quarterback in the National Football League, and you love that. And I, I love that you're mentioning the coaches because that's what it has to do with. Culture change is real. Like, I've never been in a locker room. Pat, you have. Hawk, you have. Like, it's just what it is. And you see these guys coming in there. Look what O'Connell's doing up with those Vikings and making it happen. So we love parity in the league. We had it with the Bengals last year. Uh, and other teams are following suit. And it just takes time and maybe yoga, like what Brandon Staley does on the field, to get your team to a place where you're no longer cursed, you're no longer exercising demons, and you're no longer in those situations that never go your way, like the Chargers used to be. And the Chargers, you can't tell me they might not win the whole thing with the way they look, and they're getting guys back, they're getting right. later back. I mean, they yeah. are having momentum, a great quarterback, and they're getting healthy at the right time. Good, AJ. Okay, what about the Chiefs? I feel like because they are so good, we don't talk about them that much. I- how do you feel about their chances to make a run in the AFC? What are they? And are yeah, they a dynasty? About- they win. They're a dynasty, right? Oh yeah, for sure. You guys say yeah, then sure. I mean, my thing with the Chiefs. You're the authority. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, okay. You are the authority. Please, Emmy winner. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. I've ever had. I've never had that argument of whether or not it's a dynasty or not. I mean, sure. You would. You would have to. I mean, what would that be then? If they go all the way. AFC championship. Super Bowl ring. I don't know. Sure. Year, and MVP, two, two MVPs. What does he have? Mm. Why not? Three, two or three. What happens if, when Kelsey hangs it up? So, you know, that's the, that's the thing. He's got a lot of time. Who? Kelsey. Kelsey. Six, seven years. Kelsey looks younger than ever. And he's got the new height spot. He's dancing exactly. harder this year oh, yeah. than he's ever danced. Uh-huh. What if him and his brother? Oh, him uh, and his brother. I think the Chiefs, we just normalize what, you know, dance to your question. We just, everything that, that Patrick does, we don't care about anymore. It's just the way we've become. A bit spoiled, I guess, but he's he looks incredible. And what he's doing with other receivers, you know, without what he's what he was used to having is is amazing. So you just have to give him credit, and they'll definitely be there. I think the Bengals have their number, though. So oh. maybe that's my answer. You can't be a dynasty unless you can take down those pesky. Oh, Bengals. we forgot because when right. you said yeah. mm-hmm. they are three and zero against them. They are Joey Burrow, absolute stallion, absolutely. Even what you're referring to, lose Tyree Kill. Will they be able to be the same Chiefs? They were. 
Tyreek Hill, incredible. Yep. Goes to Miami, changes the entire culture there offensively. But they have been able to withstand greatness for so long. And Patrick Mahomes getting thrusted into like that Aaron Rodgers-Tom Brady vessel like real quick <laughs> is awesome. Good for him. They're doing it. Tone Diggs has a question for you, Kay. Okay, we've seen you have a morning cocktail on your program. So what's your go-to vacation drink? I'd like to know. There we go, Tone. Great question. Thank Can you. I- Drink. I have several. I'm nice. a big like white wine drinker when I'm in the sun. So I would say like a Sancerre or something like that. Mm. That sounds so snooty when you say it. Oh, sounds yeah, like worse yeah. Beyonce. Like the snooties are oh so sad. There's no way to not sound like a complete tool asking for it to a waiter. Um, or I'm a big oh. like mojito gal with no sugar. That's probably what I drink the most on vacation. I'm that girl. Oh, nice. So a mojito and a. Sunset. What? Sunset. What's it called? Sunset. Sunset. Can I ask you a question, Patrick? Absolutely. Gatorade Zero. Straight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Glacier no, Freeze. Do you, do you know that I have not yet won a barlet? Okay, funny thing. We've only won one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we, we've what? only won one. Yeah, it's been fantastic. Do I just give up? Do I no. just give up? What do I do? Well, I'm going to let you know, your next bet's your best bet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, that's just what you have to tell okay. yourself. I wrote it on the mirror at my house at one point this year. Mm-hmm. Your next bet's your best bet mm-hmm. because it got ugly this year, Kay. This was a tough year to get into yeah. gambling as heavily as you did because this year's been unpredictable. This year, there's been so many trends that have been broken. This year's football has been right. different than any year's past. So I don't think it's your fault, but, boy, the mentions blow up quick when you get one wrong publicly, huh? Mm-hmm. Don't they? Don't they, Kay? Yeah, they do. They they do, but it's actually been a fun welcoming oh, embrace nice. from people, too. Yeah. It's just, oh, you've lost. Welcome to this world. And so I've yeah. kind of like, I'll say this. I like putting them together. Like, <laughs> I like sitting there and saying, this is what I think is going. I don't just do it. I take a lot of time in doing it, and that's been fun. But how everyone's a lock, right? <laughs> in your head? Everyone's a lock. Whenever we put it together, we, we'll send it off, and we're like, how is this even gambling? Too easy. How is it even gambling? This has to happen. Pavlov's dogs, ipso facto, this game's <laughs> happening. This is going to happen. We're getting rich. Everybody's betting alongside of us. And instead, what happens? First play. Oh, of course they're not going to do that. Of oh, course. Geez. Why would they do He's that? He's concussed. They don't even have to do that. It's, it's, it's unbelievable, Kay. That's why they call it gambling, but it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's bullshit. Okay, so I'm just going to keep going then because I like putting the parlays together. There you, yeah. go. there you go. That's what we're talking about. Yep. Do. It has to come back our way at some point, they say, because it's not 100 to zero. You know, they say it's like 55, 45, right. 60 to 40. That 40% okay. has to come well, at some Pat- point. Pat, we're declaring victory on your one. I know, I know uh, Darius yeah. has done okay it. too. We it. declare victory on your win, Pat, because I don't have any, so, I, you know, let's come on. We Woo! got three wins. We He's got, got two. Oh, uh, yeah. He's right. got two. We got three All right, Butler. Let's go. Here we go, Hawk. Here we go. Let's go, Hawker. Oh, Hawk Scott. How, how, how many do you win? I think I have 10 winners. Nice. No, that's, that's every time. That's what we do. Asshole. He was talking about Uh-oh. what we were talking about. Okay. Every time we put them in, we think they're all winners. Yep. And he he's yeah. had ten of ten of them. And January first. January first, my winners start to hit. That's when it comes to Ohio. Yeah, it's launching that's, in Ohio. It's a big there deal. There we go. It's a big deal. All right, Kay. Enjoy Mexico. Enjoy Los Angeles. <laughs> and we're all enjoying Up and Adams on FanDuel TV every single day. Channel. 
We have it set already. It's preset. Six Great 92. question. Six. It's the old TVG. Six old TVG. Great right show. Right Just go to Add Up and Adam show, and, you, and there'll be links and stuff. Great. Okay, you guys have a happy new year. Much yeah. success. Yeah. Enjoy it. Enjoy reflecting on the year and being grateful for what's ahead, guys. Thank you so much. We wish the same to you. You also said some very kind things about me on a podcast. Thank you for taking time out of your life to do that. You're very kind. Have an incredible new year. Enjoy Mexico and keep crushing it. You're the best. Ladies and gentlemen, Kay Adams. Man has all the codes, all the rules. He's actually a game breaker. Currently recovering from a torn ACL where he was walking four days after the surgery. A future Hall of Famer, two-time Super Bowl champion, member of the Buffalo Bills, Vaughn Miller. Yeah, Vaughn! Vaughn. Howdy, guys. Thanks for having me again. Hey, no, don't. Thank you for joining us again, man. You look fantastic. How are spirits this week? Another week as an IR player, not something anybody loves. How are you? How's the day-to-day? I'm good, man. I mean, we just got a great atmosphere here with the Buffalo Bills. Um, you know, I come in, I work. You know, I pop in with the D-line and the linebackers. You know, pop in, you know, have a couple conversations with Bean and just go through the just go through the everyday grind of, uh, you know, trying to get back. It's um, I think here being here with the Buffalo Bills and not like in Dallas or Arizona, you know, doing like some special PT. I think being here with the guys is definitely beneficial. Hell yeah. Was that something that you decided early on before you even had the surgery that you were going to stay in Buffalo and, and be with the team to, to rehab? Oh, no, I had went back to Dallas and, um, you know, I was with Dr. Cooper and I was with his staff, you know, working. And it just didn't, you know, it just didn't feel right. You know, my guys are here winning games and guys are here grinding through games. And I just wanted to be back in the mix. You know, I feel, you know, I feel better at work. You know, you guys know you, we spend most of our time, you know, here at the facility with the guys. And it just felt like, you know, I needed to be back. So I, I came back and I feel like I had more to give. I felt like, you know, I had you know, advice and experience. and You know, I, I feel like my purpose was to be here with the guy. Yeah, and that's why you're a future Hall of Famer and why you always talk about mindset, mindset, mindset. Your mindset seems to be an elite one in every single genre that you even enter in. But a teammate wanting to be around his team just seems like such a natural thing to a lot of fans to hear. This is not normal, especially now with the specialized recovery and rehab and body gurus that are everywhere, to Vaughn's point. So you sticking around the team, hey, Good on you, Vaughn. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Continue to be an incredible teammate and impeccable guy. You guys play cards up there? Do you cheat every single hand like uh, AJ Hawk um, does? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I cheat. For some reason, guys always put that that cheat when I'm playing. Oh, away, so you do? Oh, wow. okay. They always put it. They always put it on me, but I'm not. No, I'm not cheating. It's just like you know, guys just, just good. miss stuff. Just good or at they come up with some type of rule that that I didn't know yeah. about. Or, you know how I go. Yeah, well. Yeah, I, it, I know how you get out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you guys don't. Like especially in Blu-ray. Especially in Blu-ray. Oh, Blu-ray. Especially in Blu-ray, like, you know, I'm passing out cards and you accidentally, like, flip it and the card flips over and they just boop, 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 boop. It's like, and especially with Josh Allen and these guys, they come up with so many different rules and whatever we play, man. It's quarterbacks and specialists, man. They're crazy. You said you spend a lot of time there, uh, and I think Jordan Poyer told us that last year as well. We don't have a lot to do. We hang out here a lot. Mm-hmm. Cards, a lot, normal thing, I, I would assume. A lot of cards around there. Ping pong, how are we in ping pong? And are you? Yeah, they, are these guys, I don't play ping pong, but these guys love ping pong. We got a power ranking uh, ping pong like uh, list in the locker room, and it's got Bobby Hart at the top, and then it goes down to you know, about Hart. 10 guys. Then we got a cornhole like uh, power rankings. Like they love they love cornhole. They love they love uh, loud music. They love uh, <laughs> ping pong. And we got cars. We got Uno, Blu-ray. 
you know, spades and all of that stuff, too. No dominoes, though, which was different. You know, usually you have, like, you know, dominoes out, but everything else we got. Yeah, there's normally different groups, right? There's normally different games being played in different places. I like the fact that you guys have gone so far to have a power rankings just so people know, like, hey, this motherfucker team, somebody comes to the team, joins the team, practice squad guy, look at the power rankings. Don't get bamboozled by old fucking Bobby Hart on the ping pong table, okay? Yeah. Let's go ahead and have a little bit of wherewithal where we're at. I love that. Sounds like you guys have a great, incredible uh, culture up there. Vaughn, whenever you think about your future and when you think about the Bills' future, is it if the Bills win, you will feel like you had just as much of an impact on this Super Bowl as you had the last two? And is that something you're consciously putting in the effort every day to kind of have that vindication moment and that fulfillment if the confetti does end up falling in yeah. Phoenix on the Buffalo Bills? You know, football teams is all about we. And, um, you know, I'm a firm believer and it takes everybody, not just, you know, the quarterback, not just, you know, the safety. It takes the cafeteria workers. It takes the front office. It takes the athletic training staff, the strength and conditioning staff, the equipment staff. It takes everybody for us to win championships, and everybody has a part in winning games. And I feel like, um, you know, if we if we do go uh, to the ship and we ultimately win it, that's what I believe. You know, I, I firmly, you know, believe that I had a part in that. You know, my role Hell is not yeah. as big as what it would have been if I was out there getting sacks and making plays, but it's still an important role. And I still um, – you know, I still talk to the guys about Super Bowl, what it takes, the mindset you got to have, and that's what they brought me in. That's what they brought me in here to do. So I can still accomplish that. I can, I can still uh, live up to that side of the deal, and I can still accomplish, you know, everything that I had before. And then plus, you know, we got a six-year deal, man. We gonna have multiple bites at this apple, man. We got a good team, and I think what we're doing now, getting everybody, you know, some work is is good for everybody. Hey, how's your knee feel? I'm curious, like week to week, oh, yeah. week to week, Vaughn. How does your knee feel now compared to last week? Is there like a drastic difference? Does it happen that quick? Yeah, so it's, it was three weeks on. Um, it was three weeks on Tuesday, and uh, yeah, I, you know, I get more and more confident with it every day. We, you know, instead of you know doing uh, shallow squats, we get a little bit deeper in the squats. Instead of you know doing this on, you know, those little itty bitty, uh, those little bitty battles that you have, you just win more and more and more and more until like you're done with this thing so I, i've been through it before so I, I you know i know what to expect um like i said before i think the mindset is a, is a huge part of it it's 75 percent of it you never want to get down in a hole you never want to you know feel sorry for yourself it's not helping anybody so i come in here every single day smile on my face i grind um i think another thing that really makes me uh it really makes me go is you know being around my teammates and my teammates seeing where i'm at and, and them seeing that like i'm pushing through this you know, I'm, I'm trying to make it look as easy as possible. I think that is, uh, you know, selfishly, I'm like, okay, like, like that. You know, when Jordan Poirier walked by, I'm like, dang, you're going to be ready to go next week. You know, a little stuff like that. That's what, you know, keeps me going and keeps my spirits up. Hey, whenever you, um, whenever you see videos of your teammates' cars leaving the airport and the FBO, and there's four feet of snow on top of them and all the way to the side, do you immediately go, it was the right decision just to stay home. Yep. So I, it was the right decision just to stay home. What is the weather like up there? Has it been a culture shock at all, different from Denver or L.A. or anywhere else you've ever been? No, I, I wouldn't say it's a culture shock because I've had a culture shock because I've had experience in the snow. Um, with that being said, I, I haven't had this much experience. Um, you know, we might get a foot, you know, we might get a foot, two feet in Denver, something like that. But, um, you know, all the stuff that we've been getting, the, the 77 inches and, you know, three feet of snow and, um, you know, and, and another note, like, you know, um, you know, shout out to shout out to everybody that's been helping us out. Yeah. And uh, I think we got to pay our respects to the people that, that really lost lost their lives in this stuff, too. Like, it's yes, it's serious. It's serious business. And, um, you know, to be here in Buffalo and to be a part of it is cool for me. 
I didn't even experience it. Like, I um, I came into work, I did treatment on Thursday, and I stayed in the house from Thursday all the way until <laughs> Tuesday morning. I didn't. I never went outside. I never, you know, which is a blessing for me because I could just sit at home and you know I have my cousin like cooking and getting food and stuff. But I, I just stayed at home uh, from Thursday afternoon all the way to Tuesday morning. I had a twenty-four hour stream on Twitch. From Friday at ten thirty in the morning to Saturday at ten thirty in the morning. You were then live. I had to stay up I live twenty four hours, and then I had to then I I had to stay up to watch the Bills game as well. So really put in about you know twenty twenty seven hours Sleep on that on day, me? which is cool. That's all I really want to do for Christmas is really just game and, and hang out with everybody on Twitter. Hell yeah! Well, we appreciate your dedication to your following and your Twitch mission. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it went fantastic. Yeah. Twitch yeah. You you fell asleep. You fell asleep. On air? No, I, no, I, not this time. Not this time. You not know, this I, time. Um, you know, I probably take a break. I, you know, I take a break or grab some food. You know, um, go to the bathroom and then I come back. But it was nothing longer than like three or four minutes. I was always in a seat, either playing uh, Call of Duty or PGA, which I saw. Like you've been playing PGA two, right? Two K PGA. Hey, listen, I'm coming. You know, Dion. We gotta set it up, man. Hey, I gotta get better. I did. I'm not good at video games at all. So this is like my first real. <laughs> You know, voyage into the video games for a real. Yeah. So I won, I'm in the. I got. I, I won the Q School Here final. I'm in the Corn Ferry Tour right now. His name's Pro Golfer. I didn't even know. <laughs> yep. oh, yeah. I don't know how that happened or whatever. But I'm figuring it out. Last night I started. I started getting bad at putting though. Putting is tough on there, Vaughn. It, it is. It is difficult. It is. You played that game for 23 hours straight last Friday. Um. I played. Uh, that's Will Zalatoris right there. I'm a huge fan of Will. But um, yeah, no, I, I played golf. I played golf for probably like yeah. three and a half hours, and then like, you know, the other twenty, you know, hours I was the other twenty hours I was playing Call of Duty, Warzone. Oh, you talk shit on there too? Yeah, like boom, boom, got you right in the fucking. You no, know, it, it, it just brings <laughs> it out of you, man. They got the proximity chat, and it just like brings it out of you. You hear guys talking. Normally, I'm not like a. You know, a shit target like that. But once you hear, like, these kids, like, saying stuff, you just automatically get into it. So I see how people get drug into, you know, crazy conversations on Call of Duty for sure. Yeah, I'm happy you're committing to your Twitch, by the way. You're going to continue to crush it. Uh, we can't thank you enough for joining us every week. Darius J. Butler has a question for you, Vaughn. Yeah, Vaughn, we were talking about with AJ uh, earlier about him coaching his daughter's team and how important the importance of getting your ass whooped and you learn how to lose when you're young. Was it a welcome to the league moment for you? I know you dominated early, but was it anybody that just had your number out the gate? Um, honestly, no, nah, I don't think so. Um, Jeez, I don't. I don't remember. Him. I don't remember ever going against, and that's just my mindset. <laughs> I, I don't think. I don't think that I ever had a challenge. It was always. I always had that caveat of like, if I just had a couple of more reps, I could have got there, or if I could run that back, or if I could play this game again, I would have success. And over the years, all of those times where I said that, I, I either come back and I have success or I play better against the guys that, that have given me tough problems. But this is the National Football League. Like, everybody's going to have those those moments. And I had a moment last year with uh, George Kittle and, uh, and the fullback, uh, Juice. Like, they double-team me and I get pancaked. That was my very first time in the National Football League. You're going to have moments like that. You first be able time. To first back. pancake. First time. First pancake ever. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's define. So this is the first time you ended up on ass? Yeah, it's the first time I ended up on my back. Like, you could fall aside. That's not really. But, okay. you know, it was a double team. I'm on Kittle, and then Juice came in and hit me from the outside. Yeah, I don't really count, the that, was, that was a double. You know, I got, that was a double team. <laughs> and then the crazy thing is, 
Hey, what up? Thing is, I got on Instagram. I had to get on Instagram, and I <laughs> DM those guys like, "Hey, you, you fuckers!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to Juice. Like, I'm talking to Juice. Like, I'm talking to Juice. Like, oh, and I'm DMing them. I'm DMing them. And I DM, I DM Kittle too, which I, you know, I know these guys, so I feel yeah. comfortable and talking to them. I'm like, hey, like, I'm gonna see you guys again. I can't <laughs> wait. Y'all got me this one time. Like, it's just, it has something in my heart. Like, I gotta, I gotta talk to these guys, which, you know, I, I got my revenge back because we played those guys again at the end of the season, and we didn't win the game, but I played those plays better with the double team and all of that stuff, and I ended up making a tackle for loss. So they don't blow that, they don't blow that footage up. They, all, you know, the viral footage is always gonna be viral, but. Yeah. You know, you have those oh, moments. You just, gotta, oh, you just gotta be able to bounce back. Oh, good. We don't need to run. Yeah, you got yeah, well, <laughs> <that's actually something laughs> yeah, got to reason Kittle, like, Kittle, that's, like Kittle, that's my guy. Like Kittle, that's my guy. Juice is my guy. And you know, it, it, it just is what it is. But with that note being said, you just gotta be able to brush it off. I still had a firm belief in myself and yeah. how I play football. And point. you just strap it up and come right back to it. That's what makes the game great. And that's Third. a part of like growing up and losing in team sports. Like mm-hmm. you can put yeah. all the work in, you can do everything you're supposed to mm-hmm. do and still be disappointed. Like that's what sports are. That's how you gotta mm-hmm. bounce back. I am so happy that you felt compelled to send them a DM. <laughs> just want you two to know. Okay. <laughs> That's the first time that has ever happened in my national <laughs> They probably got that thing framed now. Oh, That's yeah. up on the mantle, mm-hmm. this first one. That's hilarious. It's all good. I told Juice, I was like, man, you got to have your bodyguard with you. Like, if we went one on one, it'd be different. You know, <laughs> it was like 5 o'clock in the morning. It was like 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm, and I'm talking to these guys on Instagram. But, you know, those are my guys, man. I got a huge respect for those guys and their game. And, you know, and I'm sure they have the same amount of respect for me, and you just strap it up, and you just go right back at it. What was Dave Attell insomnia? Are you yeah, an insomniac? insomniac. Uh, after games? Yeah. Like, I can't sleep after games? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. After after games, um, like, you know, you just got yes. the adrenaline flowing. And whether you win or whether you lose, like, your mind's going to be racing. Like, if you win, you know, you're excited. You're getting ready for the next game. If you lose, you're thinking about those plays. Like, I wish I could have had this back. Or I wish I would have, you know, I wish I could have played this a little bit better. Never regret, though. I never had regret. I just felt like I could just have those moments back to you really approach those situations differently. Um, but yeah, whenever you win, you know you're you're excited. You you feel good about yourself. You lose, you're thinking about the things that I could fix or do better. And you know that that lasts for me probably till about four o'clock in the morning, and you start winding down and, and you get some sleep. Yeah, I, I don't think you're an anomaly with that. I think a lot of people are like that. Never really chatted about it. It's nice to hear uh, somebody talk about the why that happens. It is. It happens in a lot of different businesses. Like in uh, sports media, there's people after shows, mm-hmm. after games, can't sleep. Uh, wrestling, obviously, WWE, there's people that are up for like 12, 13 hours afterwards. And it's just like you can't get yourself to go to bed. That's a real thing. How do you, are you a normal sleep? You sleep, uh, you have a lot of focus on sleep? Like you're a big, like a need eight hours guy? I, I, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big sleep guy. But at the same time, you know, my, our lives, you know, there are things that happen where you stay up a little bit later. You know, there are things that are, that happen during the week. You know, we're human that you you don't get those eight hours or you don't get those seven hours. But when I'm playing and it, and it comes down to game day, I like to have I have to have those eight hours of sleep. Not not just the night before the game, but I got to get it on Friday too. So Friday and Saturday, those two days, I'm getting my I'm getting the right amount of sleep. And then Sunday you play, and then it just goes all up and down throughout the week. Especially when you got kids and stuff like, you know, things just things just happen, and you know, sleep. You know, gets on a back burner a couple of times. But that Friday and that Saturday, I have to have it. AJ, what's that body bag thing that you sleep in? What is that thing? What that, do you mean? Mm-hmm. What are those things that people... Oh, no, infrared... Uh, it was 
infrared sauna blanket actually for Christmas. It actually feels pretty good. Yeah, do you yeah. sleep in like oh, no. one of those or do you sleep yeah. in that uh what's that thing? The mile hyperbaric. Hi- uh, hyperbaric. hyperbaric. Yeah. You do the hyperbaric thing or anything like that? So uh, here at the facility, you know, the Buffalo Bills, we got every single thing that you could dream of recovery wise, man. And we got the light beds and we got couple hyperbaric chambers so i spend a couple i'm telling you i spent wow. so much time here at the facility yesterday i was here from nine to five and of course you know i spent three hours in the hyperbaric chamber but that's you know that's still nine that's still nine and two p.m so i like to put a lot of time in a hyperbaric chamber and i'm like i said multiple times on this show i like to do everything i possibly can to tee myself up for success each and every day ty your question for vaughn yeah vaughn there was a story that came out earlier this week and it was about uh josh allen his kind of like recruiting pitch to get you to come to <laughs> buffalo and the uh, allegedly all he did was texted you to a tongue of aloha <laughs> Mac Jones, what? Zach Wilson. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to come play against these guys? Is yep. there any truth to that? And was that pretty similar to his pitch to you to get you to come sign with Buffalo? You know, it's uh, it's, it's truth in a lot of things, but I, I don't think it just came out like that. You know, we talked. Um, you know, of course, they were trying to get me to come here. He was FaceTiming me, which it felt good, man. You got, you know, Josh Allen FaceTiming you, and you got Diggs, you know, FaceTiming you, and, like, you know, trying to get you to come. So it was good. And then, you know, you it dies off for a little bit. You start talking to other teams, and you just get a random message like, you know, Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, Tua. And these are things that I, these are things that I already knew. Like, I already knew, like, you know, my, my opponents in the offensive line and the offensive lines that I have to go against, which these offensive lines in the AFC East, they are no joke. You got Trent Brown with the Patriots. You got Terrell Armstead with the Dolphins. And then you got, uh, you know, the, the guy, he hit the, uh, the young tackle, he's really good. He got hurt again this year, but he's really good as well with the Jets. So I knew about the quarterbacks, but these offensive lines are great as well. But, yeah, it was – it's truth in everything. That's that's something that he said. I think he was on a golf course and he just texted me. Um, but this is stuff that I already knew. You know, in the AFC, in the AFC East, you know, I'm going against Patrick Mahomes. He, I mean, in the AFC West, I'm going against Patrick Mahomes, uh, Derek Carr, and Justin wow. Herbert. All three of those guys like to hold the ball as well. So, wow. you know, it's, I don't think – I think, you know, the media blows it up. And, you know, they try to make it seem like Josh was slighting these guys. But – you know, he was just putting information out there for a pass rusher, and this this is what I do. Yeah, and I think that's how we talked about it. You got a couple drop back passers there that are yeah. kind of sitting at a spot too. That's another thing I would assume that you thought about whenever you were trying to survey what teams you're going to go to. Said the well about Derek Carr. Obviously, we don't have to chime in more about that. We talked about that a lot about his relationship ending with the Raiders moving forward. But another conversation that has happened very loudly around the NFL world is about Russell Wilson. You were obviously teammates with Russ. No. no, I was. I was no. their teammate. Russ. No, no, I know, no. I know Russ. I know Russ. I know Russ. You know Russ. You know Russ. I was going to say Pro Bowl, but not even in the Pro Bowl. I don't think. Do you know Russ at all? And what are your thoughts on Russ and how we all view him, basically? And by we, we are people that don't know him. Every time he says something, the immediate reaction is, "This guy's got to be full of shit." Yep. Then you're hearing like leaked reports coming out from the building from people that have great connections in there about the attitude and how it's all going. Obviously, coach has already been fired. They have looked abysmal. The defense has been great. There's more money going to the quarterback than the entire defense, basically, at certain spots. It's like that type of stuff can really drive a wedge. What do you know about Russell Wilson, the person? And then what do you know about Denver, who I assume you have a lot of close friends with? Is it all being blown out of proportion right now because they're losing? Well, I mean, first I'll say this. Um, you know, what I know about Russ is, is obviously, you know, all the great things that he's done in the community. You know, all the, all the, all the great things that he's done with children and, and hospitals. And, you know, we had the same uh, uh, strength, a uh, mental coach with Trevor Mawad, rest in peace. And, um, you know, him, his relationship with Trevor Mawad was one of the reasons 
you know, why I wanted to work with Trev. You know, I always admired um, Russ in interviews. I always admired, you know, um, Russ in big moments, and he still even killed. And even in smaller moments, and he's still, you know, going out there and working. And, and of course, we lost to Russ in the Seattle Seahawks in 2013. So I've always admired Russell's um, mental toughness and his mindset. And, um, you know, from what I'm seeing in, in the competitor, from the competitor side of me going against Russell Wilson, I think this one year is an anomaly. I just, okay. I'll say that right now. I think, I think, you know, we all get, he had, he didn't have the best year that he, he wanted to have. But I'm willing to bet my money. Which I like to, you know, I, I like to, you know, wager so. Everyone's wearing M and M's and yeah. stuff like right. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. M and M's and you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I'm willing. I'm yeah. willing to. I'm willing to bet that Russell Wilson's next year coming up would be drastically different than this Russell Wilson that we had. You know, it's a learning curve, and you know, I don't care if you've been playing 12 or, or 13 years. There's always a learning curve. It's different environments. You know, the energy's different in Denver than what it was in Seattle Seahawks and. You know, of course, you, you paying the guy $245 million, you, you like to say, like, all of that stuff doesn't matter, but it really does. And I think uh, I think another year in um, in Denver with um, with the energy of Denver and everything that it's about, and it's a high standard there in Denver. You got Elway, Peyton Manning, and, you know, all of the things that we've done there in Denver, and it's a very, very high standard, so you always held to that standard. But like I said before, I think that Russell Wilson's second year with the Denver Broncos would be drastically different than what we saw this year. Will they go to the Super Bowl? Will they, like that? That remains to be said. But I'm, I'm I know for a fact that the Russ and the team that we saw this year would not be the same as the team that the team that we saw this year would not be the same as what we saw that what we're going to see this coming up. Here. Okay, so let's talk about that a little bit. And I appreciate your take on that. And we had learned about the mental coach. Rest in peace. We thought that maybe was a massive piece of why Russell has maybe you know maybe something has changed. Trevor, bro, Trevor. Trevor was amazing. Like that's what know, we Trevor, heard. He yeah, did, he did. He did wonders with me. Like it, it was things that my perspective and my focus on things. Like he, he's so he was so great in just sitting down and talking to you and just really figuring out your perspective and what things matter to you and just rearranging those things. You know, he used to always say, "Identify what's necessary and eliminate the risk," and that used, that hit home with me. And he used to always say, um, "It takes what it takes," which I have it tat- I have it tatted right here on my ankle. It, it takes what it takes. It's a simple. You know, um, saying, but it, it truly does. Whatever you're trying to do, it just whatever it takes to get there, you just have to do it, and you have to do it each and every day. So that 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 could be a component of it as well. Yeah, and we we learned of that, and thank you for explaining who he is because that kind of proves the point that we were chatting about that maybe some things have changed in his life. But do you think the locker room, knowing the the way an NFL team is, three of them now, you're on three. You're going to be the first player in the history of the NFL to have three Super Bowls with three different organizations. That's a goal, at least, in the next six years with the contract that you signed there. Do you think that team, after all the shit that has happened this year, allegedly, defensive side of the ball, a lot of stars. Hey, studs on that defensive side that you know a lot about. That's Brandon, Brandon Browning. Dogs. they got dogs yep. over there that have really – Raymond Jones. They've held up their end of the bargain. Right, they've they've yep. held up their end of the bargain. Then there's other guys on the team that held up their end of the bargain. Then all this stuff's going on about private offices and all this other. Who knows what's real, what isn't mm-hmm. real? We do not yeah. know. Do you think that's fixable? Like if he wins, all that is just kind of thrown aside. Let's just move along. Performance is the most important thing in our in our league. You know, um, what you do each and every Sunday. You know, you've, I've been on different teams, and if you balling, like if you do, if you going out there and you and you whooping ass and you. Our pro, this MVP candidate, bro, it, it doesn't really matter what you do off the field. 
It doesn't matter if you have an office up there with John Elway. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you got your whole staff in there. Like, if you're going out there, you're winning games, you're throwing for 350 yards, you averaging that throughout the season, you doing your job, like, it doesn't matter. Now, as soon as you start having any type of struggles, oh yeah, that's what we do in our sport. You look at him and like, okay, it's because he's not – with the guys, it's because he's not in the prison with the prisoners. It's it's because he has his own staff. It's because he's not grinding with us. Like that's that's just what we do. You can take you can take it off Russ. You can take it on a rookie. He's having success, and then he starts struggling. You start looking at well, is he staying up late? Is he playing video games? Is he doing enough film? Is he doing enough treatment? You know, that's just what we do in our in our profession. As long as you're performing. You know, you, you're not going to have any questions about any of that stuff. Yeah, and if you're not winning, people are just going to want an explanation or try to pick apart indicators. But as soon as you get a dub, all those indicators are helping. Yeah. Yeah. He's remember mm-hmm. he, when he's playing his video games, he's escaping. He's keeping yeah. himself fresh. He's not. Yeah. He's not too bogged down. Then whenever they're losing, this fucking guy refuses to watch film. <laughs> this guy needs it. That it is crazy. But if you win, you think they can win though. You think they can? You think, I, th- I think they can win. I think they got all the tools. You know, me for me and my for me just taking out the the player. And of course, I got a soft spot for Denver and the Denver Broncos. And I just look at it from a GM like business like point of view. Like they got everything. They they literally have everything. And we can start with the fans. They got great fans. They got great facilities. Uh, great athletic training staff. Great strength 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 and conditioning staff with Lando and all of those guys. They got great coaches. They got some of the best coaches in the league. You know, they let some go. Wow. Um, great kicker for sure, Brandon McManus. He's dog. He's the, he's the best in the league. If he's not the best, he's number two. Dog. They got they got defense. They got offensive linemen. Of course, they had some injuries on the offensive line with Gary Bowles and and uh, and Billy and all those guys. But they get all those guys back. They got young, great talent. I think uh, the tight end is really good. They get um, Javon back. Javon was a huge piece of that. He's one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah. He, he turns his ACL oh. early in the season, and that's just you just put all that pressure on Russ to win the game by itself. And it doesn't really matter, you know, if you the best quarterback in the league, you have to have some type of yeah. run offense, you know. So they had injuries, and I'm not, I'm not making any excuses, but oh. they had injuries just like every other team. They've got amazing talent from Patrick Sertan to all Justin Simmons to all of these guys. It's just it's just a matter of just Five figuring it out, which I I, I definitely fi- I definitely I'm a firm believer, not just. Russell Wilson, but this Denver Broncos team will be totally different in 2023 for sure. All right. AJ, go ahead. Hey, with that being said, Vaughn, last thing for me, what kind of coach do they need to bring in then? Obviously a guy that kind of does something with the culture there. Like who – do you think they're going to have to think outside the box and do some kind of weird hire that we haven't seen in a while, even though everything's weird? No, everything no I mean, you know, everybody wants to talk about Sean Payton and, you know, all these guys. I think for me – We're riding on the Russell Wilson ship, right? We're riding on the success of Russell Wilson. I want to get a coach that has had some type of experience with Russ and brought the best out of Russ. That could be a quarterback coach. That could be an offensive coordinator. I want want Russ to be involved in this, and I want to get the best coach for Russ. Because as Russ goes, you know, we'll go. Our defense is great. You know, uh, Everell, he's he's doing a great job with their defense. The defense is great. Um... We need to focus on, like, what quarterback does Russ need? What quarterback has, has had history with Russ and works well with Russ? Maybe it's not a quarterback. Maybe it's not a coach out there that, that has had experience, but what kind of coordinator or what kind of head coach can work with Russ to bring the best out of Russ? Yeah, that's what they're going to It's have. in there. It's in there. It's, it's in there. Like, we just got to find a, We just got to find a coach that he gels with. And, and at first, you know, Sean Hacking and Russ, they got along real well. But I think we got to look a, look a little bit deeper in that and just get a coach for, you know, this offense. And we got Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. 
Come on. Like if all this if all this fails, let's just throw the ball to Corden Sutton. Come on. <laughs> let's just throw the ball to Corden Sutton. Is this football or what? Like, like, Tim Patrick. Just put him back in you know, the punter. Just fifteen yeah. yards back, long snap it. Can't protect him. Who cares? Have Sutton run down the right yeah, side. Thirty straight goes. Chuck it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. <laughs> That's awesome to hear. I love how invested you are still in that Denver Broncos. Uh, community, it sounds like, because yeah. whenever you got traded out of there, that was an actual surprise, right? If you do, if I do recall, you actually surprised, did not get expected. Yeah. Then you go to LA, wins a Super Bowl with LA now with the Buffalo Bills, coaching, leading, giving an incredible, hey, incredible content right now while you're playing in the league. Last couple questions here, we can't thank you enough for joining us, Vaughn Connor. Your question? Yeah, Vaughn, one of the few guys who's kind of at your level, at least from immediately coming into the league, is JJ Watt. You what? guys have both kind of had success throughout your entire career. Did you ever work with him, and what do you think it means, like his impact on the game as he retires after this season? Well, JJ Watt has obviously had an impact on, you know, the game. Um, He's definitely had an impact on how you play defense, you know, the norms and the standard. Um, J.J. Watt has definitely had an impact on me. Um, you know, he brought he brought a whole different Vaughn out, you know, that I didn't even know was there. Um, he uh, brought a whole new leader out, you know, a whole new guy off the field as well. When you see a guy raising $50 million for Houston and the floods, I'm starting to think, like, bro, I got I to gotta do more for my community. I got to have that type of impact on my community, like, J.J. Watt definitely motivated me and inspired me on and off the football field. I went to Afghanistan in 2013 with J.J. Watt for a USO tour. Um, we played flag football together. We did all of these things. You know, we spent nine days out there together with the soldiers and, and doing all this stuff, which was a great experience. I remember this vividly. Like, J.J. had came to me, and J.J. was like, hey, you want to go to the weight room in the morning? I said, what time are you going to the weight room? So I'm going to the weight room at 530 in the morning. I'm like, 530? I'm in Afghanistan. I'm going to get some sleep. We don't have to be on. We don't have to be up till 9. We don't have to be up till 9. You want to get up and, you know, work out at 530? I was like, why? Like, it's the offseason. He's like, well, I'm going to batting practice um, with the Astros. And I just want to make sure I'm straight. So I'm just going to keep working out. You sure you don't want to go? And I'm like, you know, I, you know, I think I think about it. I'll let you know. Later on that night, I told him I'm not going. He went. He worked out. He had the footage of him working out with the soldiers killing shit like J.J. Watts normally does in the weight room. Fast forward a week later, J.J. Watts on ESPN hitting home runs outside the stadium. And I was already a, I was already a fan of J.J., but it was like, okay, this is the type of dedication, this is the type of hard work that makes J.J. Watt who he is. He always says, dream big, work hard. He's always been a big dreamer. He's never, ever stopped working hard, whether that's him showing up for batting practice, whether that's him getting extra work in, whether that's him coming in early and him leaving late or him really putting his all into the craft. And I think witnessing him do that definitely made me a better player, a better person on and off the football field for sure. Hats off to J.J. Watt, man. I love J.J. Watt. I love T.J. Watt as well, man. He's, right. he's a GOAT for sure. Hell yeah. Yes. That was an incredible answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 5.30, man. I'm in Afghanistan. What, what are we hell? What are we nice. even talking about? I, and then, you know, if you remember JJ Watt early in his career, he was a captain. He was a captain for that tight for that that Texas team. If it wasn't his rookie season, it was his second year in the league. And I remember asking him like, "Hey, like, how did you how did you become a captain? Like, how did you become a captain so early? You got guys on your team. You got uh, you got Joseph over there. You got all these other guys. Got Mario. Well, you got all these other guys." I mean, like, how did how did you become? I remember asking him that in Afghanistan, like, "Hey, JJ, like, how did you become a captain over there?" He's like, "I, you know, I, I work hard, and you know, I talk to the team, and I, I, I make them understand the type of guy that I am, and I, I never, I never come off the ball, and I never 
I never make myself look like I'm this or that. I come in, I work hard, and I and I lean on that. And that hit me. Like, hey, it don't matter if you're 22 years old, fresh to come in the league, or you could be 40 still on the team. Like, the way you work, the way you present yourself, the way you go out there and you bust your ass, that, that holds more weight than anything. So I remember all those conversations that I had with J.J. Watt, man. I was kind of, you know, shocked and, and, and sad, which I, I don't get sad, but I was kind of like, damn, like, J.J. retiring for what? Like, he still... You know, he still got it, you know, and yeah. I was like, damn, like, he, he still got it. Like, why, for what? And you start thinking, like, damn, like, I can't even leave with J.J. Watt. Like, you know, damn, he retiring? Like, what, is that, what, what does that say? Like, I, you know, I still want to go. Like, J.J. really retiring for real, and you start doing the research. And, like, you know, he's got he's got a son, and you know, he's got a wife, and, you know, he's got other things that, you know, he wants to do. And I firmly believe that the J.J. Watt that he was with the Texans and the Arizona Cardinals on and off the football field, he'll be that same J.J. Watt and whatever he decides to do after football for sure that was a hell of a tribute there what you just said about jj and i'm sure he's appreciative of it mm. as are all of us for getting to hear it we can't thank you enough for joining us every week vaughn will we chat with you next week hey i'm, I'm here man I, I i where else would i rather be on thursdays and right here with you guys you know what i'm saying hell yeah, Woo! yeah! <laughs> hey have a great new year happy new year we'll see you next year, year <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen vaughn miller And although there are 17 states that can, the world will watch because this is the last Thursday night football game of the 2022 year. Congrats to Amazon on a hell of a run. And congrats to us for getting to experience Coach P's keys all year. Before we dive into it, let's give a little, hey, congrats on the segment. Unbelievable. Great year. And let's dive into the last one. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to go into the Dallas Cowboys team meeting room from Monday in preparation for this Thursday night football game. It is time for Coach P's Keys with Chuck Pagano. It's Mike McCarthy. Good morning. Morning, morning, Coach. Coach. How we doing? Good, Good. Good. Coach. We alert. Oh yeah, Coach. Ready to go? Just Coach. What a win, Eagles! Hell yeah! What a win! Are you kidding? You okay? Well, pretty high, but Ty. No, that's why I'm. (laughs) I'm riding high. We just beat the Eagles. I'm with you, but. T.Y. We got a big one coming up. No, look, T.Y. No, I got you. Yeah. 30, Stands 30. For thank you. Yeah. 30-30, just throw it up to me. Ghost. Yeah, that's why they called me. Coach, you got ketchup on your they sweatshirt, I think. They didn't see it. What's that's that? That's Heinz. Okay. Never mind. Okay. Home oh, for the game. Let's get it. You guys know what I had for lunch, right? What was it, oh, Coach yeah. McCarthy? I know what I had, Coach. Baconator? Big ass bro- Hold on a second. Sorry. <laughs> Come on. Hey, I'm down with the victory. Hey. 40 point, put a 40 burger. Yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah. love burgers. 40 burger right. on Philly. Number yeah, two right. defense. What? Huh? Right. Parsons, where's Mike? I'm talking all that, you know, junk about. Yeah. Now, the guy didn't play, but we're going to see that team again. Yes, we will. So be uh-huh. mindful That's okay, like about your words, right here, what coach. you say to the media. We, we don't need to give them any more bulletin board Mm-mm. material, right? You uh, guys co- know I had a couple burgers for lunch. Jerry right? said all, all attention's good attention, coach. Didn't he, didn't he say yeah, that? He said, yeah, he's Where's that? Where's that? Right here, coach. Hey, hey. How about his performance? Let's get paid. Uh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Go, Dad. Overcome. I mean, you threw sweat one. Yeah, I did. I thought you had money on the yeah. game. You know, starting this thing out. Threw Josh sweat one. I, I did. I wanted, to get, I wanted to get better. Couldn't get him on the ground. I wanted to get better. He didn't look as bad so. as uh, old boy Mac Jones looked. Yeah, you know? Oh! Oh! Stiff arm his ass. You guys saw that, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what did yeah. you have for lunch today? Adversity, Coach. See what I I love this Cowboys what's team, it, man. What's adversity taste like? I right, fucking taste like potential Super Bowl victory, Coach. Oh! Adversity oh. tastes like potential. Okay, so have it. It was so goddamn good. I might have it for dinner, too, Coach. Oh! 
Having said that, <laughs> I like you being I'll get up. you a new one. Yeah. Hey, having so. said that, huge game coming up. Hell yeah. Okay, and this is what you're going to hear. I'm going to tell you. Okay. Because I can prognosticate. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know exactly what's going to come out of this camp. I know exactly who's going to play. Tell us. I know, mm. I know exactly what the media is going to come okay. at you. And they're going to be talking to you. Hey, what's your role? This, that. But the Titans, yeah. okay, coming off a devastating loss. Right. <laughs> okay, think about, think about let, put their deal up here real quick, their schedule. And don't look ahead. Oh. Think about where this team was a year ago this time. Number one seed. One Number seed. one seed. Uh-huh. It's a long time ago. Home before. field. Hey. I'll explain it. Okay. And I'm, I'm glad you guys know football. You guys love football. You're football Hell junkies. Yeah. I get that. Number one seed, home field throughout, lose to the Bengals in the divisional rounds, three points, 16 19, right? Lose that one. Fast forward to the draft, get to the draft, trade their best player on the team, mm. right? Genius. That mm. couldn't have gone over well. Went out and got Traylon Burks, who we're going to see. Good player. Good player. You know, 6 2. 225 pounds, looks a lot like A.J. Brown, runs mm-hmm. like A.J. Brown, well. physical like that, Arkansas kid, good player. All right, draft him. Then we get to the season, start 0-2. All right, win what, five in a row? Yep. They're rolling. Lose another one, win another two. So they're sitting there pretty. They're top of the AFC South, which – Division stinks. Worst not, division in football. Not very good. Stinks, coach. You know, anytime it Jacksonville can be as bad as they were a year ago, and we know the reasons why – and then come around and be leading that division right now. Coach, what are the reasons? <laughs> yeah, what are the reasons? time? I, I don't know. I, you don't take a plane ride home. You don't leave a team. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Coach, you did see. To, okay, hey, yeah. going to the chop house. Coach. Hey, we, hey Jay. We did oh. see. Yeah. Hey, Jay's chop house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finger yeah. gun, hey, hey, hey. Hey. Nebraska. Can't do that. Lead yeah. the ball club. Yeah, we get it. So, anyway, <laughs> so you, you're doing great. You go Lambeau. Get a huge win. Prime Big time. Right? This team goes to Lambeau, gets a huge win, right? Yeah. They have some adversity. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they had some adversity. Right? Some lunch. Yeah. Hey, mindful of that now. What, getting we're liquored up? We're, we're driving? We're going on or? a road trip. I told you guys about this. Coach, you saw okay. the memo. We're not allowed to do that anymore. Yeah, DUI's been yeah. out for a while. Thanks yeah. a lot, OC. Make sure those little bottles Piece of keep shit. flying to the front of the plane as soon as we land. Make sure that gets taken care of, right? You yeah, OGs, let's have drivers. The veterans, yeah. right? Let's yeah. have drivers. So anyway, hey, they have the adversity. I got a guy arrested, driver. boom, and look what happens. Five in a row, right? Oh! Yep. Go to the Eagles, right? Play the Eagles. Yep. Sure. Get mauled. Mm-hmm. A.J. Brown has 20 catches for 900 yards and two touchs. The Yeesh. guy that traded away. Did not go over well. Smart move. Fire the GM the next day. Chase. Mm-hmm. The, the crying guy. So this is where they're at. They've lost five in a row. They're reeling a little bit. Here's what you're going to hear, okay? This game, to them, guys, and we're going to do our preparation. We're going to put our time. It's meaningless. Why is it meaningless? Because it don't fucking matter, Because they coach. suck. Because the one next week is big for We'll get to it later, but... This one's meaningless because it's all on the line week 18 for this guy. So what you're going to hear, and don't fall into this trap. Okay. We can't fall into this trap, all right, that they're going to rest guys. they got a bunch of injuries. We know that. ton of injuries. A lot of guys, there's going to be a lot of questions. You're going to see it all week long. The media's going to ask you, hey, they're not going to play your guy. Are you guys going to play? Sure they'll play. Dak, what are you going to say to them when they ask you, hey, is Coach McCarthy going to play you guys? Uh, Yeah, we eat adversity for lunch. Fucking yeah, we're playing. Potential for dinner. Right? We're yeah. sitting there. We got a shot. 
Yeah. At winning the NFC East. We got a shot. Shot at the ones. Philly's got a home game against New Orleans. New Orleans just went to Cleveland, beat the shit out of the Browns. That that old coach is going to take your job. Dome team. That team fell into a trap. Yeah. We're not going to fall into that trap. Don't listen to these media guys. Just tell them, hey, look. Our focus is on Thursday night. Our focus is on our preparation. Our focus is on our rest. Our focus is on the weight room. Our focus is on film, Wyatt, study, study, Wyatt, study, Wyatt. do all that stuff, okay? Coach, don't listen to me either because they're saying you're out of here and Sean Payton's coming in. Actually. Yeah, they're saying if you, you don't win a Super, Super Bowl, you're dead. Or lose 50 pounds. Besides, That's on us. besides burgers. I didn't see that. All right. I'll eat a little goddamn adversity too, boys. Oh, yeah. As a diet. You think if I was worried about what they said or wrote about me, that's none of my fucking business. That's right. My business is you guys, and I love you guys. Hell yeah. Go, go, go. Hell yeah. Okay, so let's get on to these sun guys. Remember when you said AJ used to always sit and gum in team meetings? Okay, let's look at them, right? Shane Bowen. Okay. Shane Bowen's the uh, <clears throat> defensive coordinator for these guys. We Show know us. Vrabel being a defensive guy. His fingerprints are all over. This has always been a tough, smart, hard-nosed, physical football team. All right? They've got some injuries. They've got some guys out. Listen, Simmons, probably not going to play. Okay. okay. Remember what I told you? I know. Prognosticated. Mm-hmm. Yes. I know. You said, hey, you got a crystal ball? Yeah, I got a fucking crystal ball. Yeah. Because this is my Autry, That's right. All right. Autry, 96, really good player. He's yep. not going to play. I'm on a hooker, hooker, the safety. He's mm. out. Bud Dupree got injured last week. He's probably not going to play. Whoa. This Zach Cunningham, got fucking Bolt in the corner. Are we right. playing? Are we of, playing our guys? Yeah, we are. Sorry, we are. Keeping score. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing. Yeah. Being a leader, you're going to listen. I mean, tell them, yeah, we're playing. All right. Yeah, of course. Did we sign Why? up? Did we sign up for 17 games at yeah, the beginning right. of the year? Yes. When not you guys real, signed the contract, did we sign up for 17? <laughs> yeah, well, no, I yeah, contract started with 16. And by God, we're going to show up and play 17. Yeah, all right, all right. Okay, so th- that's what you're going to hear. Okay, those guys are out. Jesus. They're ranked 23rd total defense right now. Jesus. 11th in points given up, all right, against the run. Okay, they're number two. Stout. With okay? their guys, though, right? They've given up, okay, very few rush TDs, third in the National Football League, and explosive runs, third in the National Football League. So they play good run defense. Well. Okay, where they're weak. Their team does. They're 31st, less than. They're 31st against pass. Coach, I don't know one name on that board. Okay, so we can sling it. Dak. We got guys you yeah. can throw to? Yeah, we got tons. Our coach. offensive line? Good. Are you kidding me? Road traders. Tyron back at right. Yeah. Oh, so good like to have you back, Big T. That's right, Big T. Hell Big, yeah. yeah. Is that rookie? See you, Where's Big rookie T. T. Little T. Little T Smith. Hey, little T Smith. He's the left tackle. Coach. He's we got there. him to quit holding, thank God. Yeah, about time, little T. Jeez, old Petey. Jeez. Petey? So anyway. Who's that? He's not a T. So they got, we got guys to throw to, right? Yeah, coach. You got a we new do. weapon. Who's the third and thirty guy? T Y. Yeah. James Washington. Damn right. Hell yeah. Jimmy's back? Yeah. Okay, Plus so two thousand scored touchdown. You're gonna see a lot of names up here that aren't common. Okay, because of all the guys I talked about, but this is still so we gotta be able to handle the unknown. Okay, this is a three four outfit. Like I said, they're big, they're tough, they're physical, they're aggressive. There's some guys on here. This one number one, Mario Edwards. Been in the league a long time, bounced around a lot of different places, right? What? He hadn't been playing. I tried to do some research, see if he was injured. Not injured. Not this injured. guy doesn't play is what so, you're saying. So, no, no, I, no, he does. Just okay. make sure you go back and watch him take. Go back. Okay. He was in Chicago, 2019, oh, 2020. Pre-COVID, Coach. Oh, it's it a different sense. world. Rough yeah. rider. This guy is oh. a dog. Dog. But he's not a starter. You can be. Just mind your business. Okay. Okay. Just, just trying to dot my eyes here, Coach. Zach Martin. I'll tell you what, Zach. Yeah. 
That's right. Look, I'm, I'm the biggest, hear, meanest son of a bitch in the NFL, <laughs> coach. I got more Pro Bowls than holding penalties, so don't come at me hey, with Rough Ryder hey. Edwards, who hasn't started hey, since before Fauci every, was a just guy. Just because everybody on TV <laughs> likes to talk shit about me doesn't mean you're going to do it in my own I never team would, damn coach. meeting. I love you, coach. Talking shit about their team. <laughs> No, How no. is that? How no, you no, nothing, nothing, not right now. 2019. Not right now. Oh, not right now. Weaver. Okay, Weaver, five and a half sacks. Ooh. Walker, all right, number 95, got six and a half. What's so goddamn funny? <laughs> what did I tell you guys? Don't fall in the... What are you doing, Dig? Pray to this. Not don't, right now. No, Jerry JJ. Jerry wanted to know what was going on here. I told him not right now. Yeah, tell Jerry know. that. Rice, he's <laughs> a starter. Gibbons. Gibbons. Yeah. Gibbons. All right, top, Gibbons. Top notch. Inside Gibbons linebacker. Hey, look. Let's get through this. Okay. I got it. It's a short week. We got to get on a plane. We got to go to Nashville. This is a huge game. Yeah. And they may not have anybody. They, not may, they may not play anybody. You're going to hear all that. But by God, what are we doing? Kicking their ass. We're playing. Hell yeah. Eating adversity. We're playing. These guys are good. Scoring on defense. He's got, where's Kevin? Who? Kevin oh Bayard, number 31. Good Write safety. it down. Guys. I know that good guy. Safety. There's a I lot of bullshit. Guy. He's a good, ball He's good player. Hey, look. He's going to be down and around the box. Lonnie Johnson, the safety's in for a guy that's hurt. So Bayard's a dude. When you see him down around the box, he's going to play man on tight ends. They're going to bring him off the open side. They're going to bring him off the tight end side. He's a disruptor, okay, versus the run. Really good player. This guy is a really good player. Two interceptions on the season. Make sure we know where he's at, Dak. Let's identify him. Always, Coach. Okay? And make sure our protections are set around that dude. Yes, sir, Coach. 94, Mario. Rough Rider, let's make sure we know where he's lined up. Yes, sir, Coach. Okay. You're saying okay. this guy's a player, huh, Coach? That's what it sounds like? <laughs> he's going to go off. I'm telling he's you. He's he, He's back in it. <clears throat> I don't care hey, why, you know what the why. reason is, but he's back, and he's playing with a chip right. on his shoulder is what I heard. Okay. Really? He's got a big chip on his shoulder. So you may think these guys are resting for Week 18, that showdown for the divisions, you know, AFC South of it. Don't, don't fall into it. He's going to roll. Weaver's got five. He's got six sacks, five sacks. These guys can play. McCreary, Avery, you see this? Target, yeah. Zach, Dak. Was Zach your brother's name, right? Dak, 21 and 10. Tad, coach. Like a tad Look at these bowl. numbers. Look at these numbers. Yeah. One, thank you for short. 108.1, 101.7. They're not FM channels. No. Okay, those aren't radio <laughs> fucking stations, guys. We thought they had shows. When these guys are targeted, yep. okay, these are quarterback ratings. That's pretty good, Coach. Oh, no. That's what they're giving Jeez. up. Rookie, rookie. Our quarterback? Rookie. These guys go. free agent. They're trying. They're going to go and they're going to compete. They're going to play off. They're going to give you a ton of room. Watch the film from Houston last week. They put – this guy came in. All right, what's his name is blown up. He's hurt. I can't remember the kid's name. But he came in for him. They put, they put Cooks over there, and it was catch, catch, Double move, catch, double move, over and over and over again. So CD land touchdown. So make good sure, hey, CD, TY on third and thirty. Don't hey, you know your role. Throw it up. If we're in third you and know, thirty, appreciate against you these guys, too. Coach. Appreciate you coming in and being a pro, yeah, showing these young guys third and thirty what it's all about. Yeah. Third and thirty. Third and thirty. Need it. And how about Philly disrespecting you, disguising, had the guy down, and and playing doing? squat, and they don't jam you. You don't even get the respect. They don't even put lay hands on you, Slay. Oh, Big play, Slay. Don't even put hands on. Way to do what you do. Why? Show them. They know now. I had to remind them. That's, That's right. right. Got up. Hell yeah. 
punch the chest. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking right. about. Yeah. We're at number 16. I'm okay. I'll do that for this game. We are jamming guys on third and 30. New Orleans. What's that? You jamming guys on third and 30, coach? Why not? I'm not trying to question you. Shut up, little team. What our scheme's going to do. Why not? If we got a safety that's supposed to be over the top from playing three kick, and that yeah. some bitch is eight yards from the line of scrimmage <laughs> on third and 30 and then trying to run backwards to get there, that's ignorant. <laughs> We ain't doing that we, shit. We didn't execute. Why well, is little T oh, hanging it's out always about there execute. with us? There may be no tomorrow. <laughs> okay, so let's do a great job here. Handle the unknown. I don't know who's playing offensively. Oh, Henry. He's questionable. Doubtful. Okay? He's doubtful. So doubtful, when you're on that report, is doubtful. Probably a good chance you're what? Not playing. Wow. Especially on a and Thursday. And that's good for us. In a game that don't <laughs> mean shit. And that's good for our DBs. <laughs> Why is that, That is Dix? too. He doesn't even have a Why is that, Dix? Huh? Why is that good, Dix? Huh? For our DBs. Because yeah, what happens in this run game, it's a zone scheme. He gets going, it's one foot in the ground, and it's north and south. All right? And if you don't stop him before he gets rolling, he is a major pain in the ass to get on the ground. I don't think we're going to see him, which is a damn good thing. Because they block everything up, and they wide receivers do a good job coming in there, and they make our corners tackle. Our corners are going to have to tackle. All right? And I don't care if he's out. Haskins, rookie, yeah. okay, out of Michigan, Hassan Haskins. Get some tape. Get the video guy and get some tape on Haskins. He runs. For us. He's hard-nosed. Good player. He's six foot. He's 228 pounds. He's a four-five-seven kid. Okay? And he is tough as nails. He'd rather bruise, all right, than anything else. He's not going to elude. It's not bruise. It's not elude. It's bruise. Oh. Yeah. Bars. Yeah. 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 yeah, we can yeah. cruise. So this guy can go. Drink some booze. And there's Why? another, there's another dude, dude, 36, Julius Chestnut. Good. Oh. Write it down. Another rookie. Julius. He's come in there and been a kickoff return no, was, guy for him. He was just roasting so key, on And it's no relation to Joey. <laughs> All right, he doesn't have anything to do about hot dogs. What he Thank eats, you. he eats up yards. Oh, okay? no, 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 he's no. the same type: 5'11", 228 pounds, four five five. Okay, and he's a hard nose straight ahead. Chestnut no fair and Haskins. Guy. Chestnut and Haskins. All right, okay? this chestnut. This guy don't go. That's who's going to get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, quarterback situation. All right, I don't. Care. We got Dobbsy up here. Yeah. What do I do? What do I know? I have a crystal ball, right? Prognostic. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to see. Willis. You're oh, really? At all? This is Monday. You I, knew that? Yep. Wow. Not You're a see him. Did you watch the Houston game yet? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I watched yeah. twice. I, did. It was I not wouldn't good. play him either. He looked <laughs> like shit. He needs a little bit more whatever, some seasoning. Dobbs. Okay, let me tell you about Dobbs. We got some clips of video people. We have a few clips on Dobbs. Oh, yeah. We got three of them. Do we have a couple plays? We yeah. don't need to see him right now. Are you sure? No, nah, that's okay. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so let me tell you career stat-wise, yeah. right? Okay. This guy was drafted, okay, by the Steelers, 2017 fourth round. Hell yeah. Hell okay, yeah. he's got Love 10 you, completions on 17 attempts Pretty good. in six years. Wow, that's not bad. 45 yards. This guy's yeah. a ball player. Zero, huh? zero touchdowns and one interception. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I'd play him too with those numbers. Handle the unknown, right? This is one of them. Can he elude? Oh, Can he run? Oh, yeah. Can he create? Yeah. Can he extend? Wow. Can he stay in bounds? This guy's a player. Yes, he is. Guy with seven's right hand. Don't man. sit there and just because the stats that I gave you, I shouldn't even have sh- shared them with you. You shouldn't have. Look been. at him. Oh. Look at him create. Now, the one thing, that's bad ball security by him. <laughs> so when he's running like that, Let's what do we got to do? Chop. Pagano punch Chop. that some bitch. Get it out. 
Right. And he'll give up his body. He'll do anything for this team. Where'd he go to college? Tennessee. Tennessee. Who's he with? Titans. Titans. Uh, and you know what else this guy was? You go back. He was, the, he was the MVP of the Music City. In Nashville. In, in Nashville. Wow. Music City Motor Bowl. Winner. Wow. You know what it's called? Music City Motor? Just the Music City Bowl. Oh, yeah. the Music City Motor Bowl. Okay. Motorboat. Right, there we go. <laughs> Motorboat. I don't think you're motorboat. I know. Motorboat. <laughs> I think it's just the music. Yeah. He's motorboating a whopper, point. coach. He can throw it too. What's going on that? here? Somebody say something about motorboat. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that back there? Stop it. I'm Jerry. Yeah, Jerry Jones. <laughs> he can throw it. So look, we see Dobbs. The thing about Willis, okay, if Willis comes in, <laughs> yeah, yes, coach. coach. What do you expect? He can run. Terrible pass. If this guy plays, what do you expect? They're going to hand it. I don't care if Henry don't play it. They're going to hand it off, hand it off. It's going to be run, run, run. You may get a run, run pass. Run, run, They're going to put them on the move. You're going to get quarterback read zone. You're going to get some RPOs, and then they're going to move them out of the pocket. Dobbs, he could probably do some drop back stuff. Oh, yeah. If Haskins is in there, this is what you're getting right there, just what we talked about. Yep. 29th and protecting the quarterback. They can't protect the quarterback. We get them in second and third and long. Okay, let's hunt. So let me get this straight, Coach. If you're there and you can't protect like that, and it's second and long, guys. Trayvon, if it's second and long, what, what do you expect from them to do? Get so, back on track stuff? What yeah, is the three? draw. Quick Get game. back on track. Seven, second 11 plus? Yeah. Screen. Quicks. Draw. Right? Say, say get, draws. get back on Screen. track means quicks. And draws. draws. What else? Screens. Quicks. And draws. What else? Screens. Quicks. And draws. Good. Julius Chestnut. Okay. And let's get after him. Run, run, run. Burks, he's the rookie, right? Mm-hmm. Oconquo, write this down. Oh, great name. You're going to see a highlight of this guy. You're going to say, who's Oconquo? He's a dude. He's a tight end. He's We've talked about tight yoked. ends in the past, right? He's yoked. And then Westbrook, Kene? Mm-hmm. Yeah. NWI? Lanky son of a this bitch. Guy, hey, check this out. This guy is averaging... 16.4. What? Per reception. That's pretty that good. good. He's their big play dude. When nice. they need a shot, all right? Woods is good. He's their leading receiver, right? But 44 catches, leading receiver on this unit. They've, they've struggled offensively. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to try to blow smoke up your guys' ass. Thank you, Coach. All right, I'd never do that. 44 catches there. Hooper, 36, second leading receiver. Traylon's got... Uh, I don't know how many, couple catches. Sure. 14.8 for what? a tight end. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is. 14.8. All right. Rookie, fourth round draft choice. Two TDs. This is 16.8. This is a big play guy. Hell yeah. Okay. Just say his name is Nicholas Westbrook Akine. It's a good name. WI. Write it down. New, new, Study new, him. New, NWI. <clears throat> Nicholas Westbrook Akine. Unlike their coordinator, got a DWI, right, coach? <laughs> <laughs> What I tell you about falling into sorry, the trap? Coach, sorry, coach. Huh? Sorry, I said sorry. You're our leader. They're going to follow you. You're right. And if it's a hee-hee and ha-ha bullshit deal, you're right, coach. guess what's going to happen? You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm sorry. Coach, everybody's everybody's going to expect us. Go ahead. You've only said that these guys are playing backups. I mean, what do you want from us? Okay, we're the Dallas Okay, let Cowboys. me ask you something, okay? Before you got your start, when you were one of those dudes, and yeah. you got your start, what, how'd you react? How'd you play? Like a fucking a, dog? Damn Zach right. Martin. 
What do you think these young guys, these backups are going to do? It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. Yeah. And they're going to give that up. They don't care. I about got this my week. chance. Watch me show up. Yeah. And show out. That's yeah. Right. Okay. We'll see. So He's you guys, embarrass hey, you. We'll see about so that. here's here, here's here's Nick Martin, right? Or Zach. yeah, Zach. Yeah. Hey, man, just roll the roll ball. Yeah. ball. Roll the ball. Roll the ball. Roll the ball. And it's another dub. Oh yeah. yeah of course. Check it off. I can get roll it. the ball. Blocking Fletcher Cox last week. Now I'm blocking me out there, basically. Give me a break. Rolling it out. This is a bloodbath, coach. You're lucky our defense forced four turnovers. Yeah, because Dak couldn't stop handing it over. Be honest with you guys. Nobody's talking about that. Son of a bitch. You know what? Stonehouse. Let's talk about the specialists real quick before we look at a couple videos. And I got to get you guys out of here and get with your coaches. They're pissed right now. They want to get in these meetings. Of course. Short week, right? Walk through all week, right? No pads, just hats, Hell jerseys, yeah. okay. issued gear, okay, issued gear only, on time. Don't want to have to find anybody. Always, nope. Always There's some buildings gross. right now. There's not a lot of accountability going on. Said? You know on that's fire, happening coach. right now. I don't, I, we're not going to name names, but that shit's going on. Yeah, my buddy told me. They hate Stonehouse, it. hey, this guy can boom it now. This guy, 53 average, 40.4 net. Unbelievable. Bullock's a good play. He's a good kicker. Woodsy, now... They've lost, due to the injuries, problem with this team is all the backups mm-hmm. that are playing, those guys also start on what? Special teams. Oh. And it's not like we can bring up a whole bunch of dudes to take care of. So this is like a third preseason game or a fourth preseason day. You know when they cut down the roster? Mm-hmm. And, and then they say, hey, you, 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 exactly you all you guys ain't playing. Exactly, Coach. And you guys are starting and you're playing all special teams. Jesus. No, going to go do it. A lot of people trying to tap out. Mm-hmm. But Woods, he's got an 8.8 average return on, on punt returns. And then Chestnut, Julius, uh, he's got seven kickoff returns, 20.6 average along the 33. He's a dangerous guy. The one thing, opponents, they hold people 18.2. Pretty good. Is there some shit going on? I almost drew a Remember dick. what I told you? <laughs> Remember oh! what I told you guys? I didn't mean it. just started happening. Hey, uh, can we set a mark? Of the 27-yard line, please. Our average drive start on kickoff, yep. Yep. Coach. kickoff yep. return. Yeah, Write it down. 27-yard line. Why not the 28? Let's dominate, okay? Why not the 30, Coach? Let's dominate. Don't be fooled by who they suit up and all that stuff. All that shit you're going to hear. Hell yeah. We're going to beat Our focus, our answers when they ask you, hey, I hear Tennessee's not going to play anybody. Coach has said you guys are going to play. How are you going to approach this week? I What's mean, your I answer going to be? approach every week. You know, I'm a pro. That's right. He's so cool. Oh, yeah. that's, that's awesome. So cool. That's How cool does he do that? that? Yeah. Are you going to say it like that to the media? That's yeah. so cool. It's exa- and so everybody cool. else, when you get asked, what are you going to say? Uh, I'm taking this game like it's every other game because I'm getting paid to play 17 games, and I'm lucky to play 17 games for this Dallas Cowboys program, Hell especially yeah. with going back to the Nashville Bowl. And okay, that's I, perfect. I, I that's blacked perfect. out this past That's perfect. <laughs> Zach, what are you going to say? What am I going to say? Roll the fucking ball out, and I'm going to poop on every single one. Okay. Let's move on. Let's get to a couple. We talked about a couple game records. We brought Saran Wrap. A couple guys, right? Weaver and Walker, 99 and 95. Let's circle them. Let's look at them. Hey, let's run the tape. Let's go. Come on. Let's run the tape. (laughs) Doug. So watch this. Go to the end zone copy. Going to get a lot of two shell back there. Going to play some Tampa 2, going to play some quarter stuff. These guys in quarters, they match 2-3-2. Two, two. They do a nice job with it, but they match. 
So the thing we can get them on, if you got a, a threes over here and the mic's got to come here and we do a crosser here, this guy's going to lock on it, that quarter flat player. And so we get a crosser from over here, it's like playing man. That's tough to do. Yeah. That's tough to do. And they don't communicate and they don't pass those off, so let's work our crosses mm -hmm. this week. Right? Oh, a lot of crosses. Let's go. Let's get Kellen. Where's Coach Kellen Moore? Right. Kellen, let's work that, all right? <laughs> let's do our mesh, all right, with a little sit right, route yeah. behind All right, it. pick up your crayons. Right. Yeah, Kellen. Okay. Son of a bitch. Watch him. Watch 95 here. Is he Isolate playing this week, Coach? Excellent block by 62. Hey, Zach, you play right <laughs> guard for us, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, watch your tape and watch what's going to happen. Is, that, is 95 playing this week? Yes, he's playing. He's oh! starting. 98's out. Simmons, our best player, is out. Attention. He's not playing. Go to the Weaver. Let's look at 99 oh. on the next one. Okay. Five and a half, six and a half sacks. Oh, Weave. Long. Got length. Can bend. Agile. Oh! Put a foot in the ground. Come back. Yeah. That's Dan Jones, too. Who? Damn, Damn right. Dan, Dan Jones. Jones. Mike? Wow. Dan Jones! Brothers, brother. Yeah. All right, let's look at a couple offensive guys. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Take a look. We're not playing this guy. Yeah, either well, of them. just in case, just in case, I wanted you to see, because this is how the other guys, okay, like to roll. Run it back real quick for me, please. What's the play? Zone what right. What are they running? No, it's Power? a gap scheme play. Fuck. Double the three technique, kick out the end. Pull the backside guard and tackle, lead up on the linebacker. Block the perimeter and watch what happens. You're telling me a guy like Hassan Haskins or Chestnut can't execute that? They can do that. They can do it. Oh, can they do that? They ain't doing that. I don't know. Something may Four, happen. Five, they seven, may have an epiphany. Seven. He's a competitor. They Henry is. They need him for yep. next week. They He's a competitor, him. but. I rest him. We've already looked at. Yeah, yes. This guy's a player. You guys, seen, player. you guys got the message? Yes, yeah, coach. coach. Let's yeah. check out. Let's see what we got here. Barks. Let's go, Traylon. Let's you gotta, go, Traylon. You got to score twice tonight, DJ. Oh, oh that's where go he back. got knocked out, right, coach? Yes, he did. Great catch. Yes, he did. Unbelievable. Got seams. We got to protect the seams. Okay, we know Ryan's out, Malik's out, mm -hmm. and they're going with Hobbs. Traylon's a big kid. 6'2", 225, runs 4'4". And he'll go up in the 50-50 balls. we got to go compete for these. Mm -hmm. We can't let this happen. Tight end. Here's our last rep. This is Oconquo, 85. This is a guy that's got, what did I say his average was? 14. 14. Excellent. See? Wrote it down. That's why we write down. That's yes. why we've won. How many games we won? 11? 11. We're sitting at 11, that's right? That's right. Watch him. Oh. oh. He's burst. an H-back body now. Who's that old, that cat they had there? For years and years. Delaney Walker. He had buddied up. Hey. He was a dog. He loves boats. He's Delaney Walker-ish now. He loves boats. Look at him. Doesn't he look like him? He's, He's a, a dog. Little big coach. Delaney Walker was awesome. Yeah, this guy, don't sleep on 85, guys. He's got cigarette boats. He's a good player. Hey, let's let's take care of business. Hell yeah. Let's take care of business. Hell yeah. I, I We can catch Philly. That's right. He's They're going to stumble, but wait, what we can't do is listen to the media nope. and listen to all this conjecture out there about, hey, Tennessee's going to do this. I, I don't give a shit about them. What matters is us. It ain't about them. Nameless, faceless objects. Yeah. Boom. All right, let's break this thing up. See your coach. Hell yeah, coach. Yeah. Hell yeah. Now it is time. 
to dive into the team meeting room of the Tennessee Titans. We just saw what the Cowboys are thinking. Now it's time to do the Tennessee Titans. And AJ, I believe this one's going to be a little bit quicker, mostly because Vrabel doesn't know who's going to be playing for him Mm -hmm. when it comes to this evening. A lot of names up in the air. Tonight's game has a 13-and-a-half-point spread. Supposed to be a blowout. What is Vrabel saying to the boys? Let's go inside the team meeting room with Coach P's kids. Hey, go, Coach. Here we go, Here we go, Coach Vrabes, Ohio. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I know everybody's disgusted, mm-hmm. disappointed, never discouraged. Well. I don't like where we're at. I know you guys don't like where we're nope. at. There's no not coach. shit we can do about Past. No, right. Lost five in a row. Jesus. We're beat up from the feet up. We've got a bunch of guys injured. We've got a bunch of guys out. But our culture and our mindset's always been we won't make excuses. And we're not going to make any fucking excuses. Never. Because we control our own destiny. That's right. And week 18. That's right. Oh. Yeah. So I'm not, I've, never, I've never bullshitted you guys. And I'm not going to start now. Okay. okay. Of course not. Because the division is going to come down to week 18. Uh-huh. And we can go try to be heroes, and we can go try to do this, we can go try to do that. I'll take a good look at it. You guys trust me on this. I know you all want to play. Sure. I know you want to strap it up after that loss to Houston. Well, I know you guys want to play. I know you want to compete. But we got to do, okay, what's best for this team, what's best for this organization, what's best for you guys, especially the guys that are beat up. So we'll week. make a decision. Let's prepare everybody in here. I week. You prepare. I week. Wait a second. I week. You guys prepare. See you as if you're all playing and you're all okay. starting. All right, prepare. My okay? leg hurts, coach. So you get on the tape. Prepare. See you Monday, coach. You do the rehab. You do your treatment. You get in there early. You have a great breakfast. Hell yeah. Get a good prehab. Mobes. Hell yeah. Hot tub, cold tub, co- contrast, all that stuff. Hold on. Walkthroughs. Cigarette. You know it's a short week. Cigarette. We're at home. We don't have to travel. COVID virus. <clears throat> you know, yeah. take care of yourselves. We started that. Do all that stuff. Tons and tons of film. This is all about the mental part. Okay, and then let me decide. Let me <clears throat> direct you guys. Trust me on this. Okay, I, I won't let you guys down. I'm going to do what's right by the program. Quick okay, and what's right so, by you guys. So it's COVID bye week, Coach? Okay. Is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? Can't leave the building. Have but... it, have it, no. We're going to do normal. We're going to have a normal Okay, short right. week, all right? Coach, we're going to have a walk through the today when we're done with this. Sounds yeah. like you said COVID. All right, Coach, thank you. Okay, so let's take a look. <laughs> let's take a look at the Cowboys. Okay, they're on a little bit of a roll. I think they've won five of their last six games. Probably should have beat, uh, you know, Jacksonville. This was overtime. Deflected pass off Noah Brown. Boy, okay. they're much D-back better for than Jacksonville fell in his lap and he returned it. So they made a play, you know, when they had to. But these guys are on a roll. I think they're eleven and uh, eleven and four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that what they are? Eleven they're and so four. So much better than us. Got a really smack him in the face, coach. Don't do that. Sorry, do not coach. do that. I can't play this weekend. Okay, sir. So good team. Let's move on. Let's take a quick look at them. Coach, you think we're right, fucked, offensive coach. keys? Yeah. Coach. Okay, coach. offensive keys. This coach. defense is run by what? We're fucked. Just. <laughs> We're playing for week 18. Coach, what coach do you think doing? we're already so injured because you're blowing smoke in our faces and spitting dip spit in our mouths? Coach, it's a COVID bye week. Just <laughs> Come coach, on. why are we even playing? We do who, Zoom meetings. Who the hell is Josh Dobbs? I'm great. Okay. He doesn't talk like that. <laughs> you know who Josh is. That's right. He's yeah, national. Yeah, he's national. He's slicing up our defense every week on the card team. Yeah, Damn so right. is everybody. You know? No, that's not the case. 
Okay. Doug Mills did. Okay, listen up. Hey, hey, Let's hey. look at this defense. <laughs> this is a really good defense. They got dogs all over the place. They've had some injuries. All right, but 90, Demarcus Lawrence. All right, Armstrong. How did, what's Go, ahead. Name? Go ahead, Coach. Odi Wooza. Nailed it. Oh, Odi Wooza. Okay. Good player. Hell of a player. Good Give me player. a big week out of Derrick He's Henry. got three sacks. He got six sacks. The dude. Okay. Say run it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, need Derrick Henry here. Okay. Total off. Total defense. They're 14th. Okay. Points. They're sixth. They give up 20.2. Pretty damn stingy. Rush defense. 22nd. 133 yards. We're gonna run it. We're gonna run it. We're gonna run it. Why are we gonna run it? Because that's what we do. Control the ball. Title ball. Take the air out of the game because we can't throw it. That's obvious. Look at the fucking staff. Need Look you, Derek. Okay. So I've told you I wasn't gonna bullshit you. We got Dobbsy coming in probably. Malik, you still study. You're coming. You, you know, your future looks bright. Sure. But no, look, we no got to run the football against these guys. Parsons, let's make sure we know where Levin is. Yeah. Okay, this guy is a legitimate freak. Yeah. You know, he's always oh, in the yeah. defensive MVP category. He was in the Should category early on. Penn State about the whole on, league, huh? Come on, Ty. <laughs> what? He's a big hot dog in the bun guy, coach. <laughs> big no. time. Hey, look. What do you mean? He'll we'll never turn down a Femway Frank. You guys, I know you guys get on social media. I know you've been on the internet. Mm-hmm. Okay, he talks some stuff. Like, he had to put his dog down. Oh, Did he really? Oh, yeah, no. I saw that. Simba. Simba. Is that I did see that. Yeah, that would hurt so said, bad. Yeah. He said the next game Doing he himself? plays is dedicated no. to that dog. Simba. We Thank all know Simba. how hard it is. Anybody had to put yeah. an animal down? Yes. It is yeah. not fun. Yeah, Parsons yeah. to that record a, a sack in Cowboys okay. to win, I believe, is minus 155, Coach. Okay, Van Der Esch is out. <laughs> 55 is out. Write it down. Oh. He's out. Okay, Clark's in. <laughs> Clark's a good player. He's Chris a rookie Clark? out of LSU. 6'2", 240 pounds, 4'5'7". The guy sideline to sideline, like all these damn monsters. Mm-hmm. All right, these guys are animals. This is really This fun. is a really good defense. Diggs, he's going to follow team's best receiver. Who's he that? One of those? Cooper? <laughs> 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 it's a really good question. We're going to figure that out in the next couple of days. <laughs> going to be either Woods mm-hmm. or Traylon. One of you two dudes. So anyone on you know, a depth chart? I'm thinking they're probably just going to play left and right for this deal. All right, Bland, okay, he's a rookie. This guy leads him in picks. A great pick last yeah, week. last week. He's got five, that pick he took away from mm-hmm. that Philly receiver. Mm-hmm. I mean, just dominated. Quez you talk, unbelievable. Bland's got five. Curse is the kid out of Clemson. This guy's like 6'4", six, 6'3", six, 6'4", six, six, and all over the place. He can track it now. Sideline to sideline. We're going to have to do a great job of controlling him with our eyes, Hobbs. Is Hobbs here? Yeah, yeah, Dobbs. Or yeah. Dobbs? Yeah. yeah I don't even know Hobbs. Hobbs is wrong. Didn't he just those fucking names? Dobbs, Hobbs. Dobbs, Dobbs, Hobbs. Hobbs, you name it. You can call me Hobbs when I throw three they gave me. Yeah, yeah, coach. Unbelievable mess what it. they gave me. Yep. And this is the biggest thing. The program, we okay. talk about it all the time, right? Mm-hmm. That we're going to be tough, smart, physical, great situational football team. This team? Oh, shit. 30 takeaways. Okay, number one in the league. They're plus 12 turnover margin. All right, we're going to talk about the offense. We're going to talk about Dak, how he loves giving away the rock right now. But these guys, we got to do a great job. Okay, (laughs) run the ball. Yep, 28, 30. We do so many. That's not, is that, don't do that 30. Come on, Hobbs. This is going to be hard enough, you know. All our AYOs playing. That was 31 other teams that are seeking to become number one. Okay, let's look at the offense. <laughs> What's AYO? Sacks. Oh, hey. 
What's his name? Who? A new quarterback? <laughs> Dobbs. Oh, Dobbs. And, Dobbs. And Dobbs. Dobbs. Dobbs out of Dobbs. Tennessee. Yeah. You're a quarterback coach. Yes. Yes. Joe Hobbs. Yeah. You made this decision. Is Todd coach. still with us, Downing? He's, he's getting boozed he's up boozed in his up, office coach. right yeah, now. Coach. It. <laughs> love guy smells like a fucking that could have happened to anybody. Yes. I told you guys about that. He stole all your cigs. You can't do that. And we have drivers now. Yeah. Everybody does. <laughs> a little bit late. You see the fucking game I called tonight? <laughs> really good offense. Ranked eighth, total yards. <laughs> Seventh, running the ball. Sixteenth in the pass. Yeah. Points are third, 28.9. Kellen Moore, no. offensive coordinator, does a great job. Yeah. Very creative. Thunder and lightning. That's Elliott and that's Pollard. <laughs> now, Pollard got dinged up. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. out. Okay, against the Eagles. So there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a question mark on, on Pollard. All right, but this Davis dude? Oh. <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> CFA out of Florida. 5'11, 202. Wow. Uh, Brick shed house. Look at him. You know, in that uh, blowout deal they had? They were against Vikings. the Colts. They were Colts, against yeah, Colts. 33 nothing in the fourth nah, quarter. The 33, 33 nothing. No, no, no. 33 nothing. Oh, it was 20 to 21 19. It was worse. a two point game. And then they got up and they handed this dude. Watch the tape. We're going to probably see it, I think. I think I got a highlight of him. 23 yard tud okay, against the Colts in that fourth quarter. So he's, he's got ability. Zeke is, we know what Zeke is. Yeah, when they get in the eats. red area, these guys are number two. Okay, in the National Football League, red zone efficiency. God damn. They, they get in there, they score. And who do they like to give it to? Zeke. That dude right there. Okay, he's got, uh, what's he got on the year? He's got 11 15. tutties, 829, 11 tuds. They do love throwing the ball to this guy if he's in there. Mm-hmm. He's a great scat back. He's an every down back. So if he bad. plays, Pollard is a dude. Oh, yeah. He can score from anywhere on the football field. So my, be mindful of that, all right? C.D. Yeah. Lamb, everybody had question marks about this kid coming in. Can he be a true number one? He's the number one. He is legit, okay? We're going to have our hands full. McCreary, right? Avery? Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. Oh, good luck. Oh, <laughs> the hell is yeah. that? Good luck. Good, good luck. Coach, tell me what Watch to do. Thing. These guys are so much better than us. It's something like you don't know Give yet. them a lot of cushion. Keep them in front of you, <laughs> all right? And make, and make sure you get them on the ground if he catches He, he refuses Check. to do that. What's that? He refuses. I can't do it. You have told him that probably every week for the last Uh five weeks. What do you want to play? Cover two every time so you don't have to do anything? I don't want to play like everybody else this week, Coach. (laughs) Well, we're down to you. That's it. Yeah. That's bad, Coach. Gallup's back from injury. Noah Brown's a really good player. You know they saw T.Y. the ghost, Mm -hmm. right? Watch that tape. Third and 30. Uh, Philly didn't think, okay, he's been on the couch. He hasn't played all year. He's slow. He's out of shape. He can't run anymore. Yeah. Ran by everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 52 yard reception, first down, game over. Yeah. C T O T T Y. This guy, they got 12 interceptions. C T O T T Y. Dak's a really good C T O T T Y. What's that stand for? Catch the ones they throw you. Catch the mm-hmm. ones they throw you because he will give us an opportunity. He will. We just got to make sure we secure it. 10 of his 12 interceptions have come since he came back. Remember, he got hurt in week yeah. one against mm-hmm. Tampa. Missed cramp. some weeks. All right. Yeah, that was his cramp. Had the redhead come in. Cooper Cush. That's right. <laughs> yep. Is it Cush or Rush? Depends. <laughs> Excuse me. It ain't mid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you okay, Coach? <laughs> Six. Oh, yeah, what? So it's all right. Smoking yeah. butts, huh? Ten of those. All right. Microphone also Ten in the paper yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that, did that get your ear? It's in the paper thing, I think. Can you guys, am I good now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you've been you good, me? Coach. Yeah. yeah. Red zone, we've got to do a great job. All right, Schultz, their tight end. Keep an eye on him. Good player. 
All right. <clears throat> this guy? Who? <laughs> Terp. Oh, yeah. You guys, saw, you guys watched the USFL, right? He's yes. oh, the yes. MVP of that whole league, New yes. Jersey Generals. Unbelievable story. Hell Read yeah. up on him. Google him. Which this league? guy, Google USFL me, last year. <laughs> Let's New go. Jersey Generals. Unbelievable. He's the MVP of that league. Pretty squad. 5'9", uh, 153 pounds soaking wet, Jeez. AJ. These two might be Stop the big coach. Seen, have you seen AJ? that guy? Yeah. Have you seen him return? It's pretty quick, Coach. We he better is, get down there and cover. He is, he is good. He's got 11.9, which is almost fir- you know, dead first in the National Football League. Who's that right. mean cuss next Five, to him, Coach? 23.7. He's really good. Been in the league a long time, Matty Overton. Really good player. Also around. in the USFL. He's been everywhere. USO Tour, USFL, XFL. USO Tour. I think he played USO. for the Colts. He played for the Colts, right? Oh, yeah. Long Back time in the day. Colts. Hell of a player. Hell Colts of a were the player. first one that gave him an opportunity to make it in the league. He was in the USFL. He's in every other league. Guy, he just stayed ready. He's a good wow. player. He's he always stays us, ready. Right? Always. I think his him. his deal, like social media, I do a little bit of surfing now and then when I have time. I'm in the Ooh, office nice. a lot. You, but, t- you do, right? You do, yeah. But I think he's always staying ready. Yeah. Beautiful family. This guy's doing it. Happy for this guy. We, we all got are. a really yeah. stone house. Can, uh, Art Stoney, keep bombing him, bud. Mm-hmm. We're going to need mm-hmm. you field position. Anger's a good punter, 43.1 net. Mayor, hey, 9 of 11 this year. Mayor, 50-plus field goals. 9 of 11. Pretty damn good, Coach. What does that tell you? They got range. Yeah. They got range. So our line of demarcation, like everybody, hey, it's 35. No. We gotta, it's got to be the 42, 43 yard line. Sheesh. What's 43 and 18? Yards? 61. 61. Yep. 61. Mm-hmm. Let's go with that. And then we'll see what the weather's like. It's supposed to be raining. I've looked at the forecast ahead of time. It's supposed to be a little bit chilly down in that. Are field. the lights going to be able to come on, Coach? Precipitation. Yeah, down there. Hey, there's a little power grid problem. Who's there? I know it's an AFC team, but who's their special teams coach? Been in the league forever. He's got a nickname. Bones. 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 Bonesy. Yeah, you guys know of him, John. The, not the caddy for Mickelson. No, no, right. no. Or this the, guy, uh, he's a trickster now. What? They do a great job. All right, they've got good numbers across the board. Punt return, they're fourth in the league. Kickoff return, they're tenth in the league. Punt coverage, they're eleventh. Kickoff coverage, though, they've give up. You Looking know, everywhere. Yeah. So Ooh. let's have our antennas Ooh. up and not be, Beep. you know, get the banana in the Beep. tailpipe or right something. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get after Turf. You're going to say, oh, he's 153 pounds. We'll break his head. What? Come on. That is up. Coach, your radar is amazing. <laughs> What's this week? Hey, before we look at these tape, okay. Week 17 or week 18? Week 18. Week 18. Fuck this week. Okay, but okay. you guys got to do me a favor. Yes, Coach. Okay. It's Monday. It is. Mm-hmm. Okay, we break here. We're going to go to our position meetings. Okay. Okay. Okay, and then we're going to have a walkthrough. Okay. I'm going to be in yeah. shorts and hats. Okay. And take the next two okay. days off. And I'm going to show up, up at the arena. We'll have our walkthrough. And then you got media. So when these guys ask you, yeah. okay. Coach Vrabel said something the other day and kind of alluded to the fact that the importance of this week compared to next week and the divisions on mm-hmm. all that stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you say, hey, our focus is on one thing and one thing only. You are Vrabel. And that's Jackson, Thursday Jackson, night. Jacksonville, week 18. Yep. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> Playoffs. It's COVID bye week. You're variable. You just tell them it's focused on Dallas. We're all preparing. Okay. We're all preparing. Coach, okay, Coach I have some breaking news out of our camp. We have, uh, we're going to officially put Tannehill, Bud Dupree, and Zach Cunningham, Cunningham. on oh, injured reserve. No. All right, Coach. That, it's good season. I'm out of here. <laughs> See you, Coach. This sucks. What, that's why 
that's why we ousted the. Nobody communicates with the head coach. <laughs> I got to hear this shit from our fucking media director, our PR guy. It's over. And you guys asked me, what happened to John? This is what the fuck happened. There's no communication around here. Yeah, that's, why, that's bad program. I appreciate right. you telling me that, though. No problem. Yeah. All right, let's take a look. I don't have any idea. You know, you guys shouldn't even give a shit. I don't. Who's our left tackle for this game? We don't have Which one. Which one of you? I think you're 71. Whoever 71 is. Yep, long senior, I think. Watch what happens. I'm telling you, they got animals freaking everywhere. 11. Boom. What do we say about 11? This is week Game one. Game wrecker. Watch, watch Parsons here, guys. This guy's sick. He's a freak. Boom. Like me. Boom. And that's a pretty good player. Is that worse? Or Donovan Smith there? That's Donovan yeah. Smith. Huh? D. Smith for Tampa? Yeah. Watch yeah. this There's move. About it. Now, Vanderish, I told you, Vandy's not playing, right? Look at that. Quick. Good move. That please. looks like damn Freeney and Mathis back in the day. Remember how they perfected that? Oh, yeah. That? He's I not the only one on that I guarantee you Robert Mathis had something to do with that, train that so Probably. Bitch. All right. Watch number 90 up here, Demarcus Lawrence. He's a dog. Yes, he is a dog. See ya. Where'd he play college ball? <laughs> Come on. Wyoming. Wyoming. No. Ohio Boise State. State. Boise Get State. your damn media guide. Study these guys. Yeah, learn your opponents. Hey, Coach, I'm looking at Jacksonville. You asked me something about their team. I'll let you, you give know. them that little foot fake and then bounce out back outside. you got to move your feet against these guys. Hell, yeah. you got to move your feet. I think this guy's out, Coach. We don't know. Oh, okay. We, just, okay. Just, just hang know. with me. Yeah, you're Remember right. Remember what I told you guys. Prepare, okay, like you're playing. Yeah. But none of us are. Get ready for these guys. We'll prepare. Who are we looking at? 20? Tony Pollard. This is Pollard. Him. There's a chance. He's a competitor. Mm-hmm. Certainly There's is a chance. Competed if he life. plays, just understand. <laughs> all right? Hand it to him. Throw it to him. It doesn't matter. This guy is a dude. Bye-bye. Wheel route. Gone. Bye-bye. 99. Gone. Hey, gone. Thanks for coming, 58. See ya, 58. Bye. We're not, not going to do that to any of our linebackers. Well, they're all okay. hurt, Coach. The one thing this guy, what can this guy do? We've talked about this before <laughs> in these meetings. What call can he give this defensive end? I've talked Chipper, about it. Blast that of, dude. Bam, blast that dude. Yeah, exactly. Bam. Bam the running back. Bam. Just get hands on him. Bam him. Knock the shit out bam, of him. Bam. And help out your butt. Don't be selfish saying, oh, no, fuck that. I'm going to get me a sack. Get a sack. I got to eat. Yeah, because right here you I got, got incentives. incentives. Bam. 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 And all you got to do is force that guy high and over the top. Don't let him come in here because then the linebacker knows he's got a one-way go, and that's to the sideline only. And then also what we're going to do, we're going to bam, and then we're going to spin out of that. Ice yeah. pick. Sack. You do whatever you have to do to get Welcome to, to the jungle deck. The deck, okay? Welcome to the jungle Dak does a good job of oh, looking guys off. He that's keeps you honest in the middle of the field. Our deep safety. Good player. <clears throat> yep. Oh, is this the, where they beat the fuck out of this team? In the okay, so quarter, I think maybe. this is Malik, right? Davis. Yeah, it's Malik Davis. Okay, up the middle. So, so if Pollard don't play, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lions share the carries. Handoffs are going to go to who? Zeke. Yeah. Zeke. Okay, no, Zeke. And then they're going to bring him in as a change of pace. Don't sleep oh. on him. Sacred Heart where he went to school. Good of course. School. Sacred Heart. Go hard. Dominate division. I don't know what that is or who they play and don't really give a shit. Do you want I just know that guy can go. Watch the tape. Study this guy. Davis. Malik Davis. I think I got that name right. Yep, you got it. It's like our Malik, but we don't like him. He's not playing. Boom. Look at Coop. All he yeah. needs is a crack. 
Safety bet. You better take better. Wait, why angle. wasn't Dak? In you the better game. take a better angle. Than yeah, that. I didn't get to see that. Yeah, why wasn't Dak in the game? Oh, <laughs> it was forty-two to ten. Oh, what? why don't we trade quarter. for Cooper? Hey, Rush. it was the fourth quarter, and they took their guys out to rest their guys because it was meaningless at that point. Just like this game. <laughs> Just like what you're doing, coach. So what this game is? I told is you. Let me make quarter. a decision on that. Coach, Everybody you, prepares you like we're doing what? All right, Play, we're playing. playing. Okay, we are eight play eight. action. You're going to get a ton Next of week. play action. Because they love to run the football. Everything's based off the run for them. Defense. Oh. What do we say about 88? He's a good player. He's good. Number one. Literally. He's their number one. Legit. Mm-hmm. Avery, McCreary. Make sure you go to chapel. Sure. I don't know if God's going to help them, boys. Yeah. Better hope so. Living right does. So let's make sure we're tipping good our waiters. line. Dak's good. Ball placement. Jeez Louise. CD can play. All right. How are we supposed to cover that, Coach? Hey, so what's that? How are we going to cover that guy? We're going to hit him. We just can't let these guys have free access off the line of scrimmage. I'm so sick of it. We can play some roll coverage. We can play some cover two, jam reroute, disrupt the timing. Give, hey, give, give our guys. Let's give Mario a chance. Let's give Weaver a chance. Let's mm-hmm. give Walker a chance. Yeah. Do your jobs this week, okay? Get yourself ready to go. Tell them. Right. Tell them what you're thinking, Cap. Coach, it feels like we're kind of walking into an ambush here <laughs> from what this meeting has kind of laid out for me. But I, I'm, I'm positive. I will stay positive. Coach, can't <laughs> he wait doesn't sound me. positive, Coach. He doesn't sound that, positive, Coach. <laughs> That's a shame. That's Chuck's so mad. Chuck's so pissed. <laughs> Chuck. Uh, yeah, who's Chuck? Chuck who? What's your problem? Braves. My bad, Braves. Chuck who? Spit his dip out. Yeah, my bad. Hey, we don't. We just keep it real in here, right? That's all, yeah. yeah. Keep it 100%. That's it's how gonna we roll. It's going to be a great roll. win, isn't it? Coach, it's <laughs> going to be an awesome win. Unbelievable. It's be like a, a foundational I'm win telling for you, I'm telling you this. What's that? <laughs> the guys that are going to play in this game and have an opportunity, you show up and you show out. <laughs> Hell yeah. Study your asses off because I guarantee you what they're thinking. What? Because Big Mike McCarthy's telling that team right now. What? Yeah, say hey, they're going to set you up. They're going to do this. They're going to do that. They're going to say, "Hey, this guy's out. This guy's out." To your point, everybody's out, <laughs> right? He's down there. Oh, they're right. going to come in here and they're going to th- just roll the ball out. Think we're going <laughs> to lay down and we ain't going to play. I don't care who the fuck we put out there. Our culture oh. is about smashing Whoa. people. Hell yeah! Running to the football, making plays. Mm. So you get an opportunity as a young player. <laughs> season's coming to an end. And oh. I know Week 18, what it stands for, but this one matters. All we got is a name on the back of our jersey, decal on our helmet. Hell yeah! There's a bunch of people that are coming to this game to see us roll. Oh, wait, you know let's, talking let's show about. the fuck up, okay? And give Hell, yeah. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Give me money. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Feel good about it. Yeah. Giddy up, yeah. yeah! Wait, we're the Titans, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Shit. Fucking lot of horses in Nashville. That's right, there but, is. But they're the Cowboys. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Kid go, Rock. We're going to our meetings. Yeah, break it up. Yeah, get to your coach. Yeah. 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 See you guys tomorrow. Oh, All right, coach. Woo. Look, I want to let you know you did a fantastic job today. This game, oh, 13 and a half point spread. I mean, it's going to be tough to make it. What is it up to? Uh, I don't know. Has it moved? I, it Since Dobbs? No. Yeah, it was at 13 and a half yeah. after that announcement. State. I don't know if that's good yeah, or that's move. bad. Uh, that's 14. It's a 14. 14? Yep. Okay, what's so your, what's your stogie of choice, AJ? I like a couple of different ones, Chuck. Anything in a Connecticut wrapper. Yep. Slap dick. Light, light medium, choice. mild. Yeah, slap dick also from Coach JB. I like his cigars. What's those? Slap dick. Don't slap be dick. a slap dick. Smoke them, Coach. There you go. <laughs> you don't want to be tied to that. Chuck had something to go. He almost, he almost <laughs> let it go. What's that, Chuck? Do you like Monte Cristos? 
Number two. Oh, yeah. Those are kind of like for the higher class people. I usually don't get those nicer ones. But to end up on the fastest three minutes, Coach. Cohibas? <laughs> yeah, if I'm around someone like you, a big time. I love Cohibas. I'm going to get you a box. That's very nice okay. of you. Text me your well, home address, okay? Yeah, and Bill. Oh, thank you, Coach. Appreciate that, Coach. Can I text you mine too, Coach? I got footballs to roll. <laughs> okay, who wins? <laughs> what does it look like? Come on, Coach. So knowing what we know. Yeah. We know a lot. Just, unless, because the Cowboys have let us down before. Mm-hmm. Sure. They yeah. have let us down before, and you time know Stephen A. Smith sitting at home just praying. Yeah, mm-hmm. big just, house too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's just praying the Cowboys. You know what does he say? Be patient, just be patient. They're going to give us exactly what we want. This would be the night. What a perfect setup. I mean, oh, if no. they fall into that trap. Um. But there, there's no way. I mean, you got one team. We, let's look at it. you. Got one team that's. Won five of their last six. Should have won six out of their last six. They're completely healthy. They've only got, I think, Van Der Esch, Sam Williams on the defensive side are the only two guys that are out for them. They've got their whole offense. They, now they bring in T.Y., who's like the 30, and third and 30 killer. So, and then you've got a team that's reeling. That's a good serial killer. Name. That's reeling. Lost their last five. Then you look at Dallas's off. They just put a 40-burger on Philly. Philly's the number two defense in the league. The number two defense in the league, and just put 40 on there. I know they've got turnovers, all that. The way they get turnovers, all right. Hobbs. 10? Dobbs. It's Dobbs, coach. Dobbs is his name. not Hobbs. Why are you? This guy's an astronaut. (laughs) Did you just watch Hobbs and Shaw? Are you watching you and Dwayne Johnson from the U? Just wait to get to be my age. Yeah, yeah, I bet. I bet. Dobbs, anyway. Just wait. Dobbs. Crown of the helmet. It's the only thing I used when I hit. Where's the- <laughs> Let's fix that. I apologize to him. Oh, I got I you. shouldn't I got be disrespectful you. to Josh. Because yeah. he's a journeyman. There you go. <laughs> there Thank you. Go. There it is. Good, good. There we go. They got starters out. There's all this, Dibs. you know, talk about not playing guys. But it's going to be a, it's a, 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 uh, an opportunity for young players to get in there. So there's going to be, it'll be, there are going to be some deals here. They pull away late. But these guys are playing to win. These guys are getting ready for week 18. Let's just call it like it is. This game don't mean shit to them. Jacksonville's got Houston in Houston, I think. That yeah. game don't mean shit to them. Their players are going to want to play to keep the momentum. If these guys had players, Tannehill, I think they play them, but there's no reason they should. This is going to be a complete oh, down. Yep. Wow. 25. I mean, these guys average 28 Ooh. points a game against good teams with good players with starters. And they're playing Joe Schmo. <laughs> yeah. And you got Avery, you you got Avery and McCreary on the outside. Oh. I mean, that's no disrespect to that's Coach just Braves. I mean, we love Braves here. Love. Right? love him. We love Braves. Yeah. We love everything that he's about. His football IQ, his acumen, his toughness, what, what he stands for, accountability, holding God. Love him. Top night. Love him. Smokes heater. I love the fact yeah. he fucking burns, <laughs> rips him. Fucking. Yep. Love that about love him. Love it. Love it. We'd all love to play for them, right? Yes. Yeah, they're just in a tough spot. <laughs> this isn't the week for them. Well. Talk about them next week. Congrats to the Cowboys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Good boys. Sounds like. Go. I don't know if anybody's Don't be gonna, shocked. I, you know, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if anybody's going to disagree with you, but this could be a massive Cowboys, Cowboying uh-huh. evening, and I think everybody would view it that way. Speaking of viewing things that way, we need you, Chuck. Come, Come on, on go, Chuck. Chuck. Come on, Chuck. Need you. Come on, Chuck. What do you want to do? Chuck. Drain it. He's throwing footballs? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. You're not going to need these. I'm going to get them out of the way. 
I'm thinking about going at the bear one shot. The first one. Go for it. Okay, okay. Any, on. any hole, right? Hold on, though. Yeah. yeah right. Any, go ahead, right. Go ahead, AJ. You can motivate. Well, and, uh, yeah, you're right. Any hole. Any hole, Chuck. I think you'll make the first one, though. I think he was going to tell you to hit the bear right in the dick. Or, is yeah, that what possibly. you're going to say? That's possible. Yeah, Pat can read my mind at times. Yeah, well, it sounded like very... <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Hey, Chuck, after an incredible Coach Peace Keys, on this last Thursday night football of the 2022 NFL season, if you can make a football into any of the holes out here, we'll give 10 people $500 who retweet this tweet, say something nice to somebody, and put their cash tag in there so we can pay them efficiently through Cash App. The world would be a better place if you make this, Chuck. AJ, anything actually to say to Chuck? Or hit him in the dick. No. No, Chuck has a beautiful, beautiful throwing motion, so he's going to probably make the first one. Hey, Boston Connor wanted to say something to you. Yeah, Boston Ooh, Connor. Wow. Look at that, like I mean, Tiger Woods. It wouldn't make sense for you to miss this, you know. So just make it. That was very nice of you, Connor. Thank God, I love it. Ty, anything to say to Coach? Oh! Oh! Should I go one more there? It's gettable. Yeah. It's gettable. I think it is very gettable. Ten winners. Oh! You got it. You got it. The back got you. Money. Yep. Oh! There it is. Best for last. Dancing with it. Chuck Pagano. Oh! oh. Ty's got one. Chuck. Ball. Check ball. Oh, yeah. Overtime. Give him the Russell Come Wilson on. ball. Yeah. <laughs> Bang. Yep. Yep. Oh! Bang. That stinks. Calibrate that thing, Chuck. Ty. Here you go. Here Chuck, you go. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. Russell Wilson. Oh, calibrated. Dorsal fin ball. How do you just yeah, you puck that thing like a pigskin? Oh, oh my! Oh. No! Oh. Oh, God, it was coming in. Are we potting? Yes. Yeah. And then we got to do some smudging. Some what? Smudging. What? That's the smoke. What's that? If we want to get. Oh, yeah, we got uh, You guys have, a, bo- some do you have a boost? Sage in here. Thought it was a plug on the rug. Smudging? <laughs> yeah, it did sound a little <laughs> bit like that. We'll get to that in a second, Toe Chuck. He has the opposite of sage or something to bring in good spirits. Oh, so you guys, so wow. <coughs> good vibes. Yeah. Chuck, how many? Two? One? What do you think? You tell me. What's your level of golf play? So, uh, how, many, uh, <laughs> how, many opportunities, how many opportunities do I have? Five. I'm going to need some stuff to take home. Too. Yeah, yeah, five. Okay. Come on. Kevin. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How many? One or two. You tell me. Are you a good golfer or no? What's the ticket? One? <laughs> All right, so one out of five, okay. ten oh, people will win $500. If Chuck Pagano hosts the Coach P's Keys, yeah. one of the board members of Chuck Strong, raising millions and millions of dollars towards cancer research. If you can go one of five here, ten people win $500 who retweet this video, say something nice to somebody, Bang. and put your ca- Say something nice. Retweet this thing so we can pay you on Cash Ooh. App. What a win. Chuck Pagano. Happy Chuck. New Year. Ladies and Chuck. gentlemen, Happy Coach Peace Kings. Yeah. There he is. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Chuck. 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 That was awesome. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you, Chuck. That was amazing. I've had the time of my life. I hope you understand that. Come on. We love you. Love you guys. Love you, Chuck. Thank you, Chuck. Thank you. That was an incredible putt, too. Way to wrap this thing up. Great putt, Chuck. Congratulations, Chuck. And congrats to the 10 winners of $500 who retweeted that video. In a reply, said something nice to somebody and put their cash tag in there so we can pay them officially. AJ Hawk, let's make our official picks for this last Thursday Night Football 
game on Amazon Ooh, of the 2022 NFL season. The Cowboys are now favored by 14 on the road in Tennessee. Josh Dobbs makes his first career start. Went to the University of Tennessee. He's a fucking astronaut. Can run it. Can throw it. What? Can do it. What? Can he win it? And can he cover against Dak and Lamb? And Micah Parsons and a Dallas Cowboys team that needs a dub for bigger stakes than just trying to sneak in the back door of the playoffs. Kirk Herbstreet, Al Michaels on the call. A.J. Hawk likes? I mean, yeah, it would be great to try to pick Tennessee here, but I'm going to go with Dallas. I feel like as when how Chuck laid it all out, it seems a bit improbable for the Titans to find a way to win this, but we never know. The NFL is crazy this year. 2022 has been bananas. Mm -hmm. The boys chatted off air about something that Tony has been on the record of stating numerous times, and I'm not sure he created it, but I learned it from him. It's a pretty easy way to understand things. I can go down betting on the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Minus 14. You bet. If I bet on the Titans tonight with nobody, we don't know anybody playing for them. No, none of them. And they lose by 50. You come onto a microphone the next day and you're like, I thought they were going to. And everybody's like, you fucking dipshit. What yeah. are we even? So for that, give me the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And it seems like it's too obvious. It seems like it's a guarantee. This year has been stupid. The Titans will probably cover. We'll have no idea how or why. But I am siding with the Cowboys minus 14. Yeah, if you, if you pick the Cowboys and they don't cover, it's, their, on them. it's their fault. You pick the Titans and they don't cover. That one's on you. It's your fault. Well said. Thank you, Tony. Way to go, Tony. Big thank you to uh, Trent Irwin for stopping by, Kay Adams for stopping by, Chuck Pagano, Darius Butler, AJ, obviously. Thank you for fitting us in in between basketball tournaments in which you're going to win the next boy, one. Boy, yeah. table. Tone Diggs with Hammer. Done. In 15 minutes. All the boys in the back. Obviously, Gumpy up in Canada. CFO Phil, Mitt, Dirty, Nuzini, Zidi, Foxy, Billy. Bad. Thank you all so much. We have a boost up for tonight. So last Thursday night boost. Cowboys to cover minus six and a half, alternate spread. Yeah. And CeeDee Lamb to score a touchdown. Here we go. Okay. It was plus 140, boosted to plus 220. Chuck just talked about how they can't stop a cold in the pass game. Mm-hmm. And if we assume what we can assume, they might not cover 14. That's a lot. Yep. Six and a half seems. This has to hit. This has to hit. Has to, AJ. It's a good one. Yeah. Has like to, AJ. Uh-huh. I know. Let's win one tonight. Here we go, boys. Let's end Thursday Night Football in the 2022 NFL season on a positive note. We tasted success just a couple weeks ago whenever I traveled out to Seattle Mm -hmm. to watch the Niners and the Seahawks play, and George Kittle was running wild. Hell yeah. yeah. Now, with no other Thursday night opportunities ahead, we have to go into the offseason with a dub on Thursday night. Tonight we win. Tonight we ride. Tonight. Cowboys don't cowboy. No, no, no. The Cowboys do what they're supposed to do. They win again. Boom. We'll see you tomorrow for a feel-good Friday. I think it's only going to be a two-hour show. I'll be on for the first hour. I believe AJ will be as well. Second hour. Can't wait to see how it works out, but it will happen. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then we're down in Atlanta for college game day and the college football fucking playoffs. Oh, yeah. I cannot believe we're going to be able to walk around on the field and cover that whole thing. It's a wild time to be us. We're very thankful and grateful for it all. And it's because people like you decide to watch every afternoon with us. You're the best on earth. Thank you so much. We'll see you tomorrow. Good luck. Let's hit this super boost. Yep. Goodbye.